Let's get it. is happening guys how's everybody doing happy friday everybody what is going on everybody how you guys doing oof ah it is friday man i tell you what <laughs> um now with the you know with this week and transitioning to the new job it was like what day is it i, I don't even know what day it is because you now i'm not doing like the normal driving into the office Monday through Friday and stuff like that. So, man, I'll tell you what. What is going on, guys? How's everybody doing? Huh? How's everybody doing? All right, who's out there? Ah, what's going on, Jason? How's it going, Ram? Happy Friday, Neil. You got a oh, the queso burger, huh? Sounds delicious. I've had the queso burger, uh, burger before from Applebee's. What's up, fellow junkies? What is happening? Brace yourselves. Uh-oh. Brace yourselves. Eric's going to take it all the way to the Capitol. <laughs> uh, what's going on, Legend? How you doing, Eric? Uh, the other Eric, Eric Z. Evening, Steve-O. How's it going? How's everybody doing? Philip Baker. There I am. That's right. I'm not wearing a hat today. I figured, you know, the hair, it's been, it's been over two weeks, you know, since I uh, shaded it down. So it's grown in a little bit. And not to mention the lighting's a little dim. When it comes to uh, the Vodka Stream Lounge, which, uh, of course, the uh, the open sign is on. As you can see right there, it's washed out when it comes to right there. That's what sucks. I wish it wasn't all washed out. I got to get a new camera, I think. What's going on, Bob? How you doing? Ryan, what's up? Uh, wasn't Hasn't spoken to? Oh, no, he hasn't done it yet. Eh, give him the weekend. Give him the weekends. See what happens. How's it going, Eric? How you doing? transitioned <laughs> yeah what Tran yeah cheers guys by the way yeah Tr what transition to the uh the shaved head is that what i said did i say transition <laughs> ah vodka's nice and cold that's right back on the vodka couple uh couple of nights i was uh a couple of past vodka streams i was doing the jameson because i had a nice big bottle looking glowing that's right what's going on clay Italian? yo chero what's up well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, cool. Nothing, you know, like like they said in uh, that episode of Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. Um, let's see. Yeah. <clears throat> What's going on? Drink them if you got them. That's right. What's going on, Nicholas? Hello, Will. How you doing? Yo, what's going on? How's it going, everybody? Cheers. Lex Luthor. Not really. I got hair. There's actually hair right there. It's not fully bald. Don't worry. Ah, do you ever clear straight up? Ooh, that 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 stream would not last too long there, Will. It would not. I'm doing pretty good. I uh, you know, starting the the new job and everything. And um basically today I was like, all right, time to go out on my own. And you know, it was cool. A little bit of uh, kind of like there were some struggles a little bit when it came to the job. Um, some things I didn't consider, but you know, you just got to roll with the punches. You got to uh, you got to adapt to all the stuff. But uh, yeah, cheers, guys! Happy uh, Happy Friday! Uh, hopefully, you guys uh, checked out the uh, the other videos that I posted tonight. I was only going to post one, but hey, you know, something else kind of just popped up. You know, 
ah, I'm just saying something else kind of popped up, which I'm sure, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that fully with the panel and everything like that. Um, whoa, Dave, kind of, kind of wristwatch you have there. Oh, it's, uh, don't worry. It's not as expensive as it actually is. It's a, it's a reef tiger watch. Um, yeah, not expensive. Not, not like, but it's nice. It's very nice. So thank you for noticing, you know, you know, me, I'm, I'm with, uh, me and my watches, but, uh, yeah, with, with the reef tiger today, that's for sure. Hey, Gustavo, look at you. I'm not a cable guy. No, I'm not a cable guy. I was a cable guy. I was. Thank you, Gustavo, for becoming a member. If you guys want to become a member, just hit that join button. It's right down there. And also hit that like thumbs up button too. do that. Subscribe, notification bell. And then, of course, we got everything. Got the merchandise down below if you want to get yourself some merch. I uh, want to get yourself some merch. And then, of course, if you want to um, join the Patreon, you know, nothing against that. Nothing against the Patreon. Man, I left my, where did I leave my phone? It is right over there. Jeez, it's all right. I don't think anybody's going to do that. Um, but yeah, anyways, Dave, you look like David Cross. I, I kind of do, huh? <laughs> I didn't think about that because he has like, because he's like kind of balding, right? Or he is bald. <laughs> I don't know what he is with the glasses and everything. So yeah, there you go. Hey, I'm pulling off the David Cross vibe. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with that. I don't think there is. But uh, anyways, guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, the Mortal Kombat stills came out. I was I was thinking there was going to be like some kind of teaser or a trailer or something when uh, Louis Tan teased about it yesterday. And it's kind of funny, too, because everybody wanted to know, like, who is he playing? Who is he playing? Because it was like unknown, like who he was playing. And a lot of people were thinking like he was going to be playing Johnny Cage. But I guess he's just playing a brand new character. Nothing wrong with that. I mean... Yeah, when it comes to the uh, Mortal Kombat mythos, I mean, as long as you got every other character in there, hey, introduce somebody new. Why the fuck not? I say, why not? So it'll be interesting to see what his character can do. And uh, I didn't read the article. I didn't read about stuff. I mean, I saw people talking about it, but I mean, the, the images look great. Um, Liu Kang and Kung Lao together. I mean, come on. Kung Lao. I always want to say it like that. Kung Lao. Um, do that Mortal Kombat voice. And then that tease of like of uh, Sub-Zero, like when he's got the ice in front of him. So you don't see the mask, but you see like the hood. And yeah, I was like, ooh. And then you saw Kano. Kano doesn't have like the uh, the robotic eye that's like on top of his skin. It looks like it's built within his skin because he had the red eye. And then Jax already with the, the robotic arms. Like so they're just going to jump right to like Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, Mortal Kombat 3 Jax, I should say, not 2. Um, so that was interesting, but, uh, yeah, man, pretty good stuff. Been, uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. New characters in the video game movies are always, a yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's that. Yeah. Sam, Sam has it right there. It's almost like, it's like, yeah, it's a point of view of like, oh, we're following this character and then we're going to see all that, which is great. I was thinking it was just going to be Liu Kang was going to be the central character, but sounds like whatever, uh, Louis, loose tan uh whatever his character is going to be so but yeah some of those stills look good and apparently like it starts off with like a big huge origin fight with sub-zero and scorpion uh yeah that's fine by me little scorpion and sub-zero fight before they like you know turn like before they i guess it before scorpion you know turns the way he turns so that's going to be interesting 
Uh, we got Mama Film Junkie in here too. She has joined and she got herself a Film Junkie Signal shirt. She tweeted or tweeted me. She texted me the picture yesterday. So thank you. Thank you, Mama Film Junkie. Love you. Love you. Oh, yeah. Then we got the Godzilla coming out on March, what, 28th now? And we all thought that that's when, um, we all thought that that's when Justice League was coming out. But it's going to be interesting to finally get that hard date. You know, I'm just saying. That hard date is going to be interesting to see when, when that's actually going to be released. I don't have, like I said, you guys, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I knew the actual date, but I, all, all I knew was like, okay, February, that's when the shit is going to get insane. That's when we're going to start getting the marketing and the campaign and everything like that. So, I mean, yeah. So I don't I don't know when the actual the, the actual date for um for the release date. So yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Good as mine. Hey, look at that. We got another member here. Look at that. Thank you, Mr. Jazz Khan. Or Jazz Jazz, yeah. So you know what? I forgot to watch the cherry trailer. I need to watch that. You know what? I, I saw that it was on there and I was gonna watch it and I completely forgot about it. So I need to watch that. Um I heard pretty good things about it uh, it's not gonna be me i don't think it's gonna be may yeah no i think it's i don't know yeah i know there's a lot of speculation behind the, the release date uh the changing of uh King kong uh, godzilla versus kong it's interesting it is interesting but um i'm just hoping that you know it's gonna be just an intense month of hey we got a big superhero movie and we got you know big ass uh some big ass monsters gonna be like fighting off with each other why not and we got Jacob. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, Warner Brothers Marketing. Warner Brothers. But Warner Media, Jason Kylar, and Zack Snyder. You know, Zack Snyder knows how to market. Just saying, Jose. Zack Snyder knows how to market. And I think he's going to do pretty good with his marketing strategies. So, you know, I think he's going to I think he's gonna know what exactly to do. And... We'll see what happens. And uh, and uh, did any of you guys watch WandaVision? Thank you, Steve-O, for the, yeah, digging the setup. Yeah, it could be April. I mean, he even hinted about, like, there's a chance that it could be April as well. You know, because he said late March, maybe early April. I don't know. Yeah, Warner Brothers is kind of sucking right now. They are pretty much sucking right now. Look at that. We got Zabus, new member. Thank you. Cheers. Got the uh, Gal Gadot uh, Batman Cal. Avatar right there. Uh, yeah, don't doubt Zach. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I mean, when these promo posters come out, you guys are all going to like, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. yeah. When you see the promo posters and anything else that comes out, you're just going to. That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. It's going to be that. It's going to be all of you. Just saying. It's going to be all of you saying all of that. So, meow. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And then, uh, ah, fuck it. I know, I know. And, and he kind of wondered, too, is like, what, what if they bump it up? What if they bump it up? That would be interesting. And, uh, yeah, see some people talking about WandaVision. Don't have Disney Plus, so I haven't seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, no interest. You should, uh, you know what? I'm telling you guys, if you watch my review, watch my review of the, first two episodes 
I didn't know spoilers or anything like that. And I'm sure we're going to be talking about it tonight, but uh, we'll keep the spoilers to, you know, as minimal as possible. But I think, uh, I think we'll keep them as minimal, but um, I'm telling you what, if you want to, if everybody who's like, Hey, it's time for Marvel to do something different. This is it. It is it. Like it's a little strange at first, but then you realize the vibe that's going on and the mystery that's involved with, uh, with this series, you know? And uh, I thought they did a pretty bang up job. I thought they did a pretty bang up job when it came uh, when it came to the when it came to them, um, you know, doing the whole '50s TV setting and everything like that. I mean, it was like, wow, good job, guys. And uh, you know, it's cheesy as hell, and but that's what they were going for with all the little tropey stuff and everything. But uh, but then there's like a little hidden little mystery where you're like, wait, something is not right here. So it's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, watch it. Watch it. I'm just saying. I've only seen the trailer, but I get Cloverfield vibes from Cloverfield vibes. Interesting. Okay. Um, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, she's a stunner. And, you know, like I said, you know, give props to Paul Bettany, man. Paul Bettany has been there since the very beginning. Okay. As Jarvis, that's all he did. It was a voice of Jarvis, perfect voice for Jarvis. And then. His character grows into vision. So now it's like, oh, now you have to actually earn your paycheck, sir. <laughs> you got to earn your paycheck. You got to sit in that makeup chair for four and a half fucking hours, man. And you got to do your thing. And you're going to be in a couple movies. And now he's leading a TV series. Leading a TV series. You know? And sometimes he doesn't even have to be in the makeup. So good for him. I bet you he loves those days when he doesn't have to show up in the makeup. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, Sam, you have to explain the, the Cloverfield vibes because I, I never got Cloverfield vibes from it. But, uh, you know, everybody's uh, different, but yeah. I uh, hope it's a great one. Yeah, definitely is. So anyways, let me uh, start sending out stuff. There we go. All right. Hopefully get my guest in here soon. Talk a little nerdy stuff and everything like that. And uh, But anyways... Um, but yeah, I'm just saying, you know, give props to that guy. Yeah, Paul Bettany and uh, Legion. Yeah, that's right. Badass, uh, badass, almost an alien, badass angel protecting people. That movie's a little underrated. I dig it. It's a small little, you know, one of those movies where a bunch of characters are stuck in one location. And uh, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, we got this one badass. It's just going to like, uh, you know, help us out and, and uh, fight for us. And save the day. And Paul Bettany was pretty badass in that. So join the stream. Okay, here we go. Let's get my guest in here. Let me go ahead and set up the tweets. All right. Here we go. We got Mr. Brandon Davis. What's up, sir? How you doing? What's up, man? How are you? Oh, I'm chilling, man. How you doing? I'm good. I've been listening for the past 15 minutes. It's it's a, it's an entertaining show. <laughs> That's what I try to do, man. I got the you know got the lounge kind of setting. Yeah, relaxed. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you're, uh, I don't know if you're sipping something, but what do you I'm got? Not, I'm doing a little margarita tonight. A little margarita. Well, cheers, sir. Cheers, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, good to, good to talk to you, man. Uh, I dig the Batman versus Superman. Uh, like yeah, a lot of people. Like everybody always asks me about that, and it was funny because. Uh, I looked it up on Amazon. That's where I got it. And yesterday it was like, they said currently nothing in stock. So I was like, 
Sorry, guys. Nothing there, but uh, that's where I got it. So if keep on looking on Amazon, anybody in the chat. You know, I feel like that that happened, happened. you could stumble upon it like Comic-Con back in like 2014. Right. But uh, but now it's like you, you really have to get lucky. It's hard to find. It's hard to find. Am I so, echoing? Uh, if I'm creating an echo or something, I could go get some headphones. No, no, you're good. Okay. I think you're good. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. hearing any uh, echo from my end. But uh, so, yeah, we were talking a little bit about, of course, uh, WandaVision. And I know um, you uh, recently had some interviews with the cast and everything and the show. And, uh, I mean, I, I was telling everybody, you know, people that wanted Marvel to or the MCU to kind of go a different direction now that the Infinity Saga is done. I thought this is like a pretty good start. I don't know how you go further, further in a in a new direction than what they did with this. I mean, yeah. I I get I liked it a lot, but I like I was texting one of my friends who hated it, and I was like, I understand. Yeah. Like, I'm not surprised that some people are going to hate this, uh, but I personally had a lot of fun watching it. It's just so different. It's so it different. It's yeah, and a lot of people are saying it's a slow burn, but I'm like, there's there's nothing wrong with like a little buildup because obviously they're going for the first uh, the first little round is like is all about. Um, actually, I think I'm now I'm hearing a little echo. Uh oh, hearing a little echo now. So just I need to grab some uh, grab some headphones. <laughs> okay, okay, grab some headphones. Yeah, all of a sudden it was it, it like came about right now. Where the heck? All right. <laughs> oh. Everybody look at Brandon's setup now. It looks awesome. Let's see. You got Dark Knight, you got Infinity War, uh, some uh I think that's Walking Dead back there. He's got some good statues. He's got the Affinity Gauntlet right there. So boop. Yeah. There we go. Spitting facts. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, talking about WandaVision, like I said, I mean, a lot of people are going to be disappointed that it's a little bit of a slow burn. I saw some people saying like, oh, where's it's like they're not really doing anything, but it's like, yeah, that's good. That's different. <laughs> I have no qualms with something different coming out of the MCU. You know, that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got a little echo going, so he's going to go ahead and get his headphones and everything. Yeah, nice Dark Knight poster. He's got that back there um yeah got some good lighting got a good tv right there trying to see i mean he's got i'm trying to see is that loki right there and stuff trying to look at here i'll look at his let's see let's let's examine let's examine his his collection here okay (laughs) there you go you're back it's uh we we were peeping your uh, your collection and your in your posters and stuff right. Well, now. It's, it's 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 a fucking mess right now. Uh, <laughs> but it's but it's there's a lot going on here. Yeah, I gotta step up my DC collectible game. I know you're a lot of your 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 viewers are a lot of DC fans. I admit yeah. this is a heavily marvelous. There isn't some DC like a lot of pop figures and some collectibles down here, but I don't have any DC hot toys. Yeah. And I feel kind of guilty about that. Almost. It's okay. But, uh, I mean, as long as you feel guilty, that's all that matters. I know. I mean, I'm like decorating yeah. my own house and I'm like, I, I have <laughs> to have DC stuff. I, I like DC. I just yeah. like a lot of the, a lot of the Marvel stuff I have is related to like events that I've covered and stuff. Yeah. And like sideshow will sometimes, you know, sometimes a couple of those I got for free at different events. A couple of those I, I paid for just because I picked it up because I was at an event and, uh, so that's why it's a lot of Marvel stuff. I, I could not afford to buy all of those. I know. I was about to say, like, those uh, those statues can be pretty uh, pretty expensive. Yeah. But uh, that's what I wanted to ask you is, like, well, first off, you're uh, you're in Louisville, right? 
Hold on. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Fix, fix oh, there we go. Out. Say that again. Okay, you're in Louisville, right? Or I'm in Nashville. Nashville, sorry. Okay, Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, did you grow up there? Or is that where you're originally from? I grew up uh, in New Jersey, okay. and then I went to uh, school in South Carolina. And then as soon as I graduated school, like, I mean, the week I graduated, I moved to Nashville to start working at Comic Book. I don't know why Comic Book is based in Nashville, but we are. That is interesting. I've always wondered <laughs> that. I mean, what, you know, I mean, now if you're going to run a website, I guess it really doesn't matter where. It, it's at but uh so you just graduated college and just went right into it yeah i mean i graduated like december what 14th i don't know middle of december of 2014 um and then as soon as the holidays were over january 5th was my first day full-time at comic book i was doing like one video a week for comicbook.com while i was still in school that's kind of how i weaseled my way in there i still don't know why they hired me um <laughs> But uh, I kind of and then I got offered a full time job as a morning news producer at the local news station in South Carolina. And I emailed comic book and I was like, listen, I got this job offer. I'm coming out of school. I need more than one hundred dollars a week for for one video. Um, So any interest? And they were like, yeah, you got to move to Nashville, though. I was like, okay. But I'm in Nashville now. Okay, so when like when that when they gave you that little decision to make did it was it like quick or did it take a bit take you a couple weeks to think about it was uh i'm not gonna i went back to the, the news studio and i was like listen i got an offer they matched your offer will you pay me more <laughs> yeah that's what you gotta do that's what i tell everybody i'm like you know what you know if you create some value for yourself you gotta go back and forth and be like and hey honey, they said they were like no we can't pay you more and i was like all right easy decision there you go <laughs> Honestly, I'll be honest with you. I was do I was working at the not even working. I was doing this for free for like yeah. eight months, and I'm grateful for this. I'm not criticizing that it was for free. I understand. I think everybody should get paid for work, but I also understand the hustle you have to do. So I was going in every Friday morning at five thirty in the morning while I was in college for eight months doing a movie review on the local news station just because they were giving me the opportunity to do that. And I was like, oh, this is. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna. I have no idea what I'm gonna do after school. This seems like a credibility I might need. Yeah. Uh, so I did that for about eight months and then uh, just use that to send over to comments. Like, this is what I do guys. I, can I, can I do this kind of stuff for you guys? And I, they yeah. were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people, uh, you, people need to realize that, you know, when you're trying to do, when you're trying to go and trying to do your hustle and you're trying to get to that, that, that position in your life that you want to get to, sometimes you're going to have to work for free. You know, this, this kind of stuff right here is not a guaranteed like paycheck or anything like that. You just got to oh, like, yeah, yeah. You got to put I in mean, the time. Yeah. Dude. I, I like it's, it hasn't happened. Though. It feels kind of like it has happened overnight. It's been over. I've been at comicbook.com full time for more than six years, but like when I started, I was like severely unhappy. Like, I'm not going to lie. I thought about leaving several times because it just wasn't the job I thought it was or any, like, I just, I, I was having, it just was not what I wanted. I wasn't happy in Nashville. And I just like, it was tough. And I had to like really, really work for years to yeah. get to like being invited to stuff and access and ne- like a, a network of, and I mean, I'm glad I stuck it out because fortunately, like I'm happy now, very happy yeah. now. But now, was, now you, now you tweet, you tweet at the Rock, and he tweets back at you. I was like, I saw that. I was like, Jesus Christ! 
Look at that. These guys are like buddies now. What the? Bro, it's wild. It is. I grew up a fucking huge. Can I curse on here? I'm sorry. No, yeah, totally. No, 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 no censorship at all, man. I grew up a huge fan of The Rock, man. WWF was like my, my first dream was to be a professional wrestler. And yeah. now, like, I walk in the room and The Rock knows my name. That's the coolest like, shit in the, in the world. Dude, I'll that- never get over that. That's got to be surreal, man. So surreal. I mean, like, I saw you tweet at him, and then he tweeted right back, and I was like, Jesus Christ, the fucking rock is, like, responding to this guy. Look at that, Bro, man. I, I've, it, I've heard stories where he could be, like, a uh, whatever behind the scenes, but every every time I've ever encountered him, he is a, he's a stand – he is what you see on Instagram. And also, like, he's a nice guy. He's a stand-up guy who – is just actually like a genuine dude. At least when I, from my perspective, everything I've seen, he's been a pretty freaking awesome dude. Yeah, yeah. When you hear like rumors, I mean, I've I've heard some rumors too that he could be, you know, but like he could be, I don't know. There's like things that you hear like on the Fast and Furious set and blah blah blah. But I mean, mm-hmm. but for the most part, you always hear that he's just a genuine dude. He's all about like everybody, and he's all. I mean, he's all about business. I I don't know when the fucking guy sleeps. Like to be honest, like when does he sleep? Have you asked him that? I asked him. This is actually my favorite interview moments I've ever had. I asked him, um, what was this? Hobbs and Shaw Junket. So like July of 2019, I guess. Uh, I said, I was like, bro. I was like, I I, I said, I kind of related it to myself. I was like, you're light years ahead of me in a career. Like you're at a level I'll never achieve. But (laughs) I feel like we have a similar mindset in that as soon as you do one thing, you want to do the next thing. And like, no matter how many things you do, there's always something else. Like, when can you stop? Like, when will you be like, all right, I can sit back and say I did it. And he was just like, you can't. He's like, I, he's like, it's a, it's a, it's bittersweet because you never feel like you're done, but you start wanting to l- build a culture and build a, a community of positivity and opportunity for other people. And a really cool answer. Um, but I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think I could stop one day. I don't yeah. think you can. <laughs> It doesn't seem like, I mean, the motor on that guy, if I could have like one sixteenth of the motor that he has, I would just, that that would probably like parlay something. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, every, anytime you achieve something, you want to just keep going and keep going and keep going, which is great. And uh, I mean, you even took like a little dive into, uh, you wrote a little short film a couple of years ago or a couple of few years ago called Stay. And have you like ventured into maybe doing some more of that? Because- I mean, it was a, it was, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was unique. Cause I was like, oh, okay. I see where this is going. Where, what the, between the, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. no, I mean, I, I appreciate it. I, no. I would love to like, that is in a perfect, in my perfect world, I would do more mm-hmm. acting and directing, not so much writing, but like acting, directing. I love that stuff, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I yeah, love but, that stuff. Yeah. But uh, I, my goal of this is to make another, make another, fictional story like lot like a make another film whether it's a short film feature film i want to by the end of this year make another do another project yeah. uh, whether that's a short film or a feature or something um it just comes down to time and, and, and effort i mean this year's gonna be real busy because there's so much marvel stuff and oh, uh, and there's so many movies hopefully that yeah. at my obligations to comicbook.com which are my priority uh are gonna have to come first so we'll see uh but i mean I really, really, I love acting and directing. I think it's so fun. I want to do more of that. 
Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I feel you. I have like, I don't know, three to. I think I have three short scripts that I've written in my life, and four. Dude, four to me, I'll make it. I'll go there. There you go. go. Okay, there you go. Okay. That's, yeah. that's why I brought you on here. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick <laughs> my scripts and see if he. Uh, well, that's my problem is I don't feel like writing. I don't think yeah. I'm a good writer, honestly. Okay, just, okay. Oh, maybe maybe we got something because yeah. I like writing. I like writing. So there, there hmm. we go. I have the comments going on. Nodi gang is here. <laughs> Isabella's begging us to read the chat. I'm just, I, I just want them to know we are looking at the chat here a little bit, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we're looking at the we're chat. Conversation. Yeah, we yeah, we're having a call? yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, you know, I, I have a couple of fans that are going to ask a couple of questions too uh, with a video. Oh, yeah. I'll bring those up in a little bit, but um, I want to do um, talk about how you said like how this year is going to be insane because it is. It's going to be insane um, with the whole uh, HBO Max thing. And then, of course, all the Marvel and pretty much Disney content that's coming out, too, with the Star Wars and everything. Um, when it comes to now interviewing people from pretty much the comfort of your own home, how have you adapted to doing all that, you know, and as, as opposed to, like, showing up to these junkets and, hey, rock? <laughs> <laughs> uh, at first, it was kind of weird because I bought this house in April of 2019. Yeah. Well, this house April yeah. 2019, and I, I rent out one of the rooms to one of my best friends who has no choice but to be directly below me right now in his bedroom hearing this whole thing. Um, <laughs> but so it's funny because when I bought the house, I said, dude, I bought your house because I was never home. Like yeah. it was just like he was he was basically here. He takes care of, he was taking care of my dog more than I was because I was on the road all the time, which I loved. Uh, but I would complain a little bit like, oh, I'm tired. I need it. And then all of a sudden I'm home all the time. And I think in like June and July, it kind of wore me down a little bit. It's just like a realization, like, man, that aspect of my life might never come back. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know if they're ever going to do in-person junkets again, which really put in perspective, like how spoiled I was by it. It was fucking awesome. Like yeah. I would be in London and LA and Budapest. Like I was all over the world. It, it, I, it, I, 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 I sound like I'm. I sound like I'm bragging. Like, I feel like I'm bragging. I, and there's no, nah, it was like the best. I, I don't know how it could have gotten better. Like it was just, I, I, I loved it, man. It was so cool. And I miss it. Um, but to be honest, having that taken away was pro like on a career level prompted a lot of growth. Like I gained more followers last year. I created mm -hmm. new kind of original content last year that I would have never, done like i connected with new people like i like the gal i, I don't we did a thing with gal gadot where she introduced oh, that was awesome that was totally awesome. that would have never happened i would yeah. have never been able to do that i couldn't have shown up to the wonder woman junket and been like i brought three strangers in person just meet them in the hotel room no <laughs> that's not gonna happen so because we're doing stuff over zoom it's much easier oh yeah and uh it's been it's been awesome to to find ways to connect with people. And like now it's really opened my eyes to how much it means to fans. Cause like, I don't want to say I forgot what it meant, but like I was spoiled by it. I can't even hide it. Like I, I got like, I went from, I slept on the sidewalk for hall H in 2014, just to get in and see Batman versus Superman and Avengers age of Ultron to 2017. Like I had a pass to, to just walk in. And I felt so guilty because I know how hard it is to get into hall H and yeah. like, I don't. I, I'll never forget the kind of grind and the the, the hustle and the 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 joy of just being a fan and experiencing that stuff. But I, I almost I can't. I won't say I took it for granted. But I I was spoiled. I was definitely spoiled. And uh, I it has really prompted me to want to like find ways to provide that for people who might not get the opportunities to do the things I get to do. 
like the Gal Gadot no. thing, or like the the podcast we launched today. I want to, like, I've already pitched Marvel so many things. I've pitched Disney and been like, listen, I want to do this, this, and this. I want to get the fans interacting with the actors and like maybe like when in person stuff comes back, do stuff like this because the Gal Gadot thing, like that was Dude. like the moment of the year for the people who got to do that. And like, that it would have awesome. been for me. It's, it still yeah. would be for me. So oh, yeah. we, we had all those cut. Co- yeah. And, and I've actually, uh, I've had Liz wonder on, on the vodka stream. She before. is awesome. She is. She is amazing. I mean, like when you watch, I mean, she literally turns into whatever character she is trying to cosplay. I mean, it's amazing when you see the videos, she like changes her face her like uh you know the way that she moves the way that she talks and everything and and i love the fact that you brought her on there and her, she had like the best reaction too when gal like showed up she just went bah! like that and just <laughs> screamed out yeah i was like yeah. perfect that's that, that's what that's exactly what what i wanted from her like because i because she's hilarious too she's funny um but yeah i mean i i get what you're saying because even this year i started doing i was like you know what everybody's home i've been just doing videos and then of course every friday i do this and this grew into something where it was like, OK, I have, you know, associates that come in um, that that are part of the panel and I want to have guests. And we all just, you know, just get different perspectives on yeah. the things that are happening. And then I was like, you know what? But I want to do more live streaming. So I created Film Junkie Live that I do Monday through Wednesday. And it turned into something where it was like, holy crap. I mean, same as you gain more followers and just more people were just like appreciative of like, hey, you're live. It's raw. It's let's go. Let's talk about movies yeah. and all that shit. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty Dude, good. I, you're, you, I have so much respect for what you've done because like, I feel like I cheated. Like I got to use the comicbook.com megaphone. <laughs> yeah. Like you've done this completely independently and you grind it out and it, I, you do an awesome show and you do it so consistently. Like, and that's the key. It's people think YouTube is easy. Like it's not. not easy. Dude, you put up more views than a lot of the stuff we put out on comic book and we have over a million subscribers. Yeah. Like, you 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 kill it, man. So I have a ton of respect for what you and everybody who does what you do do. Well, I appreciate it, man. And then uh, I mean, yeah. I had my surreal moment too when I finally got Zack Snyder on this thing, and it was like, what? I mean, I mean, I remember I was driving home from work, uh, and all of a sudden I'm getting a call from Zack Snyder, the first call ever from him, and it was just like this is happening. And I pulled over and we talked for like 20 minutes. And I mean, Zach's awesome. I know you've talked to him. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but, uh, um, but it's like, it was just like, Holy shit. He's going to come on my stream. He's going to show up. And, and then now we got to a point where it's like, you know, he showed up on this thing three times now on my stream three times where it's just because it's just like, Oh yeah, I like your, I, I dig what you're doing. You know, I want to promote my stuff and stuff like that. And so I, it was like how like the rock was with you is like same thing was just like, I, I'm just like cool with Zack Snyder. He knows who I am. What the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, I mean, but that's like the that's one of the coolest things about doing this stuff. We, yeah. I think both of us do this because we actually are really passionate about this stuff. Like we love these movies, dude. Like there's no oh. secret. So that's why we do this stuff. And to be able to kind of get on like a relationship basis where you know these people and they know you back. And like, they trust you too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I have a ton of respect for Zach because I, I, I've watched what he's been doing and where he's been doing interviews. And he's been doing interviews with people who have really stuck by him. Yep. Uh, and like he did that comic book debate uh, with the Faruqi bros. He's come with on with your show a few times. Like he and I mean, Grace Randolph. Uh, yeah. But he's done a lot of. Uh, <laughs> he's, it's okay. He's done a, <laughs> it's cool though that he's doing this stuff because like the outlets like comic book and the outlets like 
Screen Rant and Collider and stuff. Yeah, they they interview everybody all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I I think that he and I can't say he's wrong for it, but I think he partially looks at those outlets and says, "You're the reason why my Justice League kind of happened the way it did." Oh, so yeah. I full I respect what he's doing and. Like it, it, it makes sense, and it's really cool to see him give back to the fan. Like that helps your platform to have Zach wow. on here. That's totally. huge. Yeah, so. it's very huge. Especially, I mean, like when he comes on and just drops little things. Like, hey, I mean, like the last time he was on, he just dropped like, oh, here's some junkie XL music on my phone. I was like, cool, there it is, and everybody you know blew up, you know, blew up about it. But uh, you actually went to the uh, the Justice League set, right? The original, like, yeah. Like How first was that ever? Dude, I mean, it was it was my first set visit literally yeah. ever. So I didn't even know what I was walking into. I was just excited to be there. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, Zach was like, Zach seemed so fired up. And that's what's so weird to me. Because looking back at it, and I don't remember when this was. I wish I could remember the, when it happened. I think it was 2016. But, uh, like, he showed us the scene with uh, – Ben and Ezra, where he throws the batarang and then Ezra catches it and realizes he's Batman. He's like, I need friends. And he was just so excited. And like, there was concept art everywhere. We got to take a picture with the Batmobile. And he, I just remember how fired up he was. And then all of a sudden, like, when, when he was removed from the project, like, that's so weird. Like, it, it was very weird. I mean, but it seemed like the set visit was very organized to maybe kind of uh, send a message like, that he ne- wasn't necessarily wanting to send because it was like, we want to make this fun. We want to make this, uh, you know, it, it, like a Marvel type of movie, I guess. I don't know. I don't know that. But <laughs> it was like, it just was so different from Batman versus Superman. Like, I remember after Batman versus Superman, all the complaints were it's too dark, it's too heavy. Even Deadpool made a joke about it. Yeah. And then the, the the scene he showed us was the scene that made you laugh when Ezra, when Barry was just like, say no more. I'm in. I just need friends. Like, it was kind of quick and witty and light and bantery. Uh, and it was interesting, but I, I I don't know because that was before, I, at least I don't know. I maybe I'm unfamiliar with it, but I think that was before like any of the changes happened or any of the kind of executive yeah. stuff. I mean, like when it comes to, I mean, while he was shooting, he was being fed stuff to like, you know, you know, but ridiculous stuff. I think like when it came to, there's going to be stuff like when we see it in March, we're going to see, I mean, it's going to be a little lighter than Batman for Superman. Batman for Superman was supposed to be, I mean, when you, we're going to look at Man of Steel, Batman for Superman and Justice League. I mean, Batman for Superman is going to be that Empire Strikes Back. It's going to be the darker bridge to get to this right here. And then, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the future. But, um, but yeah, I think like, uh, no matter what, it was always going to be a little bit bright. Cause I mean, you got all these characters, you got Aquaman, you got Wonder Woman. I mean, even though like we're, we're going to see some, you know, um, we're going to see Steppenwolf do some, you know, some crazy shit. And like, he even said like, oh, he's going to be chopping people in half and stuff like that. It's going to be interesting to see the, the response of all that. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. We're all going to watch it. Everybody's oh, yeah. going to watch it. Anybody on Twitter. <laughs> and this applies both Marvel and DC. I think DC fans are more honest when they say they're not going to watch Marvel stuff than oh, yeah. Marvel fans are when they say they're not going to like watch Justice League. But everybody's going to watch it, and we're all going to talk about it. Like, oh, yeah. it, it, there's no question; it's going to be the biggest thing happening at the time, and we're all going to watch every episode as soon as we can, and we're all going to dissect it, and we're all going to talk about it. Uh, and who knows? Maybe it'll be awesome. Maybe it'll suck. I don't know. <laughs> but I hope it's good because I'm going to watch it. Like, I hope it's awesome. Well, it's going to be better than probably that theatrical version that we got. I don't know. What was your initial response when you first saw Justice League? 
I mean, when I first saw Justice League, I thought like, oh, that was a fun movie. I liked it. it like, because it was one of the first movies, like I was just excited to be involved. Like it was one of the first movies to go to the set, go to the junket, go to LA to watch it, go to London for the junket. Uh, and I brought my friend with me and I was like, dude, I, I thought that was awesome to see the Flash and Wonder Woman interacting, even though I remember, I distinctly remember the moment where Flash landed on top of Wonder Woman and being like, <laughs> I, I don't, isn't it like, aren't we past that? Yeah. But, uh, it just felt so like years back to where that humor would work. Yeah. But, uh, Age of I Ultron. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When but, Banner uh, fell on Natasha's boobies. Yeah. yeah. Banner and Natasha, Marvel fans, we don't talk about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you agree with that. I'm not a fan of that either. Oof, man. Uh, that's, yeah, if there was one thing in Marvel, two, actually, my might be the second thing I'd undo. The first thing I'd undo would be a fake Mandarin. But oh uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't know that, that pissed me off as a comic fan. But <laughs> it's just like I remember walking out of Justin being like, that was cool. That was cool to see the characters. Like the lip was weird, but whatever. And then the more I thought about it, I was just like, hmm. Ah, this is kind of a weird movie. Like it was fun to watch, but it is what it is. Uh and then I think I just kind of developed more of like a um a lens to watch these movies through. Like I, I remember, like I think the rise of Skywalker is the perfect example. I watched mm-hmm. that movie at the premiere and I was just like, had I watched that movie five years ago when I was brand new and all that stuff was exciting, I would have been like, this was awesome. But I watched, it, I was like, man, what the, what do they do? Like, what just happened? <laughs> there's some things missing here. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. I mean, I, I actually watched just thing on the Warner brothers lot. I fought to get like a press screening and I remember just walking out like, like feeling like I got punched in the gut and I'm like, Oh man, I remember hearing all the rumors and being like, ah, oh, they would not try to re- reshoot an entire movie in six months. Fucking crazy. Turns out that's what they try to do. And, uh, and then it was just like, what do I tell her? Everybody's waiting for my first reaction. Everybody's waiting for my review. So I did kind of fluff it up a little bit. And, and then even the second time I watched it, I was like, all right, I'm going in, not thinking this is a sequel to Batman vs Superman and man of steel. And it's not Zack Snyder. It's a DCU animated flick wrapped in flesh. And then I was like, I was able to enjoy it because I liked seeing all the characters. But now, I mean, I tried watching it again one time and I, 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 I couldn't, ah, oh, man, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So I just, I, I, it was so weird. Like when watching the movie and it seemed like, like an authentic thing. Mm-hmm. Like like where the change of directors didn't have so many layers to it, like, you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. just it's weird now to learn so that so much happened behind. Like I, I, I maybe I was just oblivious to all that at the time. Like if that was known when the movie came out, I didn't know that. Like yeah. if it was known that Joss Whedon was being a dick on set, or that people <laughs> were saying that about him. Uh, when the movie came out, I genuinely did not know that when I watched Justice League, but I do remember like being like, okay, it was really cool to see these characters together for the first time. Finally, and then the more I, the more I digested it, I oh, especially like over months and let alone years, just like, yeah, oh, this yeah. isn't the movie. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, once it like uh, got announced, I remember you did like a little, uh, you did a video where you brought in a bunch of fans and like kind of like the road to like uh, the Snyder cut and stuff like that. I mean, it was, yeah, it was pretty exciting. I remember you hit me up sadly, you know, I remember when you hit me up and you were like, Hey, I was going to do this. And I was like, shit, I'm like, I'm at work. And then of course I got stuck in like the worst traffic possible. That's of course what was going to happen. So I couldn't, uh, I couldn't be a part of that, but I pretty, there you go. Pour that shit, man. 
Cheers. But I remember like, thank you for asking. But yeah, it's, you know, shittily, I had I was stuck in like the worst traffic that of course I've ever been in. And it took me like two hours to get home. You know what sucks is that we I rushed so fast to get those interviews done to make that in a timely fashion. Yeah, it felt like you I were wanted to get it ready while that announcement was so fresh. Mm-hmm. It's not like that announcement has like faded away, like everybody's still excited. But when the announcement came in May, and we ended up having that thing edited in like two weeks, and then we didn't even release it until a week before DC fandom. <laughs> so you rushed all that time, and then it <laughs> yeah, because that was like, it for like two months. Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm happy that, that like the end out. of May. That was like the end of May, like like early yeah. June, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And fandom and so, was uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm proud of that. I, I, honestly, the only reason I felt the like the biggest reason, not the only reason, oh, the biggest reason I felt like coming to you and everybody else who got involved was because like I said good things when I first saw Justice League, and I was like, I can't tell this story. Like mm-hmm. this isn't my place. I like see the error in my ways. You know, I need to let the fans tell this because they were they were right all along, and it's their it's their job. It's their place to tell this story. So I was like, I, we thought about for a while having me do like a voiceover or like an intro. And mm-hmm. I was like, honestly, like I'd love to like have my face in it or my voice in it or whatever. Like that'd be cool. Not going to yeah. lie. But this isn't about me. Like this is yeah. like genuinely, that was like, I was like, this isn't about me. We need to just let the fans tell this story, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm happy great, we did. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it is a crazy story. It's a long it's a long fought battle and it's uh, I mean, it's pretty crazy what's happening with all right now. And uh, um, this year, of course, um, we talked about how like HBO Max is going to be re- doing the dual release. Uh, when you heard about that, what did you feel like? What, how'd you feel about that? I thought more people were going to follow that. Yeah. I thought the other studios were. I thought that was just going to be the first domino. Like I thought Disney was going to come out. I, well, I didn't know if Disney would be next, but I thought they'd be one of the studios. Yeah. I thought for sure, like Paramount and Sony. These other studios were going to be like, yeah, it seemed like the right thing. thing to do. It's like, especially what Paramount. Can we do? Like you Paramount know? is trying to get CBS All Access. I don't know if the change happened yet. I should know. I'm a Viacom CBS employee technically. Ooh, there you but go. CBS All Access is becoming Paramount Plus. So mm. I thought for sure, you know, I I don't know very many people who have CBS All Access. I really don't. I, I, like P, P, Star Trek fans love it and they get what they want out of it, but. I, like it's not as big as Netflix, Disney Plus. That's no secret. So I thought for sure, Top Gun. That's a huge way to draw people to Paramount Plus. Uh, GI Joe, Snake Eyes. Great way to draw people to Paramount Plus. I don't know. There's not. I don't think there's another Transformers movie on the way. But uh, whatever right. Paramount has coming to the movies would be a great way. Universal. I was like, do they have does Universal Peacock? They're trying to get Peacock off. They just pulled the office off yeah. of Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have Fast and Furious. They have F9, I guess, but I guess I think Fast Fast and Furious might just be like Universal's one cash cow right now. Yeah. Like it Yes. I don't know what else Universal has that is almost like Well, they try to do that. They try to do their monsterverse. And I know, like, I mean, um, the Invisible Man that came out last year was that that was universal right i love that that is that is universal i think but it was also blumhouse too right yeah yeah um yeah no that was a great move i was like okay that's the direction you guys should have went i mean when it came to the mummy and tom cruise it was like okay 
You guys got some cool shit in there. I love seeing Tom Cruise run. I get it. And I love that fucking plane crash sequence. That was amazing. But it didn't have like a horror, like scary element at all. It was just an action flick. And you were trying to set up this universe with, of course, the Dr. Jekyll, uh, Russell Crowe, which is cool. And then you you had your actors. They had uh, Javier Bardem as Frankenstein and Johnny Depp as uh, Invisible Man. And it seemed like they were just really trying to be like, we're going to marvelize the shit out of this. But I think that was the wrong approach that they took, you know, and it was like so you much had potential. To, yeah, so yeah. much. And they could have just been simple about it. And Lee Winnell was like, I got this. Watch, I'm going to make an Invisible Man movie that people are going to go <gasps> like that. Because there was many times when I watched that in the theater, which was one of the last movies I watched in the theater. Yep. Like people gasped at certain fucking moments of that movie. It was Bro, like, that was me. Like, I might have been in the theater with you. That might have been me. Bro, I got in the car. I'm not going to lie to you. I got in the car after watching Invisible Man, and I patted down my passenger seat. I oh, yeah. The back seat to make sure there was nobody in the car with me. Yeah. I mean, my God. I mean, what, I mean, I mean, that just showed you right there. It was like, hey, this is how you're you should approach this kind of stuff. You don't need to go yeah. big in PG-13 action, like literally just lean into this shit, you know, and, and yeah. adapt it to now. And that's what Lee Winnell did was like, hey, let's make it 20. You know, we're going to make it in 2020. It's all it's going to be about technology. It's going to be about a a fucked up relationship. And let's just do it. And it was like. There you go. That's exactly. And it, it like tackled like the misogynistic bullshit yes. really yeah. well. Like a yeah. lot of movies will kind of just throw that in. I think to check a box, you know, they're like, we got it. We got to tackle this now. It's what social, but some movies come along and they do it so well. And invisible man, like not only checked the box, they made it a character. Like yeah. they, they did it so well. They made you hate that uh, what was that character? I don't even know the character. Her boyfriend, yeah. <laughs> uh, her husband, whatever his name was, the dickhead in the movie, and like they really added like misogyny and manipulation and all those things in like a terrifying way that fit the movie just brilliantly. And she came out on top like a boss, and it was awesome. Yeah. Like it, it was. I thought, yeah, Invisible Man is mm, might be number. It's in my top three for the last for twenty twenty. Not yeah. that there's that many options, but I think it still <laughs> would be in my top three if there were. Like my right. top three is like Bad Boys for Life, Tenet, yeah. and Invisible Man, and I don't know there in what go. order. Yeah, but uh, yeah, when I did my uh, my top ten last last year, I was like, I, I think I'm gonna have to do a top five. I don't even know what the fuck. And then I started like looking at like, oh my god, Bad Boys for Life came out last year. I mean, it felt like last year was just yeah. like. I, I I don't remember going to the movies at all. And I started like looking, I'm like, oh yeah, that you know, Invisible Man came out. Oh yeah, the the, the way back came back. I was like, shit. I'm like, these movies like came out. And I was like, all right. So I've eventually like put it into like a top 10. Um, and then of course did my anticipated 2021 movie. And I wanted to ask you, what is your anticipated movie of 2021? Since it's like a fucking crazy movie. Like I would movie. have to say it's the Suicide Squad. There it is. Yeah. I think that's my number one. Yeah. I think like I would love to see David Ayer Suicide Squad. Like, that's I don't know. Do. I don't know if we will be yeah. not because like, I just think it's not as easy as Snyder's Justice League because there's already another movie with the same 
Yeah. Like, how that, do you market both of those? That 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 could fuck it up. Even though, like, it would be it would be easier to because I mean, Zack Snyder got what seventy million dollars from like Warner Media and HBO Max. Just like, hey, finish your shit. Go it wouldn't. It. it would be probably less than ten million just to finish the air cut. But I get what you're saying. It's like we have this other I Suicide think, yeah. Squad coming out that is like a different kind of movie that is going full R and it's going to be batshit crazy. If you when you watch that DC fandom fucking like. Featurette. I mean, that's where I was like, uh, that I know more about Suicide Squad than I'm allowed to say. I think that movie is going to be like, I I, I can't. I I think movie is the set, didn't you? You went to the set, didn't you? I think that movie is going to be bonkers (laughs) awesome. All right, take Uh, take another big drink, Brandon, and then uh, tell me went to the set. (laughs) All I'm saying, listen, I think I think it would be awesome. Um. And then what else is even? I mean, I guess I'm excited. I am excited for like Black Widow. Uh, I lost my hype, man. Honestly, I, I think I'm more excited for like Sha- on the Marvel front. More excited for Shang Chi than I am for Black Widow. Yeah, I think there's going to be like some pretty cool. That's going to be something different too. There's going to be some awesome fight choreography. You know that that I'm imagining it's going to be yes. um, some interesting stuff that's going and something brand new like Black Widow. Like ah, I just feel like now, like when I first thought about it. i was like okay yeah it's time she got her own movie cool and then when i started talking about when when um they started talking about where it was placed in the timeline i was like okay it's supposed to be what after civil war like right after i'm like okay i get that and then now that it's been pushed and pushed and it's just like i just kind of just lot the only thing i mean i love florence pew pew pew, pew. i can never say her <laughs> last name without going pew 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 um I like that. I mean, we heard that she's probably going to end up taking over and I'm like, all right, I'd get that. She's going to be like, kind of like our new black widow. I totally dig that. I'll, I'll still watch it, but I just, yeah, my hype level. I just always forget. Oh yeah. Black widow still hasn't come out. So. Yeah. I mean, I I can't even deny, like I am bought into the MCU just as a franchise. So my Marvel fandom, and I think this is really how Marvel's kind of, success and genius works it's just you feel like almost an obligation to watch them all yeah. like just to continue knowing what's going on in that world i mean i like blackwood i'm excited for the movie and it's on its on its own right but if this was just like a random not part of the mcu black widow movie would i be as excited no i wouldn't but uh i think it's gonna be uh i think black widow is gonna do more for the mcu than people expect but I still am like for the future of it, but I'm still more excited for, uh, for Shang-Chi because Simu Liu is like going all Tom Holland on it on social media. He's like doing his own stunts, just doing and everything. But, bro, chill. <laughs> Speaking I'm, of Tom Holland, I mean, when it comes to Spider-Man three, I mean, you guys even, I think comicbook.com reported today that, that um, um, Charlie Cox was like on set spotted and he rapped. So I was like, I mean, that news came out. I mean, it was always rumored that he was going to be there. And it was just kind of like, okay, so confirmed. <laughs> Dude, I like, I just like dropped that like Black Widow on the podcast. Like yeah. I, I did, I didn't even, Charles Murphy and Murphy's Multiverse were the first ones to report that. Full credit to them. I heard at the same time that they reported it, like the night before Murphy's Multiverse reported that Charlie Cox was the Daredevil, I had started hearing that he was going to be in it. And I was like, okay uh let me ask let me try to get some uh confirmations and then the next morning i woke up it was already out there i was like okay cool so i'll just credit them whatever 
Uh, and then today on the podcast, I just said, yeah, Charlie Cox was on the set of uh, yeah. it was on, on the set of Spider Man yeah. Three, which I believe is true. I have a, a source who told me that that has never been wrong before. I think it's six for six with this source. Okay, and if they're wrong, I'll own it. I'll, when the movie comes out, if Charlie Cox isn't in it, I'll say, you know what, I was wrong. You know, you got me. My bad. But I believe it. If I didn't believe it, I wouldn't have said it. So I think Charlie Cox was on the set of Spider-Man 3. Dude, I, I hope it's right. I mean, I, I'm going to grill the absolute shit out of you if you're wrong. But I'm just kidding. No, but uh, <laughs> I'm deleting fucking Twitter if it's wrong. Damn you, Brandon! <laughs> I've been wrong on a scoop before. I was wrong. uh, Hey, we all have. We all have. I mean, it's part of the game, and it It sucks. But I've I've been right more than far more than I've been wrong. I was wrong one time, and I remember what it was. I said, "This is." I don't even know if you'll know what this means. I said Daniel Sharman was coming back to Fear the Walking Dead as Troy Otto, Mm -hmm. and I it was on a casting grid for the new season of Fear the Walking Dead. The his character died. And so it was on a casting grid uh, from another that I know was legit. I don't know why he was on there because it wasn't true. But I just went ahead. I didn't ask AMC. I should have. Uh, and I just ran it. Yeah. I said, Daniel Jarwin's coming back to The Walking Dead next year. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, yeah, I've been sent casting grids myself. And, you know, not, you know, it's all never like legit. And, no, you're always going to be wrong, but hey, you know, if you own up to it and stuff like that. But when it comes to like multiverse stuff, I mean, are you looking forward to uh, how like both DC and Marvel are kind of just like, hey, I guess this is the next step. So Spider-Man, hey, hey Dude, Flash, hey. Comic book movies. Like, What's up? Say that again. Age of comic book movies. Yeah, we are. We are. Is my is my audio coming? No, no, from no. Audio? It was. Just, I think it was just because like I was. I talked and it, it like cut you off. Sorry about that. I talked too much. Like, I just don't see like we're getting literally Marvel and DC multiverses. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Could you imagine saying that ten years ago? No, you wouldn't be no. able to. Everybody'd be like, "What's a multiverse?" Yeah. I mean, I and think like they both have different advantages over each other. Yeah. But I think that uh, DC has better legacy casts and, and, and yeah. stories to pick up, like Keaton. And if they somehow get Christian Bale or Linda Carter and, yeah. and things like that, like they have, like I just think they have a better legacy arsenal. I think the Marvel has to, I mean, Tobey Maguire is exciting, but it's not as exciting as Michael Keaton. No. In my opinion. Yeah. No. Marvel, I think, kind of has to. Uh, Maybe turn the Netflix stuff into multiverse that's, or that's, the X Men franchise, which became a convoluted mess. If they want to use that, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's the thing that that's the advantage that DC has. It's like, I mean, they've been doing movies since 1978, like you know, with these characters, and you know, it's been there. And like Marvel's still like, I mean, they, I mean, of course, you got the X Men that you know uh, that started in the early 2000s, 1999, whatever, and then of course Spider Man, but then it just when uh, the MCU really got kicked in the gear, you know, it wasn't until 2008. And I think like when it comes to comparing, you know, both the universes and how people approach these characters, I think that's, it's going to be interesting now that they're going to introduce another fantastic four. They're going to introduce some more mutants, how people respond. Because I think when people respond to the new like DC stuff, they start comparing it to, 
the old, you know, that's what, that was the big thing with Man of Steel. And of course, Batman, you know, that's like, hey, Christopher Reeves, that's the way to go and blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of curious to see like when they recast a Wolverine, oh, what the hell is that going to like, I mean, people are going to be like, that's not my Wolverine, man. Bro, I mean, like that happens every time they cast a Batman or a Joker. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then they end up, I bet, dude, Ben is, I think Ben is my favorite Batman. I yeah. think he's favorite. actually, he's definitely my favorite Batman. I think he's the best Batman. I could make a case for a different Bruce Wayne being better, if that makes sense. But I love Ben's Batman. But then yeah. I remember I was working at a bar. I remember uh, I read it on IGN when Ben was cast as Batman. And all the comments were like, this sucks. This is trash. He's not going to be Christian Bale. And I, I think he's great. Uh, and then the same thing when Jared Leto was cast as a Joker, which didn't pan out. We still don't even really know what Jared Leto's Joker was supposed to turn out to be because we saw the cut down version of it. But I, I mean, he did like, he did something with it. And <laughs> no. nobody, I don't think anybody was going to live up to Heath Ledger, but I think Jared Leto's Joker was, uh, I think Jared Leto's Joker was a victim of the edits, the suicide squad. I don't okay. know. I think, uh, he could have no, been better. No, I mean, it, it is kind of uh, it is kind of poetic that the the fact that his Joker got so cut down, but then we're gonna see like a, another version of him in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and right. it's gonna be the first. It's gonna be the first. He's gonna be the first actor that's played him in multiple movies. Even though, right. like you know, people were like, and, and then and then who knows what happens with the air cut, but. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's pretty insane when like when when you see like the reaction. That's why I'm kind of like, oh yeah, it's gonna be Marvel's turn eventually when it comes to. I mean, it already kind of was with I guess you could say with Spider Man because we've already had three different Spider Man, but Spider Men. But it's that's the whole Sony thing. I mean, to me, Andrew Garfield I think was probably my favorite. I don't know what your favorite is. What are your I favorite? Love Tom. I think Tom is a great Spider Man. I, I don't. I have nothing against Tom. I just. When it comes to, I mean, I, I enjoyed Homecoming, things I don't like about it. And then Far From Home, it was like the first like 30 to 40 minutes I kind of struggled with. But then when the Mysterio shit came through, I was like, Yo, there Mysterio it is. Was sick. That was like good. Like when he was fucking with his brain and he was doing all the stuff. And I was like, that's what I was waiting for right there. But like the first 30 to 40 minutes, I was like, ah, I'm struggling with this, like uh, the stuff in MJ. Yeah, you know. But, <laughs> I, but then when I, came- I, I, I have I'm a, I think Andrew might even be a better Spider-Man than Toby. Those two are so close. Oh, the they, problem yeah. is Andrew's movies aren't that good. So I think Andrew is a better Spider-Man than his movies are. Yeah, Toby is I both great and his movies are great. So yeah. I don't know. It's that's a tough one. But Tom, I think is probably my favorite. But uh, I mean, but to go back to what you were saying. Uh, about the X-Men, I think they have to go the route that they went with Spider-Man. And I, I still get shit on for this on social media. I said in one tweet or something that Mysterio and Vulture were obscure villains. Mm. And what I meant was like in mainstream audiences, they're absolutely obscure villains. If I oh, walked yeah, into a random enough. movie theater and I asked, I would say eight, maybe nine out of ten people in that theater, do you know who these characters are? They probably wouldn't know. Comic fans absolutely would know Mysterio and Vulture and the rest of Spider-Man's awesome villain gallery. But this for, the Spider-Man franchises before Homecoming and Far From Home made like the Oscorp stuff, the Green Goblin yeah. and the Lizard and Sandman and all that more mainstream kind of villains. So I think 
the X-Men have to do something similar. They have to go deeper in the catalog to characters that are a little bit more obscure to a mainstream audience. Like, I think Cyclops should be a top-tier character. Gambit. Gambit. What about Gambit? Gambit, Yes. Dude, don't even get me. Gambit growing up was one of my favorites ever. Like, Channing Tatum playing Gambit. Yeah, I don't know. But (laughs) Gambit in the MCU played by – actually, I can't even – I'll try to think of somebody. I don't have one on the top of my head. But Gambit, um, there's Bishop. Like, there's so – characters in the x-men catalog that did not get their due i mean even colossus like kitty pride uh jubilee like there's so many characters who did not get their due under the fox regime which is fine because a lot of the fox movies worked and they paved the way for the modern era of comic book movies but i think what marvel studios needs to do is choose different kind of characters than we saw in movies already don't go straight into wolverine don't go straight into professor x and magneto don't do something else first yeah that's what they need to do. You know, don't go right to storm and everything like that. I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see like when that all comes about. I mean, when, the, when the whole Disney thing and they just like revealed, like they just pulled their pants down and said, this is what we're doing. And it was just, oh, you know, it was crazy. And I mean, they showed that fantastic four logo and it was like, it was like, oh, okay, well they have fantastic four ready, but there is no mention of X-Men. And I'm like, okay, yeah, take your time. Take your time, Feige. Please. That's smart. Yes. Like, take your time. You don't need to rush the whole mutant thing because, yeah, get get uh, the whole multiverse thing is happening, you know. And 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 I'm glad that uh, Doctor Strange is going to be helping, even though I think that title sounds like a, a theme park ride, <laughs> the multiverse of madness, you know. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, it does. Come on, man. I'm like, all right, uh, but hey, you know, Sam, it's Sam Raimi, right? That's coming in, and I'm like, all right, I'm totally for it. I mean, even though, like, I wish Scott Derrickson could have stuck suck it out, but it seems like, you know, they got Sam Raimi, and then they're going to, like, parlay that into Spider-Man 3, and it's going to be something pretty interesting that they're going to be doing over there in the MCU. So I, I am excited for it. I, I'm not so excited for Thor loving whatever the hell, but you know, that's just me. I mean, Thor Ragnarok is, I, I feel like I'm lower on the, the, the good. loving that movie than okay, it seems okay, like. Good. I like even more now. Is, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I'm not a fan. I liked it. I, yeah. I think I gave it like a seven point something out of 10. I didn't review it for the site. I just reviewed it on Twitter. So it doesn't count, I guess, but I, no, I liked yeah, it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Well, but I don't that, love it as much as everyone else does. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I think to me, like, I, I think it was a smart business decision to do that because it ended up being successful. And I totally get that. I, I totally get like, okay, not everybody's all hot about Thor. They're all about, you know, Iron Man, Captain America. And, you know, they're all about those guys. And Thor is just like, eh, so let's, what do we do? Okay, let's just turn it into like a funny little almost like a spoof of itself. I was more looking forward to the Thor Ragnarok when they first showed that first title and it looked all like, you know, like, oh man, this is going to be something dark. And like, look at that, look at the, the, the font. And then it got changed into like a eighties arcade video game font. And I was like, oh shit, that's not going to be the same. And yeah, I was a little disappointed. I'm, I'm not... a huge fan of Taika. Yeah. But well, his other movies. For, yeah. for me, uh, the moment, like a moment that kind of summarizes why I'm not as high as others are on Ragnarok is the fact that like Thor lost an eye 
Yeah. And I was too busy laughing to care. <laughs> like the movie was so funny. Yeah. But it tried to like it tell it it has a deeper meaning and I respect that like it it has a real meaning about refugees and just things like that and I respect that but I uh I want to care when a big moment happens to a main character and I felt like uh like Hulk jumping out of the ship and smacking dab on the bridge I was just like yo just give us a cool Hulk entrance we don't we don't need to laugh this much but I think Tyke is. I think Tyke is a genius, and I have full respect for what he did. Jojo Rabbit's a hell of a movie. Oh yeah, uh, it was a good movie. The, Wild, what's Wilder People? Um, mm-hmm. Awesome movie. No, he's, so. he's a good, he, you know, he's he's a good director. It's just yeah, but you know, when it came to that, I was like, uh, wasn't. I mean, some visuals were great. Some of the action stuff was great. Okay, cool, but yeah, just some of the um, the uh, the comedy, and I was just like, I was not a big fan of, and I was like, eh, this wasn't just for me. Um, but I'm going to go, uh, let's go to the questions here. Um, got a couple questions for you. We got one from Darren. Um, he's a big fan of yours. So let's uh, bring it up. Mr. Brandon Davis. Look, I'm a huge fan of your work and we're only like an hour away from each other. So look, Hey, when this pandemic's over, we should like meet up at Dave and Buster's or something, have some drinks and talk nerd stuff. I'm just saying, but no, anyway, um, I want to know which movie set that you have been on was like the most surreal and has anybody that you ever interviewed uh gave you like any like advice that you will take with you for the rest of your career hmm that's a good question first of all darren i am totally down to hit up the opry mills dave and busters with you uh, <laughs> as soon as we can do that Darren's absolutely cool guy. Darren's cool guy yeah that's like a 15 minute drive for me i'm in uh <laughs> and a set visit that was totally surreal. You know, I'm trying to think. I mean, I think it's the two answers there are Justice League and Avengers Infinity War. Like, Justice I League can't. was my first set visit. It's always my first set visit. And so that's always going to hold like, a special place, yeah. Yeah, and I learned so much about filmmaking, about my job, like about covering these things. Um about what you do want to set as a reporter about like all that kind of stuff, just from talking to other reporters who were there on that. Um, and that was awesome. Uh, but I, I mean, and also Avengers infinity where we got to hold the actual infinity gauntlet. Damn. We got to talk to the half of the Avengers while they were wearing their costumes. That's great. like Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Chadwick Boseman, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, they all walked over and I was at the I was at the craft service table on Avengers Infinity War scooping mashed potatoes. And all of a sudden I hear, I'll take that. I shit you not, Black Widow is standing right next to me. Oh I almost God. fucking died. <laughs> I handed that. the fucking ladle to Black yeah. Widow. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <Here you go." laughs> Sure. So awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my God. So, yeah, that was awesome. That was freaking awesome. Um <laughs> And a piece of advice, I, I think the the bit I said about the rock earlier was was one of them, mm-hmm. um, about how you just no matter how much you accomplish, you should start wanting to build a culture for other people and give out other opportunities and, and positivity and things like that. Um, but also, I mean, it's funny we were just kind of talking about Thor Ragnarok uh, I, <laughs> the night before the set visit. We had dinner with Taika. And I asked him, because I'm just genuinely interested, I would love to be a filmmaker one day. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I don't know if I'll ever actually commit to taking that shot. 
But I, you know what? I was like, Tyga, how did you learn to do this stuff? Like we're, we're at like this, we were in Australia and we were at, I don't know. It, it looked like a place you're not even supposed to know about. Like it was like, <laughs> like a gate sliding door, but it was like in a retail and it was like sushi and Japanese food. Um, and I said to, uh, I said to Tyga, I was like, dude, how did you learn? Like, how did you learn all this stuff? Like, I mean, about technically like film stuff. And he just said like, I, I didn't. I just, I just know what I want it to look like, and I tell people <laughs> something like that. I'm paraphrasing, and I was like, you know what? That's great. So clearly, just have a vision for what you wanted to come out to, and hire people who know what they're doing, and then you can get there. Uh, I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure Taika was underselling himself, and I am therefore further underselling Taika. But uh, that was a funny moment. I wish I had a better answer, Darren. I'm so fucking sorry. Oh, no, no, that, that's a good answer. No, no, it's a very good answer. And then we got uh, we got one from. Uh, oops. Oh man, you know what? I forgot to upload. I forgot to upload the second question. Give me a second here, but no, but uh, no, no, those were uh, those were good answers. Like no, I mean, I mean, set visit. I can only imagine like going on set and seeing how it, it's always interesting to me when I see um, when I see. Um, when I see the behind the scenes and stuff like that, I remember like even going back to uh, like when the first Avengers came out and we saw um, you see like Captain America or like the stuntman just like shooting out of like, you know, all this glass and he just shoots out and lands on a car. And I remember just seeing that going, what's going on with that? I mean, with any movie, it, like it looks ridiculous at first, but then when you see it on the silver screen, it's got to be. It, it, it's just it that's what i love about it it's like it looks ridiculous when they're filming and when you see these set videos and you're like how is that going to translate and then you see it on the screen and you're like oh that's yeah. how dude on justice league they had the flying fox they only built the cockpit oh and yeah it was just surrounded by green and exactly. they showed us kind of concept art uh not the flying fox not the flying fox um the Flying Fox, they only built the butt of that thing. And it was like in the roof. But the what is that? I don't know. People might get mad at me for not knowing this. It's okay. the, uh, the thing that they go down in this tunnel with, there's a name for it. Like it's got like four legs and it crawls cyborg, hooks himself up to it. I don't know. Um, Whatever that thing is called. I can't even remember what it's called. Well, it's, either, like a, like... it's like a big metal bat crab. And yeah, yeah. it's got, they only built the little cockpit of that. And the rest was all green. And there, yeah. I mean, I don't know if the, and this was back, I was on set when Zach was directing. So clearly he was using that. And it's just crazy because you see that little cockpit. Night and they, they give it's it legs. The they crawler. put a setting around it. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's called a night crawler. Yeah. I knew everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, like, yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's always crazy. Like, I mean, that's, that's the beauty part about filmmaking is when, it, when you see the behind the scenes stuff and there is like green screen or blue screens or whatever, or even like, you know, when they're just fighting, I mean, I remember seeing, um, dark Knight rises, like, you know, set photos or where like people were taking videos when they were on the, the streets of Chicago. And I'm like, it's like, is that going to look good? And then, of course, it ends up looking good. I mean, I have my issues with Dark Knight Rises, but, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it's just, I, that's what I love. When you see it from a different perspective, it looks ridiculous. But then when you see it the way it's supposed to, I mean, that's, I've made short movies myself. When you, like, film something, obviously, you've done similar things. And it's like, when you see that final product, you just want to watch it over and over again. Because you're like, wow, look at that. I made that. And I'm sure that's what these, uh, you know, that's what filmmakers 
I, I can only imagine, you know, when they talk about like, hey, I've watched the movie like so many times. I'm like, yeah, but I'm sure every time you just fucking you love watching it, you know, so yeah, yeah. You get. I think that's why a lot of studios like I remember I think the only one that comes to mind is Deadpool 2. But they mm. released like images of like Cable and Domino, and then the next day they were spotted on set. And it's like yeah. you just want to control that image. Oh, I know. Because yeah. those set photos, those paparazzi photos from the end of the street, they suck. Terrible. They terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. And, and I and I yeah. And I know like uh, when it comes to all this stuff, it's like the it's hard to keep like those images out. I mean, even with the Batman, when that when stuff with that was coming out, and you see some of the things that they're doing, and you're like, wait a minute. Okay, we at first we got you know bike stuff, cool, and then oh hey, there's Pattinson, hey there's uh there's Kravitz, there's uh I mean the insane makeup guy of uh you know Colin Farrell. I mean, I mean it's truly amazing when even when you see him though, it's like wow, that's amazing. I can't wait to see what he looks like on actual film. I mean, even though we saw like a brief little thing in the trailer, but it's like. What is Batman doing on the top of that in a squirrel suit? Like, what is going to happen yeah. in that scene when we saw that? And, uh, you know, it's just. I yeah. trust Matt Reeves fully. Oh, I don't trust paparazzi photos. Dude, I mean. Your, your, your viewers hate The Dark Knight Rises. Dude, oh, is that what they're doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> they hate the Dark Knight <laughs> You know what? I mean, I have my problems with it. I do. I will say that. I mean, but see, but one of my biggest issues with Dark Knight Rises, it's such a thing because I, you know, when I watch movies, because I edit and I, and I just kind of like, I get inside like, hey, what was the filmmaker trying to do? The thing that takes me out is the fact that I know that they shot it during like summer of like Chicago and it was supposed to be cold and I don't see their breath. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm never going to unsee that. I just ruined it for you. I'm sorry, Brandon. I hate the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, dude. But yeah, I mean, I almost go like, was that just like, like Christopher Nolan just going, all right, we'll shoot it during summer because he, he seems like he's so, you know, detailed oriented. It's just like, but when I watch it and it's supposed to be like snowy, you could see some sun. I just like, it's just, there's certain things that I look at and I just kind of go, ah, it kind of takes me out of it. I mean, it's still a good movie. I love Tom Hardy as Bane. He knocked it out. There's a lot of great things that happen uh, in it, and it, and it rounds out that his uh, Dark Knight trilogy like pretty well. But yeah, there's just things that take me out of it where I'm like, ah, I, give I just it, get frustrated. I give it like a eight out of. I give Dark ten, Dark Knight's like ten out of ten. So oh, I, of course, I, yeah, Dark you know, Knight's perfect. I'd say, yeah. I'd say maybe like an eight out a. Yeah, no, I eight mean, out of 10, maybe eight something, eight point yeah. something out of ten. I just, I just remember like, and I've said this before, where it's like, uh, when I was in the movie theater and the whole little Easter egg drop of like, you should use your real name, Robin, and everybody was like, ah, and I was the only one going, like, ah. what the fuck was that? I was like, no, that's dumb. I, I hated it. I fucking hate that. I hate that <laughs> drop. I'm like, his name should be Richard or Dick or something. I don't know. Oh, I hate that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the people who was excited to hear that. Oh, man. <laughs> I hate I, I was at the movie theater going like, what? Why are you cheering for that? No. No. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> guilty. Uh, it's okay. College student Brandon sitting next to his college girlfriend excited (laughs) oh it's okay i'll I'll blame her instead all right we got uh uh, uh, we got a video i also watched iron man 3 with her so it's all her fault 
Oh, see, there you go. See, we'll just blame it all on her. All right, we got a, uh, a question from uh, Carrie right here. Here we go. Hi, Dave. This question, uh, I have a couple of questions for your guest, Brandon Davis. Hi, Brandon. Uh, my name is Carrie, and I'm one of the few uh, Snyder Cut DCEU fans that's also a huge fan of the MCU. Um, so I have two questions for you. Uh, first one is, uh, since we're getting WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Black Widow in different orders than, uh, than they originally were planned and announced, uh, do you think that's going to affect the, the, the structure, the narrative storytelling structure, uh, of the MCU in phase four in any way, or are we going to have to fill in the gaps later? Do you think it'll still all kind of work out together regardless of the order they're coming out? He has a second question too, but I'm going to save it for when the panel comes on. But yeah, go ahead. What do you think? What do you think about that with the order of everything? First of all, I want to say I dig his uh, dark side shirt. Uh, also, <laughs> right. it must be really tough to walk the line of being a hardcore MCU and DCU fan. I listen. You know what? I, I I've, got, I've gotten my share of shit too because I'll say. I mean, there's there's I, I like a lot of the MCU stuff. I mean, uh, Winter Soldier is my all time favorite. Infinity War is up there. First Iron Man, first Avengers. You know, but I'll have my gripes about. I love the Ultimate Edition of Batman yeah. versus Superman. I'm a huge oh, yeah. Wonder Woman fan. Aquaman, I like Shazam. I love. I know. God, forgive me for liking Shazam. I still think DC I fans like hate. Too. Me. I like I it like too. Like, that's the thing. I, is I, I think DC fans hate me. I said it. I whatever. <laughs> Cheers. No, no, no. I, did, I, 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 love, I love both. I'm going to watch them all no matter what. I'm going to watch them all no matter what. But anyway. Yeah, the question. Uh, wow, we got derailed there. Uh, clearly, I have something. DC fans are living here rent-free. Congratulations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Disclaimer, huge DC fan, despite all the shit you see around me. Right. Uh, uh, do I think it will mix up any of the uh, – the only thing I could think of would be – uh, Yelena Belova appearing in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If that happens, which I have heard, this isn't this. I've heard like from rumor mills, not from sources. This isn't me out here making a claim that you should write about. I promise. Don't okay. waste your time. Exclusivo. <laughs> I wish I could give you a good a good exclusive date, but unfortunately, <laughs> this one I did not go to the set of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, our friend COVID nineteen shut that shit down, of Negan course. style. Um, but no, I think I think the MCU will continue as planned. Uh, I think that WandaVision coming first will be wholly unrelated from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Black Widow. The only two that could be related would be Black Widow and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, in a Thunderbolts, Thaddeus Ross, Yelena Belova kind of way. So I don't know if that's going to be a factor, but I think if there is anything, that will be it. Uh, and we might maybe see like Yelena in Falcon and Winter Soldier implying she survives Black Widow, which is that a surprise to anybody? You don't hire Florence Pugh for one movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what's exciting me about that. It's like, okay, yeah, let's get her to continue it because I mean, obviously we know the fate of uh, Natasha and uh, yeah, I'm like, all right, that's fine. Um, What, what are your thoughts about the, uh, the Hawkeye series? Seinfeld's gonna be awesome, dude. Okay, oh, thank you. <laughs> That's like the only reason why I'm gonna like. Why I'm like, eh, okay, Jeremy Renner, cool. You know, I mean, Jeremy Renner, eh, you know, he's Jeremy Renner. That's what it is. I mean, you've done this thing since the, you know, since the first Thor, cool. But 
uh, you know, Haley Steinfeld, why not? <laughs> uh, Haley Steinfeld, I think, is uh, she was awesome in Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, she just seems like she's having a good time with life. So I support it. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and, and it helps that, she you know. Good. She looks good. Like the pictures of her as Kate Bishop, she looks good in the part. She does. She'll fit. If I'm watching Hawkeye, which I'm going to watch all these things, like I just said, I'm going to watch Hawkeye. But if I'm a mm-hmm. casual fan who comes in and out and watches a couple things here and there, if I'm watching Hawkeye, I imagine I'm watching Hawkeye for Kate Bishop slash Haley Steinfeld, not necessarily for Jeremy Renner slash Clint Barton. That's true. And I know like a lot of people were like, uh, when it came to Black Widow and Taskmaster, everybody was thinking like, isn't that just going to be, it's going to be like revealed that it's, that it's Hawkeye. I was like, eh, that'd be a weird little, but I think that would piss off a lot of Marvel fans. Kind of like how with the Mandalorian kind of thing, or not Mandalorian. Did I say Mandalorian? The Mandarin. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I'm not trying to get any. I'm not trying to squeeze any information out of you. <laughs> I know I'm not trying to, but maybe I'm trying to ease you into like maybe he knows something, guys. Hawkeye uh, is too far. I'll be honest with you. the The stuff that's that far out is stuff I'm not going to know much about. Okay. Uh, a lot of the 21 titles, I I've, I know more than I can talk about. But the 2022, like the Disney Plus shows that were announced at Investor Day, um, both Marvel and DC, are titles that I just, unfortunately, like I, I wish I knew more about. The only, the only thing in 21 that I genuinely don't know much about is Shang-Chi. Yeah. And I wish I knew more. But yeah. uh, there's a lot of stuff in 21 I know more than I can say, but 2022, <laughs> I can uh, just keep just keep drinking up. We'll, we'll get it out of you. All right, we got Mr. Scott McClellan joining uh, joining the Vox stream. What's up, Scott? Hey guys, Brandon. Nice to meet you. Yes. What's up, Scott? Pleasure, brother. I like yeah. your Zack Snyder's Justice League hoodie. Thank you very much. Rocking I should have wore my uh, my. I have the T-shirt. The, the, the associate. Yeah, the associate producer yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, so that one's good. that one's hanging up in my closet. I have kind of sworn that I will not wear that until the day I watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. I think that's kind of my, I, I will christen the shirt on that day. Yeah, uh-huh. I respect it. What's the signed poster behind you? Uh, that is the that is the uh, director's event from Pasadena. The same so, thing right here. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, sorry, I'm trying to get my head right here. So that's, that's Zack right there. Yeah. And then over my shoulder right here. So that show, that's Debbie. Wow. And then it's... And then I've got. Oh, Larry, oh, oh, oh. I saw like, just the red. I thought it was just the, wow. Yeah, that is, and then there's uh, Larry Fong right there. Yeah. Nice. That's and dope. that one actually says "Hi Scott" and then Larry Fong. So that's nice. No, yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty awesome event. Like, uh, yeah, I got the poster right here with all them signing. But like the biggest thing, you have the circle. Do you have the circle, Scott? I do not have the circle because oh, remember, right. it, I wasn't there. This was yeah, you, a, actually, you got that sent to you. I was yeah. actually there. So Snyder circled that part that said two fourteen, which was the runtime of the Snyder cut. And yeah. it was like, he was and, trying to be like, Hey, look. And I got yeah. Victor and I got Victor Coos poster yeah, right there. The, the there, fan yeah. poster winner. So, and yeah. then uh, I've got my shirt. Is that was just on uh, Dave's t-shirt? No, that's actually like it's on my lap. I got the sticker right here, and I got it right there too. 
And, really then there's my, and, and then there's my steelbook collection of the DCEU with that Justice League clock that my uh, co-host sent me for my birthday this uh, this past that year. Awesome. That is sick. Look at that. Nice. So, Bring nice. everybody together. So how's it going, Scott? How are you doing this week? Doing, huh? Doing. It's a weird week. Um, the news was not exactly very um, encouraging this yeah. week. So... Uh, we were just actually I missed the first like hour of uh, the vodka stream because we were recording our Fantastic Four 2005 review for our the <laughs> Patreon show. And nice. Brandon, we do uh, on our Patreon for Squawkcast Media, we are doing a show where we're reviewing every comic book movie ever made. Oof. And so uh, struggle can we, be a struggle. Oh, I hope your Patreons are paying you. <laughs> oh, they are. They, they are. They are. Uh, what we do it. We do an alternating track between uh, the original. So we, the modern day track started with Blade, and the Golden Age track started with Superman and the Mole Men, and we just jump back and forth between them. So yeah. So so tonight was Fantastic Four from two thousand five. So that was well, a. You know what? It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's, it's not a bad movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine. That's what we ultimately end up saying. It's like it's, it's fine. fine. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it, it it gets to the point. It's it's you know, it shows the characters. It gets to the characters. I mean, I mean, even like well, Fantastic Four, the second one, Rise of the Silver Surfer. I liked Rise of the Silver Surfer. Maybe not the rest of the movie, but I thought <laughs> the Silver Surfer. I was like, okay, maybe you could do something with that. Lawrence Fishburne voicing him. Cool. I dig that. I like what he's doing. I like what he has to say. And some of the, the scenes that he's in, everything else kind of weird, but you know, whatever. But the first Fantastic Four movie, really, I thought it, I thought it was like, okay, that's that's a Fantastic Four movie. It worked for me. It it it's showing everybody and it did everything. Um, and I'm perfectly fine with it, to be honest. Yeah. I was I don't mean to be a child here. <laughs> when that movie came out, I was like 14 years old. Oh, oh geez. Oh, yeah, you're a, making our hips hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I loved it when I was 14. And yeah. then I watched it again when I was like 28 like a year ago and yeah. i was like what <laughs> oh god oh, yeah, no, i i saw that so that was 2005 so i was doing the math here uh i was 23 i just graduated college and i saw it at the dollar theater i didn't even pay full price for it i waited till it i waited till second run to go see it but yeah. you know and then, uh, the thing what you just said there is what I'm going to say about uh, like, I remember using my student discount to go see like the Avengers and stuff. It comes for all of us. Don't you worry. I realize that now I turned 30 <laughs> this year. So I'm oh. starting to realize, uh, you know, it comes for all of us. Uh, don't, don't worry. I'll catch up to you. <laughs> yeah, that's what no, I mean. I mean, I felt the same way when I, well, okay. So I, when I saw Batman and Robin, I was, I don't know. I don't know how old I was. I was fairly young and I walked out of it just going like, yay. And I remember even seeing like the, the trailers. I remember the internet, you know, there was no social media, but there was still internet. They had an, uh, uh, a quick time trailer you could download. And I remember I'd watch it over and over again and I was so excited for it. And even when I watched it, I was like, 
yay, another bet. I loved it. And then now, of course, I'm just like, hey, that's something I'll get drunk and watch, you know, with the friends and make fun of like crazy or something, you know? Yeah, it's just, that's that's just the way it is. I mean, we, we grow up and we start looking at these movies differently, which is, that's what I love about it, though. I'm like, mm-hmm. you grow up and you start revisiting some movies. I think I even told you, Scott, I'm like starting to revisit the whole uh, gangster movies. I didn't enjoy those when I was a kid because I was a kid. I wanted fucking you child. Action. Yes, you I was. Child. I wanted action and sci-fi and all in comedy. I didn't want gangster movies, but then I start revisiting these gangster movies, and I'm like, these fucking movies are good. What the hell am I? What was what was I thinking? Jeez. See, on my front, I my mom raised me by herself with just me and my sister. So I was getting like the Lion King till I was 18. So I <laughs> like I had to go back and, and learn about Spawn and like oh. all awesome movies that you guys were watching your whole life. Those <laughs> came, even Star Wars came late to me. Yeah. Like I I was not a, a uh I think I'm trying to remember what the first like action or or even comic book movie that I, I think like Fantastic Four and like X Men. Yeah, well, I, I was even allowed to watch, and those were like 2000, 2005. Because I mean, I mean, my you know, my mom now she says she loves this stuff. I think that's because of my job, but mm. <laughs> uh, she had me like she would have me watch Titanic or The Lion King, and that was it. <laughs> Jeez, I still remember the first R rated movie my dad took me to go see in the theaters, it was Crimson Tide. <laughs> oh, nice. I saw I saw Wedding Crashers in a theater with my mom. That was That's... the worst experience of my life, dude. That... You do not want to watch that with your mom. Oh my god! <laughs> and then I think a couple weeks later, we watched Good Luck Chuck on a no. This is what this is why this is all messed up right here. Oh, dude, I, I, you know what? You know what? I I I, I watched something about Mary with my mom. Oh, Blade! Time. Yo, yeah. something about Mary. I did not watch that until years after it came out. Thankfully, not with my mom. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I watched it with my mom, and it was like, oh, my God. Uh, oh, man. Horrible. I do remember. I did go see Blade. That was one of the – when did the first Blade come out? The Blade 1998. Came? Oh, I definitely didn't see it in 98 because that's when, like, The Matrix was coming out too, right? 99 was The Matrix because uh, I actually skipped my junior prom to go see <laughs> Matrix with my dad. Nice. I was Good like, man. I, Good man. I was like, I didn't have a date. It was only my junior prom. I was like, Dad, do you want to go see the Matrix? He was like, sure. So we saw the Matrix, had pizza afterwards. It was a great night. Yeah. Oh, man. Guarantee that was a better night than my junior prom. <laughs> you want to share or we'll just leave it no, at that? No, we okay. don't <laughs> no, like I remember the first time I saw the Matrix. I actually it was it was kind of funny because um I went with my friend uh and his family we went to a trip to Laughlin and it was like a, it was like a, it was it was a weekend and that was the weekend that the matrix show, um premiered and i was like we got to go see this movie you got to go see this movie and and everybody was like oh yeah let's go see this movie and i was like glued and just like oh this movie's amazing my buddy kept looking at his watch and his parents and his brother and his brother's girlfriend left the theater like 30 minutes into it I was like, you guys miss all the best stuff. It was building up to something. And it was like, you you guys miss this entire like fucking final act that was just one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. And even like my buddy who was looking at his watch because he was tired and he was like, you know, it's a slow build. 
But then when it got to that final act, he was not looking at his watch. He was totally like, oh, wow, okay, this is what I came for. But that was my experience, first time watching The Matrix. Totally just, ah. I I remember watching the first Matrix for the first time. I know I did sometime, but I remember (laughs) the the Matrix Reloaded and Lord of the Rings Two Towers came out around a similar time, right? Yes, they did, yes. Yeah, and I remember those were the first two movies that I remember – just genuinely being thrilled to go see at like midnight, like with a fr- like with a couple friends, and I, I mean I was really young. And we had to like we had adult supervision. I think I was like maybe thirteen when the F- Matrix Reloaded came out. But I just I remember being just those were the movies that kind of made me really fall in love with movies, which I think is interesting. I think it's interesting how kind of everybody at a different age has kind of those. Oh that yeah. That and for me, I think it was the Matrix and the Lord of the Rings. Those two trilogies. Were like when I really started to like realize how you can kind of go to the movies and just share that experience. I don't know. I'm geeking out. I'm getting real geeky and deep now. But uh, <laughs> no, it's good. That's what that's what it's all about right now. Hey, Dave, I have an exclusive for you. Uh oh, exclusivo. So, Superman three. Uh, no, not that kind of exclusive. No, but um, so so Tim and I were talking because we were you know recording the ep- that episode tonight. So Sunday night is the night. Okay, I am going to have so much alcohol, and we are finally going to record our Justice League commentary oh, track. Oh man, that's gonna be that's gonna be difficult. Not only, not only are we going to release the commentary track as this week's episode, we will post the video of us. Oh, you actually recorded video watching it. We're going to record our video of us watching it, and that will be a Patreon exclusive. But you'll be able to get the audio as this week's episode of DC Film Squadcast. Wow. Okay, I can't wait to hear that. Oh my god! We just decided that the way the week was going. Yeah, if we were going to record an episode, this is what we needed to do to like. If we were going to have some fun this week, yeah, do that. that. We're pulling the trigger Sunday night. We will record it. It is going. I finally, <laughs> after three years, finally get to speak my mind. Uh, oh, Brand, you probably don't know this, but our show's brand since we began in 2015 is about about being positive and about bringing positivity to the internet. Heaven forbid that should happen. <laughs> no, fuck you for that. Yeah, I, I know. Get out of here, Scott. What the hell? So when Justice League came out in 2017, I was pissed. <laughs> and Tim, who'd only seen it once, I'd seen it twice by that point for unfortunate circumstances. And Tim had only seen it once. And he was like, we, we can't go off brand. We have to find something yeah. we, we can't just record a review where all we do is 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 trash it and so i've joked for the last three years that tim's been like holding my chain for the last three years and it's like finally finally i'm, I'm going to let every we're gonna finally for the first time in the history of the podcast we're gonna check the explicit box on the episode <laughs> and we're just gonna let it fly yeah, you got to do it for the first time in three years. You're finally going to get a good night's sleep after that. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to so well. All right, we got Mr. John Aaron Garza. What's oh, up? Oh, Garza is here. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, is Twitter down what? right now? 
I think Twitter's down. Is Twitter down for everybody? No, Twitter's, Twitter's down. I was just for me. I was just me maybe maybe I got fucking. Oh, but, there it goes. For a while there, it I was in a, I was in a, I was in a comment on two things real quick. If that's all right, um, just real quick. Uh, I don't right. know if you guys. You, yeah, you guys are talking about you? prom. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what a junior prom is, <laughs> but I know what a senior prom is. Uh, Ooh, senior prom and, is the um, big one. Yeah, and um, I remember my prom. We went. We rented out. Me and the my, my buddies and all. We had uh, rented out this hotel down downtown Austin, and um, because of the, one of the parents, you know, it was they were the parents that would allow us to drink at the house as long as we were all there and we weren't leaving anywhere, you know, in high school. So that's where we kind of had the parties and all that. And so they rearranged or they arranged it to where the room that they, we rented out already had the alcohol in there. So after prom, we went there. So you can just imagine downtown in a hotel still drinking. It was unreal. Like I couldn't imagine anything else night. And then we sleep. A couple of weeks later, I'm like, fuck, man, that's that's like the highlight. That's it. OK, well, fuck it. You know, it's it's what it is, you know, whatever. But also what you guys are talking about with watching rated rated R movies. I was just I'm geeking over here because, you know, my daughter, she's she was watching Kill Bill at eight. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she's a, a big Tarantino fan and, and a huge DC fan. And she's sitting here, you know, she watched 300 when she was nine. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's funny to kind of realize, cause I don't, when I was a kid, I didn't, I didn't really even notice. I think I went to, I was born in 86. So I went to go see Jurassic Park and I thought that was cool. You know, I was a 94, but I mean, we, I, I don't think I ever went to like an R rated movie until I was maybe 13. And then that was whenever you had to sneak in cause it wasn't reserved. Oh yeah. You know? So I never, just, I never had to weird, worry man. about the whole sneaking in part. I'm just, I'm just saying, it wasn't really an issue yeah. for me. I, I had I had an interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got busted one time for sneaking in. Um, I tried to sneak into <laughs> Scary Movie, the first Scary Movie. Uh, oh wow! I wasn't of age yet, yet, and we all tried to sneak in, and it was funny because a couple of my buddies they got by. They got by the uh, usher that was like mm-hmm. checking. Checking chicken tickets. He looks at me and goes, Hey, let me see your ticket. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> and then I handed it to him and he goes, Well, why does that say shaft? Because shaft was the first shaft. <laughs> with Samuel Jackson came out. Yeah. And it was like, and it was like, and I was like, Oh, I guess I'm in the wrong movie theater. He's like, Yeah, you're right. So I was like, wow. the only one that did not make it. And then luckily I found some other people I went to high school with that were also trying to do the same thing. So we went into Shaft and watched Shaft. <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, Shaft is whatever. It's okay. I mean, Christian Bale is also the the bad guy in it, which he wasn't like, you know, a you know, a big star yet, which was interesting. But I remember just like going, okay, I know that scary movie is like an hour and a half, so I'm gonna like leave. And and sure enough, like I left. I like walked out of the uh, out of Shaft to meet up with my friends. And of course, they were all just going, oh my god, it was the funniest thing in the world. And I'm just sitting there going, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Shaft with Sam Jackson. Come on. I mean, it was yeah, that, cool. The movie was a classic, man. Oh, dude. dude. I, wasn't, I wasn't even allowed to go to the movies by myself till I was like 15 or 16. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, I still so remember my mom. My, my, no, no, no. My, my, my summer, summer. My was, I was, I went to Spider Man like 02. So that was my freshman year of high school. 
and my buddy had just gotten his driver's license. He'd gotten like a what's it called? Uh, a hardship permit? license. So he was able to drive. Oh, yeah, permit. Okay. But it was like a hardship license where he could drive. His mom had a big ass red uh, minivan, you know, the Dodge Caravan or whatever. It's like a red minivan. And so like all packed it, like me, like all of my friends and the girls that were part of our friends, like all of us, there was like fucking 12 of us in this small little van. And we drove up to the mall because that was the theater that we needed to go to. And we skipped like uh, half of the school day because, dude, Spider-Man in 02, that was the fucking movie to go see because it came out in May. Yeah, it was. Oh, we, we were like, we were all just like, we we were like, no, dude, we got to go see this movie. So we literally, all of us just packed in the, because he lived, it was just so convenient because he lived right across the street. So if you can imagine, you see this group of kids in the middle of the day, pretty much at lunch, all crossing the street. I mean, dude, if any cops saw us, we probably we hopped over there across the street, got in the car, and then went to go see Spider-Man. And it was like, I mean, I mean, if you could just go back to those those days where you were like, I don't even know what a comic book movie looks like, but I got to go see Spider-Man. Oh, man. You know Spider-Man. I mean? like, God, I still remember seeing that movie. And it was so great. I was a sophomore in college when Spider-Man 02. And I, I and those are still the days where I was living in town and my and my dad was still working. And I remember like scheduling with my dad, like, dad, let's go see Spider-Man on opening day and i remember him taking out his blackberry there there's a callback for you taking out his blackberry <laughs> and putting me in his schedule <laughs> so that when he was at one of his dealers his blackberry went off he went okay i, I gotta go and one of his dealers were like oh you know it's a big this that's like, oh no i'm gonna see spider-man with scott and <laughs> the guy was like go have fun and i, I just still <laughs> love the fact that there was my i i, I still love having memories where like that's I mean, when this movie comes out, I can't wait. My like, dad is like, "It's on." Yeah, four he's hours. On. Yeah, he's on. And like he 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 he's ready. And so it's just so nice to have that because my dad and I just we just don't get to see movies together that much know, anymore, yeah. especially but nowadays. Like, especially nowadays. But but this one, he's and, already said, "Oh no, I'm there." Well, I want to ask a genuine question. Because I know you're uh, Scott, especially. I, I don't know, the, you, Dave and Garza. I think you guys are both uh, big Snyder fans. Like you guys are big proponents mm-hmm. of the Snyder Cut. And mm-hmm. I'm genuinely curious. After the Snyder Cut, Snyder, Zach says he doesn't have plans. I personally hope that's bullshit. I want to see more from Zach. I want to mm-hmm. see Batman or Deathstroke. I want to see Maganello and mm-hmm. Affleck and all that shit. If that doesn't happen, like. Where do you guys stand on kind of like DC? Just like, will you guys support DC movies if they completely remove themselves from Snyder and just continue in kind of the Patty Jenkins, uh, David F. Sandberg, uh, Matt Reeves, whoever else direction? Or, or, or are you guys going to continue? Will the will the fight continue to get more Snyder and, and, and even the David Ayer cut? And I, this is I. Maybe this has been answered before. I'm sorry if it has. I'm genuinely interested to have this conversation to hear from you guys. Yeah, yeah. you on that at, in the post Zack Snyder's Justice League releasing in theaters and on HBO Max era of our lives. 
And okay. before we answer that, we're going to bring in uh, Mr. Ben Everts, and we're going to bring in Stephen Colbert. What's up? You get all the answers. Hey. Oh, they, neither one. Hey, both of those that just joined in because they they didn't get the asked or they didn't get the the question asked to them, they can't answer. They it, the okay, answer. so sorry. No, sorry, I had to tell sorry. the Ray Fisher news. Yeah. So okay, well, <laughs> Brian, I will fuck you up. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fantastic movie. <laughs> oh, God, I love that movie. Oh, oh we got Amanda. We got Amanda Goldberg. Oh, Amanda's here, too. Okay. Especially all three of them. Hello there, yeah. Amanda. Hi, Brandon. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Hi, Brandon. To answer. Hi, Ben. Whatever. To answer your question. Ahead, ben still doesn't like uh, Tenet, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> let me know if we've got audio issues, because obviously we're not using headphones, so we'll have to like, share an earbud yeah. or something like that. Oh, an earbud. That's so romantic. Uh, now, now right. Dave, the question is because they keep cutting me off. Is your mom going to go after them now? Like, yes. that's the yes, question. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to be her new favorite, Scott. Oh, yeah, no. She, 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 does, she did mention that she likes when Amanda sits next to uh, Stephen. She mentioned that to me. I make uh, you look <laughs> That's hard. Yeah. Anyway. And, right. and Brandon's like, what have I gotten myself? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, got hey, Brandon, I mean, Brandon, we're talking, about moms. we're talking about moms here. My mom watches and she, she like, she talks about like, oh, I like it when this happens and that happens. And oh, my, but Scott's like her favorite, like her ultimate favorite. What's up, Mama Pena? Yeah, there you go. We call her Mama Film Junkie. Mama Film Junkie. Mama Film Junkie. Let's go. Buy Mama Film Junkie's t-shirts. Let's go. There you go. Exactly. She might, she might show up in that. Mama Film Junkie merch yet? I know. We should. We should. I should probably figure oh, so something out. She had the shirt that you were talking about at the top of the show. Yeah, she has. She has my uh, my like the the film junkie signal shirt that she got, uh, which is cool. Well, we'll see. Like if she shows up in the chat, maybe she will. But anyway, Scott. Go ahead and uh, answer that question. Yes, I, really, okay. I want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked, Garza. I think uh, I know. <laughs> Brandon, answer your question. I haven't said a word. Hello, Dave. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let Ben say something. Damn it. God. Yeah, welcome to the stream, bro. It's the Boston hat. That's why we didn't, that's why we didn't welcome you in more warmly. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, in the past three weeks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know you haven't been on for a bit. That's why I had to give you that. And then Mr. Ping Pong. Hey, look at that oh, compliment. There it goes. Oh, yeah. oh, there there it is. Good job, babe. Yes. I, I've always wanted to get that shirt. Always we got Dave like all of his donations the past two weeks. I know it's been like directed to you. I'm like, come on, guys. Throw some money. Throw some money at Dave. Comments. Yeah. Let's go. Hey. All right, all right, okay. Let's get to Scott. Scott, answer the question. I'm waiting to see if I actually get to answer it this time. All right, okay. Oh, well, you know, I was going to say no. Shut two up, hours Robert. into me drinking on fucking YouTube, so I, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> so, Brandon, to answer your question, one, I also hope that that's just a as of now response. Because do I hope that there's going to be more Zack Snyder's Justice League? Absolutely. That's that's I and will I and will I do everything? Will I spend the money I need to spend to do my part to hope that happens? Absolutely. That is not going to go away for me. When it comes to the other movies. Then it's just purely a case by case basis. I'll tell you, I am pumped for Matt Reeves' Batman. 
I, I, after Fandom, after seeing that trailer, I got a couple of shirts. I got the Jim Lee poster. It's like, dude, I'm looking at going, is this, as far as solo Batman movies go, I, I'm looking at this going, you, you might just win me over here. So, but, uh, but my point is that I'm a DC fan. I love these characters. I just also want them to be movies that appeal to me. And I'll, and, and so I'm not going to just, I'm not one of those fans who, yes, do I have a preference for Snyder's work? Absolutely. I love the way that he's treated the characters. I love his way of storytelling, but that doesn't mean that that is the end all and be all of all movies. I'll look at these other movies and go, that sounds interesting. That doesn't sound interesting. But I'm, but honestly, for my podcast, I'm still going to watch every single one of them, whether sure. I like them or not yeah, 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 yeah. is a question. But that's where I go because, I mean, I'm a DC fan. I want good movies. I just hope that they're good movies. I go into every movie hoping it's a good movie. I don't yes. want to go into a movie wanting to waste my time. <laughs> Look at that beat. Look at that beat. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, in, I'm in a similar boat. I, I, and Garza, I want to hear from you too, but like, Dude, I I've, I want to see more Snyder stuff too, especially. Dude, I said it earlier, Batman and Deathstroke. Like, I just honestly, the continuity snob in me wants oh, to see more Snyder yeah. stuff, just because it, it seems like he had such a clear plan, mm-hmm. and there's such yeah. a clear chance or probability that it feels like we're never going to be able to see that realized, mm-hmm. and that pisses me off almost more than anything, almost more than the fact that this man made a movie and we didn't see it. Or two movies, mm-hmm. and we didn't see it. Well, but, it's ironic because, like, one of the criticisms at the time was like, "There's no plan," and then, then all of a sudden, they were like, "Oh wait, no, there's too much of a plan, and they're sticking yeah. to the plan too hard." Yeah. Is the problem? But there's also but, no plan. And so then, here's, here's and then what I'll say. we spend oh, three years okay. being like, "I don't know what the plan is," and like, "Here's the plan: well, multiverse." So there's no plan again. <laughs> but there is <laughs> now. Yeah, there is. It's, it's a. It's literally a fucking. I don't know what kind of plan. Like it's like they just came up with that word and they were like, "Yeah, sure, that sounds good." Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's yeah. cool. Like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan a, of the multiverse yeah. idea. At it's the, just at the end of the that, day, like, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, you say multiverse, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a plan." Like, well, what happens in the multiverse? Well, fuck if I know. I just know that that's my plan. For <laughs> everything. So, yeah, it's like anything happens. I genuinely, I, I listen. I know the name Kevin Feige pisses DC fans off sometimes, and especially coming from I, I'm a Marvel fan. But I think that I don't think DC needs somebody who is has the 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 opinions and kind of taste of a Kevin Feige and wants things to be light and fun and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I I love Marvel movies. I love the movies and the TV shows that Marvel is producing. But I do think DC needs to let somebody, whether it's Zach or just somebody who knows these characters and actually gives a shit, be sure. that Kevin Feige role. Oh, well, well, yeah. that was, like, just that was be gonna be Zach. And that's kind of why, like, to answer your question, like, it at the end of the day, sure, like, I love, I love what Snyder's done with the characters, um, and, and this is no slight to David F. Sandberg. This is no slight to one. I mean, uh, Patty Jenkins. Shit, this isn't even a slight to um, David Ayer because it's not really. I'm not meaning it that way, but nobody can make a, a Zack Snyder film. And so when I watch Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman '84, I mean, I was just kind of like, <laughs> oh. oh Okay, I you know I got it. I got the movie, and it was it was good. If you were to tell me, well, we're also going to make a couple of more and a couple more off of that, um, I'd be like, well, what about you know the the Snyder stuff? Like, what? Why don't we continue with that? It's like no. So, and me, like 
I'm I'm excited for the Suicide Squad. I'm excited for Batman. Um, just because I'm a Batman fan, but goddamn, dude, if I had it my way, I'd be like, you know, it, it's it's almost kind of like right now thinking about do I watch Batman and Robin like on the regular? Like, no, <laughs> like those movies are made. I don't give a fuck if they were made. I'm not going to sit there and proudly promote them. And so it's kind of the same thing. And, and I'm not comparing these two. I'm just saying it's not yeah, like I'm so- sitting there telling people to watch Shazam. You know, like, hey, dude, you have to watch this movie because it like you know, I watched it once and I'm like, okay, cool, dude. Like. I supported it. That's cool. I'm not going to watch it like I watched mm. BVS or Zack Snyder's Justice. Like, like, dude, it's, yeah, I mean, it's an opinion. And, it's a personal and, preference. Well, right. And, and, and the last thing I'll say is I, I truly wish that, like, I, I, hate, I hate Kevin Feige for what he's done <laughs> and, in a spiteful way, not because, like, I'm a DC fan. It's like, <laughs> the I'm only so jealous. You know how, guys. Yeah, like, yeah I'm so, <laughs> I feel you. Well, and just, to, just to clarify with Garza, like, when he says he hates something, he means, like, deep he down in his soul, yeah. he despises yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that it exists. Like, he just does not. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a personal. I mean- like, and, and, and I don't mean it. I don't mean like hate him. I don't mean hate him like existence. But, but what I'm saying though is, I don't mean hate him like I despise him as a human being. I hate the fact that he did something so brilliantly that so here's he did not. You know what I mean? I just think I think that if if Warner and this is this is all speculation. This I I want to preface this with I don't have inside information. I have pretty much the same. You guys probably know more still about me than I do. I'll, Listen, I'll write an I know that you, you it might, it now. might, but I'm going to say <laughs> it anyway because this is there's a lot of tequila in this cup. Yes, um, but I ju- I don't even remember what I was saying. Now I fucking forgot. Uh, uh, sorry, we do that. Dick. <laughs> it, it was uh, no, like I think. Uh, fuck. I, I gen- now after that clip, I genuinely Kevin <laughs> Kevin Feige. It happens a lot. It happens a lot on the vodka stream. Don't worry, Brandon. It happens a lot on the vodka stream. It was something about it. It was along the lines of if Warner Brothers would just let somebody do that, yeah. then yeah. it seems like it would actually happen. Like yeah. there wouldn't be such a. And I know jealousy isn't the word. It's not. That's definitely not the word. Uh, it's not like it's not an envy, but like I I, I, I understand what you're saying because those aren't the words. Yeah. Those you're not jealous of what Marvel does because right. you don't yeah. want to recreate that. You want right. what Zach was doing. You want and and so it's those aren't the right words, but it's almost like a sim. Like what I don't. I wish I could find the right. That's words. what I'm saying. Like, like think like, about I, it. Like I hate it, but it's not. I don't hate it because I'm like you don't hate him because he did yeah. it. You you almost like hate that. You hate and more than like you didn't get to do that. Correct. That's it's right. a decent more it of a seems resentment. Like, yeah. Is that the word we're looking for? I don't know. I, but it's not, not, I feel like you're not even directing so that at strong. Kevin or Marvel or right. John because, Favreau or anybody well, on that. Well, you're more so just at the fact that like Marvel does this did and, and works. They did something yes. and and it did because and the day, Warner Brothers gets DC, involved and then Zach gets involved and then Josh right. gets involved and then Ray has to come out and all this shit happens. It's a shitstorm. Yep. It's there's right. no clear image on the on the DC you're, front. You're not hearing you're not hearing actors on the MCU coming out saying Feige is a fucking asshole and that he's preventing people from getting their jobs and he's doing yep. this and he's doing that. You're going. No, it's it's he's got the snipers. Honestly, like, really blows my no mind that, like, I, I don't understand how, like, Marvel is able to get Chris Evans back. Apparently, if that turns out to be true, and they get oh, Toby, be true. they get Tobey Maguire to come back, and they get all yeah, these people, yeah. and Christian Bale mm-hmm. to be in another superhero movie. Yeah. 
And then you have on the well, DC side, Ethan like Hawk, like Warner Brothers Ethan side. Hawk too, right? Ethan Hawke yeah. and Oscar Isaac. I mean, yes, you have not. these people yeah, who today they would never do a movie yeah. like this and they join yeah. franchises and they do this stuff. And on the and on the Warner Brothers and DC side, you have situations like what Ray Fisher is going through. Yes. And it's just like if we could just write the ship, well, and literally everybody would be better for it. The thing that's interesting about Ray Fisher also, though, is that's kind of a product of an attempt to create there's such a struggle for them trying to rein in the dc universe under a single creative that what happened on justice league was very much a we need a kevin feige push so i don't yeah. I don't, I don't disagree that like yeah there there's a benefit to to a figurehead but i think there's a little bit of a misnomer to compare them at all in the first place because of the fact that um Kevin Feige was essential because basically Marvel had the like the discount bin of character rights and they said, uh-huh. here, we need you to do something with this. And so he he worked with what he had to make the most impressive, like one of the most impressive franchises in cinema history, like in terms of you know box office and audience reception and et cetera. DC never had that problem because they always had owned everything. And so uh-huh. it was always kind of do whatever you want. There wasn't a necessity of well, we only have to work with these, so let's figure out which pieces go where. Right. Um, not to mention just Warner Brothers' structure entirely different altogether. Right, 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 and right, so right. they were kind of trying to retrofit a circumstance that was created by scarcity and necessity on Marvel's part. And they were trying to like cram all of the, you know, and, like people talk about, like try to think about the notion of a DC version of the MCU. I know everyone wants that and it sounds awesome. But start to try to piece it together in your head. And what? Batman is your Iron Man. Okay. Can you really have a Batman trilogy? You're going to have the Bat family. Like, you could do an entire MCU with just yeah. Batman. How do you start piecing oh, it together oh, without stuff, stuff on the ground? You know, you're 20 movies in. You're not at Endgame. You're at, like, no. you know, you're, you're barely, you're, you're, you're barely you're at them. 20 movies for every character. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Dude, yeah. DC and, characters and villains are, like, oh. uh, they're superior. I, don't I just think attain- that's attainable that's to something like the MCU, unless you acknowledge from the front. I mean, I mean, I'm biased, of course, but unless you acknowledge from the front, like Zach did, hey, I'm gonna do five movies, <laughs> right? It's gonna be, um, or I guess they didn't acknowledge that. That was his plan: was I'm gonna do five movies, and it's not gonna feature all this stuff. It's just gonna be about Superman and bringing these other characters. Because if you don't put those constraints around it, all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, what? Now we got a Robin. There's three Robins, and one of and, and then you know and then you've got you know even multiple batmans that you maybe more you're talking about in there more. and then you're and then that's and that's just within batman yes. you're talking about superman yes. okay so you're gonna do Superboy, you're gonna do Supergirl, okay. um and then like where is all the you know there's, there's a flash family like how does this like where, like yeah i first of all want to agree with amanda that more is not necessarily more because this marvel mm-hmm. slate it, the marvel slate for the future is wild and i look at that and i'm like which one of these is gonna suck like they're not. There's no way they're all good. And maybe, maybe they all Four, end up turning out to be at least good. And maybe some are great. Maybe some suck. I don't know. But like, I just think like it's not like a. I do think Warner Brothers could have definitely benefited from having somebody who was architecturing the DC universe, whether that was Zach or somebody. Like just uh, and giving yeah. them the power to do that fully. I mm-hmm. think that it would have been a nice cohesive uh, story to it all, but also like I also think they suffered from like Garza said he like what I think Warner Brothers did what Garza said and they looked at what Kevin Feige created and they said look at that that's so successful and they tried to just recreate it mm-hmm. to some extent and that's the well, evidence they tried, is they, tried, they tried to recreate it but. 
but not in that way. They went. Yeah. No, they, and I don't understand like, why, because Batman and Superman are two of the most like, are, I know. I think the only character who could join that conversation possibly would be Spider-Man. Spider-Man. From, from the Marvel. Yeah. Wolverine, like, maybe. Are the two mo- mm. I don't even think Wolverine's in that no. conversation. If you go to an elementary school, especially maybe five years ago, maybe now yeah. you'd have some Captain Marvel and you'd have a couple yeah, other yeah, things. Now you will. Big time. But five years ago, you would have had Batman, you would have had Superman, you would have had Wonder Woman, and you might have had, and you would have had Spider-Man. You definitely would have had yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. You had Spider-Man. Just, no, you had Spider-Man well, over Wonder Woman. Well, I maybe, to, maybe you're just young enough to have not. I mean, you're not that much young, but but <laughs> I mean, you grew up with X Men the animated series. I yes, did. Yeah, I did. Because I, yeah. I think that's a big that's a big thing that I think that our yeah. generation had. That like when the X Men kind of, I guess it maybe they they grew since then with the movies a little bit. But I feel like they kind of peaked with character recognition. Like in the '90s, like people knew the X Men because yeah. of the animated series. But then after that, like while they knew the movies, they knew like the movie characters, not the right. animated yeah, series. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, well, and I think to, Brand, back, to Brandon back. talking about what you were saying is that, you know, I read over the lockdown, I read that Marvel Comics, The Untold Story. Have you ever read that book? I haven't. Uh, fantastic history of the entire company. You should definitely check it out. Uh, but, you know, the idea of that Marvel Studios was it was an, before Disney bought Marvel. You're talking about something that was an independent film studio. And, and and like Steven said, it was necessity was the mother of invention. Yeah. We we only had these characters that nobody wanted, that even with Heroes Reborn, we tried we gave them to the image guys to like do something with them after onslaught. And and even then we were like, okay, let's 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 take them back. <laughs> but when you have but when you produce them like an indie film studio, when you don't have the conglomerate like Warner yeah. Brothers. That's that's what you're I able to, to do to. something. That's what I don't want to no, go back no. to when it came to like Kevin Feige, like and talking about uh, rights and everything. It's like to try to. I mean, that's just where you commend Kevin Feige is the fact that he was given like, hey, you got to like create something here without the X Men. That's never that's never been Spider-Man. done. Yes, that's you're never gonna been start done. it off. You're going to start off with Iron Man. What? And mm-hmm. guess what happened? I mean, literally the voice. That talk to Iron Man now has his own fucking TV show. <laughs> Thirteen years later, fucking yeah. a. I mean, I, I I commend Paul Bettany for just like going, "Hey, I was just the voice of Jarvis. I came in for a day or two of work, got handed a bag of cash, and walked away. Now he's leading a TV show with Wild. his character. I mean, that's fucking mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, I just commend that guy. Hey, Ben, you haven't and said. I know, and I know Ben. Know. Yeah, I know. I said. I know Ben's loving this because he yeah, loves it. Ben is the boss out of it. Yeah. No, no, ben is my co-host. He's my co-host on my on my uh, real anarchy show or real emotion show. And man, does he always want to talk Marvel? But yeah, we never like, talk Marvel. <laughs> so this, this is my. Is when, this is when Brandon leaves. Got on. No, 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 Put put your thumb. The the point that I wanted to make was that yeah um. Fighting, even the opportunity to make uh, sell toys, and then it, this whole thing just exploded. And he did it without X Men and yeah. without wanting to like, like without Spider Man. 
yet without Spider-Man. And 20 movies later, now he's tapping into the to the Eternals. So to make the argument that, okay, uh, we have DC and we have all this IP, doesn't mean that we had to go and explore every single one of them. We could have just gone you know, in the, in the, in the right order, like get the, 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 the Trinity in order, then expand from there. Well, and you know, they, what? when, it, when yeah, it came to DC, I think when they saw what Marvel's doing, they were like, Hey, we could do that with green lantern. Oh, we're going to get green lantern. We're going to get Ryan Reynolds. Oh, this is going to be our Iron Man guys. That would and, have been so, that's so weird though, to think about, right? Like, yeah. dude, how, dude, they were totally like, thinking. Because, and, it, and it's the perfect way because it's, it's exactly what Zach said. Like, dude, once you get to a certain level, like you have to get something in order first. Right. So if you're going to going to ground Superman, right. Like he did. Then once you ground Superman and make it realistic, then anything is possible above that. Right. Cause now you literally brought a being that could fly in our, in our world and make it realistic and, and build off of that. But, we started out in Oa, you know what I mean? Like we're on another planet and you're trying to build a universe where we're not even the center of it. You know what I mean? Like as weird as it sounds. So how are you going to bring in anybody else from that green lantern, you know, world, right? Another thing is that we are very reactionary because we can, we bring, we have brought people on board to be sort of the, the Kevin Feige type. So when something goes wrong, like, everybody loses their mind. They start firing people. They want to change direction. They want to change tones in movies. So there's never been uh, somebody who said, no, we're going to stay the course, whatever, no matter what. This is this, this is the 10 movies. Oh, one movies. person. Well, one person did. got rid of him. Yeah. They got rid of him. But there hasn't been one person other than Zach that come on, come to come on board and say, this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going we're gonna to expand this universe. And when they do is one movie doesn't meet their expectation. They just dismantle the whole operation. So that's this, there's no way that we, we, we ever going to be to that level where we are yeah. Marvel junior or anything. I think, so, I think that, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I but, think what it comes down to is just making a good movie. And, I, you So look at how the MCU started, how the DCU started. MCU started with Iron Man. DCU started with Man of Steel. I think both movies are fantastic. Mm. Man of yeah, Steel, amazing. hands down, one of my favorite comic book movies or movies of all time. I tried to get – my roommates in college didn't like comic book movies. I tried to force them to watch Man of Steel. Like I was just <laughs> like, I love this movie. You got to watch this movie. I, yeah. lo- I bought the, the Steel book. I still have it. I, lo- I, am obs- I was obsessed with Man of Steel. I still love that movie. I just think – from the studio perspective for Warner brothers, it's the business of it. And they get obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. I, and, and this is just, I'm guessing like I, I'm speculating. It feels like Warner brothers gets so caught up in that business of it, where they look at man of steel, which came out in 2013, a year after the Avengers and man of steel doesn't put up Avengers movies, uh, uh, Avengers mm-hmm. numbers at the box office. It's like, well, no, it was never going to do that. It was right. never right. a Superman origin story was never going to make Avengers money. You know what I mean? Nope. Right, and so then Batman vs Superman comes along, and it does it. What did that come after Age of Ultron? I don't even uh, know. Yes, it came after Age of yeah, Ultron. Civil came War out. came it out. Was the same year yeah. as Civil War, and it yeah. it just did it like they're they're like Man of Steel. I think is is better than most Marvel movies. Well, you probably know, only a few. Mate, like I'm trying to think of any output ahead of it. <laughs> well, you know I, I won't comment only because I know that I would say that. Man of Steel is better than than Endgame, but that's just me 
because <laughs> I, I, you know, but I want to give shit to, to Ben. <laughs> but because Brandon's here, I don't want to say that because I'm like, you can say it every one. I don't give a shit. I don't make the fucking money. That means I don't have stock in Marvel. I give a hurt my feelings. But my point though is that, like, I just like making Ben go, man, you know, like, 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 what? <laughs> no, I feel that, no, but like, what? I think my Marvel movies are more movie. marketable. Like, they're just they like, have. they go to families, they include, they get a family yeah. of four instead of a couple of two. But- Right. But, you know what but I mean? the thing that I brought up, the thing that I brought up, like when when uh, me and Brandon were talking about uh, talking about this, like just one on one, was the fact that I'm curious to see when Marvel gets it's like, hey, okay, they start recasting. When do you get a new Wolverine yeah. and start going? How do you introduce them? When do you got? When do you get a new Iron Man? What the fuck? Because that's the point that I was trying to make. Because they yeah. they they have the benefit of being new. There's no yeah. body, There's no Iron Man before. Because every time we get a Batman, every time we get a Superman, that's not my Superman. That's not my Batman. That's not my Keaton. That's not my. You see what I'm saying? So we always fighting our uphill battle. Yeah. And every time Marvel comes out with something, it's new to everybody. So they're just gonna jump on it. Yeah, which is which well, is fun. That's why, that's why DC needs to start digging deeper into the catalog then. Because yes. Shazam uh-huh. came out, and Shazam, what did it make? $460 million at the box office? Yeah. Uh, three, it's three, not three, amazing three. for a comic book movie, for it, but for an original property. Well, yeah, but look at it also. It came out in between, literally, Captain Marvel and Endgame. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, compare that, though. Compare that to what, like... I mean, look at, what, look at Ant-Man, or... Uh-huh. I mean, like, you have the exceptional movies like Black mm-hmm. Panther... Which you can't compare. You don't want to compare anything to that. Black Panther became a phenomenon. It's a great movie, and it became a phenomenon. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians. Uh, good one. Winter Soldier. Compare Shazam to like a Guardians or even an yeah. Ant Man, or it falls in between those. Yeah. It, right. I'm. I, I yeah. don't know the numbers exactly well, off would, the top of my head. I would, but I'm pretty sure Shazam. I would say I don't. Th- I think Shazam would be more in line with kind of the. I don't know why, but just for me, probably like uh, Thor, just because it's like. It's so different than what you got with Iron Man because Iron Man was fucking great, and you had Winter Soldier, and it's just it's such a those two movies just themselves are too different than I think for for what Thor was. I don't know. That's just me though. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. probably why. That's why when we were talking about Thor Ragnarok, I'm like, I, as much as I I'm not a fan of that movie at all, it was smart that they took that character that direction because then people were like, hey, look at that Thor, he's funny. Look at that. He's cracking jokes. He's got spiky hair now. He don't have that long hair. And he's like, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. It was just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Now my mom likes him because he's clean shaven. And he looks like a young man, a nice young man. It put more, yeah. Brandon, I was going to tell you this. I wasn't sure if you were aware, but on the the set for Justice League, I don't know if you're aware of this, and I don't think you were included. I think it was just the, the affiliate with comic book, but you know, everybody that got invited to Justice League, it he was, was pretty much. Ev- I know he was. But mm. I'm saying it was everybody that either had a mixed or negative review of BVS. Mm. That's why all these people decided not decided. That's why they were all called to go to Justice League. So whenever you were talking about, it was weird that Zach was making it so obvious that all these things were changed. Well, it, it was because he was putting on a show. Because at the end of the day, he knew that. Okay. Yeah, he filmed it this way. He was also filming it his way, which, you know, he came out with Faruqi Brothers and said he filmed two different, basically two different versions of the film. So, yeah. like, it, it does is that, like, is that something you would have seen on, like, is that something you've ever heard of on set? Like, just I mean, no, it's, it's definitely not something I've ever heard of. Yeah. But on the Justice League set visit, I, this is the that's the only case 
where I was invited. I was invited by Zach's personal publicist mm-hmm. for that one. And any other set visit I've ever been to, I'm invited by the studio. And it's right. just like looking back at it, 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 I have more questions than I have answers about any of that. Oh, very interesting. Well, yeah, my understanding of that also was it started out a, a smaller group of people was invited by Zach's publicist. Um, and, and it became a huge event. Right, and then all of a sudden DC was like, no, we're going to run this. And then like yeah. everybody. Oh, well, you say, you say DC, I say Jeff Johns, but go on. It's it's the same thing. The whoever, was, whoever, I, I I don't know, but I know that <laughs> no, it was the invite just... that I got to the Just League set came from Zach's publicist, who mm-hmm. I met at the Ant Man junket. Who mm-hmm. I became because she okay, also yeah. repped Peyton Reed, the and she's awesome. She's been great to me. She honestly is a huge reason why I've been able to kind of take steps in my career. She's, yeah, she's, 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 she's big. She's she's responsive too. <laughs> she yeah, she's she's, she's super quick. Uh, like yeah. she emailed me and was like, "Hey, watch the Warner Brothers lot today." And it was like the Snyder Cut banner was flying over. She she <laughs> she, she she comes through in the clutch when when she that's needs nice. to, uh, for <laughs> sure. Uh, but but it was interesting because that's the only set visit in my entire crew that I can think of that I've been invited to by a rep of of a member of like the talent from a show mm-hmm. or from a mm-hmm. from any title from a movie or show. And Zach's publicist invited me to that. And every other time, whether it's a Marvel movie or DC movie, it's Disney or it's Warner Brothers or it's like AMC invited me to The Walking Dead or something. My understanding is that's what he did for like 300. And and I don't know if he did one for Watchmen or not, but everyone I've talked to who's been to his other sets um, typically was it was not like a studio. I think I don't know what um, I think what she um, told Rob Keys um, was we're going to do it old school or something along those lines of like, Hey, we're going to go back to like the old school Zach days of having this crew down to the set before it was taken over by, yeah. by I mean, I have a ton of respect for her and what, what the two of them are cooking up, whatever it is, what, however they're trying to do publicity for Zach Snyder's just league, because I've mm-hmm. reached out to her a bunch of times. I've said, Hey, I'd love to talk to Zach. And she says he's not available. And then he pops up with Dave and he pops up <laughs> yeah. with everybody else who is, is, is doing all like who has been in his corner. Like, and I've yeah. never been, against zach ever like right. i hope that's clear like i've i think no. i've always said I, especially not everyone I, will be in the mob with the flaming torches <laughs> chanting marching through town at midnight that's us you don't have to you you have right. to be in the window and, and dave or anyone else can attest to i don't think anybody is really in control of that aspect of mm-hmm. of zach anyone who's yeah. tried to anyone who's tried to coordinate stuff with them who like yeah let's do oh. it let's do it oh wait no not tonight yeah yeah let's do it well no i mean look, i know how that goes and he'll be like I, hey, we'll do it it. I have no i i and i was saying to dave before you guys all joined like i i admire what zach is doing in how he's approaching people he knows has supported him they might not have the same reach that like comicbook.com has or that screen right. rant or collider as like as an a media outlet has but they all but cover he, it but, but they all- could we will cover the conversation and mm-hmm. that person who he's talking to whether it's dave or it's uh the fruki bros or anybody they're going their platform is going to grow because of yeah. him mm-hmm. showing up there and well, i admire and the hell out of that well, well what's funny about that is that i wrote an article for real anarchy and i i was basically just kind of describing what exactly Zach was doing. I mean, I, I basically said he was re-engineering the press junket for him mm-hmm. because, you know, let's be real. Uh, and, and I'm not, I'm not pointing at you, you know, Brandon, or, or I, I give, I give Steven shit all the time for screen rant, but you know, it like, <laughs> if you really think about it, though, yeah. If you like really think about it, like dude, in 20, when Manistil came out and, you know, and I have no 
especially I'm literally I'm not saying anything negative towards him. I'm just pointing it out because I always see it. You know, Frosty for Collider would always get the opportunity to fucking talk to Zach every fucking time. And he's and he's asking these like questions like, okay, cool, whatever. And I, and I, I get it, dude. <laughs> look at, look at know, it's, still, it's, it's it's frosty. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, this is a guy that that tried to tell, tried to tell fucking uh, what Todd McFarlane. McFarlane, yeah. Like, and it's like, dude, you don't sit there and argue <laughs> to somebody about somebody else on their behalf. Like, dude, you just go, you're right. You know what I mean, like, just end it. And so, and so it's like. Like imagine so 2013 or 2012 or whatever when he's talking to, to Frosty and then when he's got to talk to Frosty again for BVS and he's explaining everything like about just Frosty's going like how did you convince the studio that you had to you know that you were going to kill your main person and you know Zach, Zach is like explaining it but you know Frosty's kind of like oh okay cool like oh all right like he's just like well, whatever dude and so <laughs> this article I wrote I was like dude he's basically going. Fuck that route. I'm not going to do that anymore. Uh, I'm going to go to the fans that actually know what the fuck they're talking about to my movie. Listen, I, to I, I understand that. Exactly. Yeah. I, I want to hear Brandon just tells like he has a story, I and I want to hear it. I really I do. I don't want to. He was wiped away tears, and I mean that like I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I can't. I can't talk. I'm not talking down on him. I'm just saying like that's the difference, and that was that was something to you know, I can't. I can't. I, there's. Come on, I wish I could. I wish I could. We let you have a pass on the prom story. We let you have a pass on the scene in the movie with your yeah, mom story. Come on. There Come on. Is, All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm sure enough. He, no, I can't. I can't. I agree with what you said, Garza. I yeah. agree with what you said, especially in who Pro- you talked about. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I at the end I of the day, can't. it's like, can you imagine Zach going like this? Like, can you imagine Zach talking to him about that, like the Justice League? Like, he'd be like, dude, one it's day, your reason I didn't one get day, this. One day I'm going to retire. I'm going to walk away. I'm just going to Dave Chappelle it and I'm going to say, fuck it, I'm out. And I'm going to, but I'm going to leave a book behind. I'm going to leave oh, a yeah. And, and then you're the gonna get the Mark Twain Prize for comedy, which is the <laughs> highest <laughs> civilian award. Uh, well, I'm gonna say, listen, I know that there are people. I, I have awesome friends who I see at some of these junkets who represent outlets, and who some of them who have built these outlets. So I'd like to preface it with that: there are some really fucking awesome people that I get that we 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 are fucking privileged and lucky to get mm-hmm. to do the shit we get to do and talk to people we get to and see the movies when we get to see them and all that shit. But there are some people in that circle who make it about them. Or dicks. Who, you who say fuck it. it up for everybody yeah. else. And yeah. and I don't understand. And this is not necessarily about who you were bringing up. No, I know. But, I know. You're talking about general. But there are just people in that circle who fuck it up. And they're, they're just not... They're just kind of dicks, like they are, and they make it like awkward for everybody else, and they make it like I gotta go into an interview and establish the fact that like I'm here to support your title and I want to be nice to you, and like I also mm-hmm. gotta do my job. But I don't yeah. know if the person before me was out here trying to make you feel like they're trying to get a fucking bullshit scoop or put you in a corner or some shit, and you're right. uncomfortable now that I'm in the room. Like right. Right. that's how I feel. Well, like my perspective. Time, is- some of those people also do that same thing. They go in the room like I'm on your team. And the article comes out, and they're like, "That's not." 
how that yeah. went. No, that's a fact. I, mean, so, like, I know how the game works. I know how, like the game is driven by traffic and views and, and, right. and ad revenue. It's a business at the end of the day. And when I go into an interview, I know that the person I'm sitting across from, I have a job to do. It's my goal to get them mm-hmm. to say literally anything that will drive traffic. But right. you have to have a fucking level of respect <laughs> to yeah. say, like, you're not going to say this person said Man of Steel sucks. Right. Oh, About absolutely. Anyone, and, and, and therefore try to unleash like a, a mob on them. You know what I mean? Or to prove like that a, you're right. You're not going to try yes. to prove your point to the person you're interviewing. because you're going. That's another point. That's another thing is the interview – any interview I go into, I've become a little bit more performative in my interviews because I'm trying to build a podcast and build a following mm-hmm. myself. But when I go in just for comicbook.com for an interview, especially like an editorial driven interview, that's not even video. The interview is not about me. The interview mm-hmm. is in no way about me. The person I'm interviewing doesn't want to hear about me. The person who's reading the story doesn't want to hear about me. It's about the interview. The questions come up with good questions, make a good story tell and and create content based on that. And a lot of people, not a lot of people, some people who (laughs) some people don't uh, have that for going, like they don't seem to care about that. So Mm -hmm. you have, you have to respect like the people you're talking to. You have to have respect for the people you're, who are coming, who are going before you and going after you. And just realize like, we're all, we're all so lucky to do this shit. We're talking about mm-hmm. movies for a living and the people we're sitting across from are making movies for a living. Like just allow everybody to enjoy that. Like, don't Dude, be I gotta ask you though. Listen, I got to ask you though, man, what was it like interviewing Margot Robbie? Cause fuck. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Like, God, like my, my co-host, my co-host right next to me. That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he went to he went to New York Comic Con and he was like, dude, Margo is right in front of me, kind of she walked in front of me. Yeah, he was like, dude, she is fucking gorgeous in real life. And I was like, fuck, man. Like I can only imagine. Like what what's that like, dude? Sweating, like, sweating. Yeah. Uh it's kind of nerve-wracking. It's a little nerve-wracking, I'm not gonna lie. But I mean, she was really nice. Like she Listen, was really, and, really uh, nice. The only reason why I asked that is because, like, I I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, I could play it cool all fucking day long talking to Zach, and that's cool. Well, so a funny I'm story. Attractive, I'm like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, the I can. The first you know, time whatever. I met Margo, I think that I'm I'm fucking I'm like 99 percent sure the only time I've ever talked to Margo was at the Birds of Prey event. Like, there's two events. One was like the, the album was release party, and then was one was the joke. Yes. Yeah. So at the album release event, they kind of put us in groups. They had like six different groups and they assigned us. And I was in a group uh, with like five other people. And this was when all the Obi-Wan rumors were hot. Mm. So <laughs> Ewan McGregor came to us before Margot Robbie. True. Did. <laughs> so Ewan came to us before the Margot Rob- before Margot Robbie did. Oh, and they and asked, he loved like, questions about Obi-Wan. He did not. They said the first person in my group, I sat there like I had my recorder. I was like, <laughs> the first person in my group said something like, we're just going to get this out of the way. Uh, something oh, about Obi-Wan. He gave some kind of answer about Obi-Wan. It was like, all right, I could write a great story about that. It's got Obi-Wan in the headline. The job is done. Let's talk about birthright. Somebody else in the group follows up with another Obi-Wan question. Oh, and he looked at his publicist and he said, 
they just want to talk about Obi-Wan. And she oh, said, well, then I guess oh, we're done dude. here. And he got Jeez. up and he left. And I was like, no. <laughs> so that, so oh, I had that fresh in my right. mind before I met Margot Robbie. And I was like, no. <laughs> No, then, I once went back and counted the number of times that story made the rounds over the course of the last like five <laughs> years. And it was like once every month or two or at one point. I mean, I'm sure there was maybe three times a year I, on like a light where it was, like, the headline was like, Elon McGregor is willing to play Obi-Wan again. <laughs> oh, how many times were those like, like articles? How, out dude, uh, here's the thing, though. I would have been so fucking pissed. Like as soon as Obi-Wan left, Ewan McGregor, I would have been like, are you fucking guys serious? <laughs> Like, what the fuck is y'all's problem? Mm. That's what I would have been like. Y'all don't get to ask these questions anymore. Y'all, y'all fucking ruined it. Sorry. Bye. You want to tell your fucking whoever you got to report to that you pissed him off and walked out so y'all don't get to ask questions. Fuck you guys. I'm taking over. Fuck it. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. <laughs> I'm saying, man. Like, dude, fuck this, man. I'd have been so pissed off just because they fucked it up for me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it has nothing to do. Yeah. I would have been, I would have been that pissed off. I would have been like, you guys get the fuck out of here then. Fuck I mean, that's, that's my thing at every, anytime. Like, I mean, you can, you can watch any interview I've ever done probably, whether it's a DC interview, a Marvel interview, a walking dead interview, or anything in between. If I have an off topic question, it's my last question. And I feel like mm. most people mm. do that. Like it, it's good, almost like the actors probably expect that. Like I just, uh, who did I just did the WandaVision junket. <laughs> Sorry. And like I, I talked to Feige for ten minutes, and the mm-hmm. last like three minutes I spent asking off-topic questions. But the first seven, I talked about Wandavision, knowing full well the Wandavision stuff isn't going to drive crazy traffic. But out of respect for the event, you have to do that. Yeah. And it's so, like, <laughs> and I interviewed Margot Robbie, and I'm sure I don't know. You guys probably saw this. I interviewed Margot I Robbie, and mm-hmm. uh, the last question for her, and this came down from my boss who was asking me to ask. A question that he knew would hit well on on social media if she answered it, and on traffic if she answered it. And I said, uh, "Your next movie is Suicide Squad." James Gunn directs that. He made the jump from DC to Marvel, or from Marvel right. DC. Can you make the jump from DC to Marvel? And it just like Film Gob or something made a video where they basically yeah. ripped me for it. No. And I'm like, you know what? Who? <laughs> wait, wait. You know, no. Film Gob would never do that. I'm sorry. Who? But here's the it point, is- though, right? You you literally had a reason. To even go that route, right? It's not like you randomly. I understand why fans get frustrated. Like I fully yeah. get it. Like it's a DC junket. You're asking a fucking Marvel question. Marvel like question. I'm not fucking dumb. Who I cares? know. But like, like at the end of the day, like you, she is, she is under the direction of James Gunn, who did an Marvel actress. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah and, you know and, what I mean. She, exactly. She's not only I mean, going to be playing Margot Robbie or you know uh, Harley Quinn for the rest of her life. Like, dude, she's she's another film. So. It, that one question because Linda of Carter winks yeah because <laughs> of, uh, yeah right because of the, the situation of she is in this new suicide squad she's playing another character she's playing harley quinn again for james gunn he came in like it makes sense that you're yeah, gonna no, go very logical question re- you know what i mean yeah, i mean christian bale is, is gonna be in the next um uh which one is it they're just like a general like basically i could be at CinemaCon and i could be interviewing the cast of bad moms but i work for comicbook.com so, so my right. last question for everybody is <laughs> be a comic book would you ever want to play a superhero for marvel yeah. or DC? Yeah. Yeah. they've done yeah. one i have to ask about the other and from a business perspective that's what is going to work that's yeah. what's going to be 
Like, it, I asked Aaron Sorkin one time. I forget what he – he was there for Molly's game. And I said to him, have you – you know, you've, you've written so many cool scripts. Have you ever – met with Marvel or DC. And he said, yeah, I pitched DC this yeah. summer or, or something. And it became wow. like the biggest story out of well, he, co- he, he told, uh, he told Patty that he, he didn't know how to write. <laughs> he was like, I don't even know how I'd write like the, an action scene. Like, and he was like kind of explaining it. And I was like, dude, that would be crazy to see an Aaron Sorkin fucking comic <laughs> book. Like, dude. <laughs> But, I mean, listen. I'm sure you guys get get shit too. I'm sure, like, oh, you yeah. open your Twitter <laughs> notifications or you read the YouTube comments and you oh, get right. shit. It's it, it. It is what it like. We're doing our. We're doing what we want to do. We're doing what works mm-hmm. for us, and that's that's all. And I I like and, and it's genuine and it's fan. Like it's not like you're fake. It's not like you're Dude, you know. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, fully, one like, thing I might really like one thing bullshit. more than you do, or you might like one thing more than I do. And in, at the end, the Venn diagram has plenty of overlap for pretty much all of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're all going to Comic Con, and we're all celebrating this shit. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm literally just doing my job. Like I, I have things I have to do. I have questions I have to ask. I have like boxes I have to check. I have goals I have to meet. People aren't going to fucking lie. I could fucking go out there and say. Be nice to people, wear a mask, wash your hands, and watch Marvel and DC movies. And somebody's going to say, fuck you, watch The Walking Dead. Like, <laughs> it's always somebody. Like, there's yeah. there's always something. So You keep I've bringing up The Walking Dead, man. What Do you, do you have like a... Oh, no, 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 you was like The Walking Dead dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. Was like, the Walking Dead was like the first step in my career. Yeah. Uh, and I love it. This oh, okay. is the first time that this is going to be relevant ever. I know Sonequa Martin-Green, and she's fucking great. She's <laughs> awesome. She's cool as hell. She's amazing. Yeah, she's cool as hell. Yes. I am a huge fan of Sonequa Martin-Green. gorgeous. So she then are you gorgeous, excited? Yes. How, on a scale of one to, I don't know, ten, I guess, how excited are you about uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead? <laughs> one to seven. One to seven. <laughs> one to seven. Army of the Dead? One yeah. to seven. That's the weirdest yeah. scale. I don't know. He, he's, 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 he's like, like, ten. So I'm like, like ten. <laughs> I emailed. I just emailed Netflix yesterday, and I said, "Yo, please let me in on all Army of the Dead things, and let me see this movie as soon as possible." I can actually yeah. show. I'm going to take a picture just to prove it that I sent that email literally yesterday. Whenever I email them, they're like, "We have nothing to share at this time." Thank you. <laughs> they did. They said we're not starting till the summer, but we yeah. have you in mind. Look, Army of the Dead ops. What? How do I get the date? Okay. Can you see this? Uh, yeah, I can kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, dude, you know, I don't want to point anybody out, and I don't want to call anyone out because that's not what I'm really doing. But you know, there's a couple people on this panel that wrong. (laughs) That uh, you know, they know they know a little bit, or they could probably help you out. I don't know. I don't want to call them out, but. I hope, I like to think that Netflix is going to hit me back. They hit me back and said, we'll let you know when we get started. But it's we'll not going to be for like a month. I know a couple of you guys are good friends with a certain. I somebody. mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it rhymes with Schmack Schmider. What do you know, Steve? Hardback. <laughs> yeah, Steven, do you know, do you know anybody? Yeah, you're you know green uh, Rangers. I feel I like do, you're yeah. a hero, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. so coy. he's so coy that's what they like to say in like interviews well, no, anyway, everybody knows i just can't say anything about it yet yeah, so whatever embargo is oh, if, just imagine if you go to the set for that one yeah, yeah. i'll answer the question so he doesn't get in trouble yes <laughs> <laughs> 
That, that didn't come from him. It came from me. Well, it's been yeah. it's been said multiple times before. I didn't say anything, but um, but Sean outed me because he was on the yeah, show okay. a while yeah. back, and I, I don't usually say anything because if they don't specify. But he's been all out there like pr- to promote his book and stuff. Like, oh yeah, I was on Army of the Dead set. Then he came on here and was like, and Stephen was with me, and I was like, okay, I guess. Say when you go to a set. All right, isn't that no, like I mean, they, they don't care, but like they, but they, I mean, it's technically, different. they'll say like, style. they'll be like, you can say you were in Atlantic City on October 3rd, but you can't say why. Like, right. <laughs> you know, here's the thing you know, who would always do that? They would always post like a photo, but you'd be like, well, obviously, you got to be going somewhere. It, it is, um, what's his name? Um, Paul, damn, it used to be, yeah, Paul, Paul Cherry or Joe Blow. I'd always yeah. see him like posting up like a hat or a fucking well, that's how some people figured yeah, out at airport. I posted, we were yeah. posting pictures like from the airport on the same day, and people were like, Why are Paul and Steven traveling? When I got there, but he's like, I'm in Atlantic City, and I was like, Is Steven there? Yeah, <laughs> like a jerk. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not calling him out, but Brandon, if you, you know, needed to poke the get another avenue. Maybe Green Lantern or Green uh Green Lantern. Fuck Green, Lantern. <laughs> Green Ranger can help you out. Green Ranger. <laughs> I mean, if he's already emailing Netflix, he's probably caught up. Is that an indica or a sativa? <laughs> the Green Ranger. Uh, the Green Ranger. <laughs> I'm sure it exists. I know it. I sure, oh, it totally I exists. There's no way that there's not like Zack Snyder cinematography type shit with uh, with zombies is like how, I mean. Mm-hmm. That's going to be wild. Yes. Yeah. Well, especially That's with him operating because he's so he's operating the camera, and I mean the cinematographer, but also he's like the camera operator and the the director. Obviously, he storyboarded everything. Oh, um, man. and then he's using like an eight K camera with a a vintage lens from the seventies that gives this like razor thin depth of field. Like I don't <laughs> like it's going to be insane. I mean, like That's almost completely unnecessary. But also entirely necessary. <laughs> well, you look at that. You look at the that trailer that had all these movies for Netflix, right? You're seeing them, you're watching them. They're like, oh, okay, cool, all right. And all of a sudden, you yeah, see this Netflix 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 movie, Netflix helicopter movie. in the fucking sun. You're like, oh, okay, this one looks fucking way different. And dude, he, I mean, there's literally a fucking headshot in that reel. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I remember, I, I even I messaged that to him. Like, how did you get? them to convince you to put a headshot a zombie headshot in that reel that everybody's gonna see and he's just like you don't even want he's all you don't even you don't even know like Ugh. how insane the movie is that's what he told me that's i'm just saying right now i mean it's uh, if you want to get exclusive when we were talking about like i, I was oh. like dude army of the right exclusive in text <laughs> dude he's like you don't even know i was like fuck okay well, when he calls it Balls to the walls, yeah. um, and like unchained. I think is the other word to use. Like, in, uh, in oh, <laughs> like if Zach is using those terms, because you know if he was like, "There's a little bit of blood," you're like, "There's going to be a lot of blood in this." Yeah. <laughs> right? So when Zach says like, "It's balls to the walls," you're like, "Okay, hold on." <laughs> isn't, isn't I mean, you literally there's balls on the walls. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> just probably gonna get. Yeah. We're gonna see somebody's balls explode. Is that what you're? Uh, <laughs> oh God! That's not exclusive. I'm just saying. Like the intro, the issue of the helicopter. Yeah, the helicopter. Yeah, like very apocalypse now. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, 
you look at Man of Steel, I mean, literally the opening of Man of Steel, when you see the ships coming in, it's very apocalypse now. Yeah. Like you see, like zoom in, there's a sun behind it. It's an awesome shot where you see yeah. like uh, Zod ships like coming in and it very much is like a poc- like apocalypse now kind of shot. It's a, it's very much like that. I mean, I mean, Brandon, what, what were you saying you were bringing up? You were bringing up who? You seen the poster, right? Isn't, uh, Jared Gillahan in that movie? Yeah. Who? Who? Jared Dillahunt, who's, dead dead who's on Fear the Walking Dead for like oh, a okay. long longer. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the Walking Dead. All right. Well, no, no, no. Fear the Walking Dead for like not that much longer. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know what any of it is. I don't. Yeah, it's just Walking Dead. I guess. He's in, but but is is am I wrong or is Garrett in? No, he's in it. Yeah, dude, he's badass. Yeah. <laughs> So what does he play? What does he play? You know about Army of the Dead. Um, Garrett Dillahunt is in it. <laughs> uh, no, we already established that, man. You can't. No. Sorry, um, man. Dave Batista is in it. No, 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 no. Wait, no, Batista. No, 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 I think I, I heard that. You got. Yeah. You literally. You literally got to ask a yeah. direct question. What is he playing in the film? That was the question. Garrett Dillahunt. Yeah. He's playing one of the squad members. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Let me just ask you this because I've been running that business where they tell you everything. (laughs) I've been on set visits where they basically outline the whole movie for you. And I've been on set visits where they act like, I don't know why they brought us here because they're not going to tell us anything. (laughs) There's a lot of really interesting stuff. I mean, the story um, did not get as much coverage, but I mean, a lot of concept, a lot of kind of filmmaking behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really interesting stuff there, character stuff. But plot wise, I think everything we learned on the set has actually already been revealed. Uh, not everything. A lot of the stuff that was revealed on the set has already been published, um, as as you know tends to happen, as right. far as like the actual storyline goes. Um, yeah. There's a couple other details, but but yeah, I mean the, the bulk of it is out. Mm-hmm. So Garrett Those is are- playing. One one of the, the I feel like nobody's gonna give a shit about Garrett Dillahunt. He's not even gonna be a big role. I just for some reason was asking about him. I'm sorry. I'll see myself out, guys. Uh, what, if he, what if he ends up being the only survivor and shit? And, and, He's the uh, shit. Here, uh, what if prequel? Yeah. What if he's in the face like five minutes into the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Could happen. Steven's looking up his notes from the set. I got to ask you this question then, because obviously somebody had asked, I think I forgot what it was. What's your worst set visit you've ever been on without naming the movie, unless you want to name the movie. What's yeah. What's the one where you were like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what am I doing? (laughs) Because that is it. Well, he's thinking about it. I went to say, um, to LA to the, um, Ah, shoot. What's right down the street from the Chinese theater? It's the other historic. Um, Isn't that porno one? For the. No, for the announcement of the Denny's partnership. I was going to say, please. With this about the Denny's. Uh, solo, a Star Wars yes. story. Oh, I remember that. The LA beat they, pancakes. they flew me to LA and yeah, and I ate pancakes with Pop Rocks on it. <laughs> Fucking gross. Oh, God. Good God. Uh, oh, that's. Okay. Sending them the insulin bill. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw Brandon was looking around. He was making sure that he's like, okay, there's the microphones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like trying to remember. 
No. I, okay, so if I'm be, I should. I'm. Uh, I shouldn't I say. That. Uh, you don't. You don't. I, you don't, I, I, I don't want to get you. Uh, so go. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna come out with it. I believe that I fell asleep on the set of Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, <laughs> because Jesus. we were there for so long i was like on the end of like a really long road trip and we were waiting so long between people and we were just watching the same scene where uh black panther and cap and bruce banner and everybody meet each other in wakanda 100 times over oh and i wow. just kind of closed my eyes on the set i don't know if i actually dozed off i might have kind of <laughs> But uh, also, I was on the set of Aquaman for about 18 hours straight. We were there because so we were there, and James Wan did not want to do interviews until they were done for the day. (laughs) So we we started the day with like the producer and the costume and the props, and then we ended up playing that game uh, where you hold the phone like this and you got heads up, heads up, up. yes, heads up, Yes. yes. Yeah, so we played Heads Up, and we were so loud that Momoa walked by and was like, yo, what are y'all laughing so loud about? And we were like, yo, listen, we've been here we don't since Tuesday. We don't know what's Jesus. going on. But I ended up being so annoying on the Infinity War set because we, we just saw so little and we were there for so long that I, I annoyed the shit out of them that I was like, let us see the Infinity Gauntlet. And the publicist was like, no, it's all digital. There isn't one. And I was like, I know there's an infinity gauntlet. Let me see it. And then eventually the prop guy came in the room and the publicist left the room. And I was like, is there an infinity gauntlet? And he was like, yeah, there's an infinity gauntlet. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, he came back with, it looked like he was transporting the most valuable, like it was like a, like a, a band type of travel kit. Like it was like a big hard case. It was huge, and he opened it up, and it had the Infinity Gauntlet, and we all ended up taking a picture with it. So you're welcome to everyone else on that set visit because oh, my yeah. annoying fucking ass would not shut up about let us see the Infinity Gauntlet, and they finally brought it back out. So That's it was good, man. it was a long day. I was on the end of a long-ass fucking road trip for Infinity War. I don't remember where I was before that. That was like 2018, but – uh. Yeah. That was like the last stop for, and it was in Atlanta. And I remember just being there and we were just sitting there for like three, four hours with literally nothing to do in a tent. Set visits, Stephen will probably attest No, you can't do anything. Stephen will probably attest this. Set visits aren't like as glamorous as people probably think they are. Like they're cool as shit. Like I wouldn't trip it. But it's a lot of time of just sitting and waiting. Like it's it depends a lot on how they're down set, set down or like what they're shooting while you're there because like – I was on like the new mutants set, uh, which was fun because I just had to like say nothing about that for five <laughs> years. <laughs> oh my God, I don't even remember. Um, but um, but that was fascinating because it was at the oh, yeah. um, it was at the mental hospital where they shot Shutter Island. Um, and so like the the we were sitting like right next to the uh, uh, right next to the cemetery with unmarked graves, which was like an actual cemetery with unmarked graves. <laughs> Um, and, um, and craft services had s'mores, um, and, uh, s'more what, s'more what, um, they had monitors set up showing, um, they were shooting outside the chapel when magic drops out of the portal. 
And so, and then they just, we did all the interviews during that people would come in when they weren't being shot. And so we could see it on the monitor. They just had a big light ring and then they pick Anya Taylor joy up in a harness and then drop her and then pick her up again and then drop her. And they just shot that like a hundred times on top of me um, with a light up sword. And, um, (laughs) and then, um, um, and so like, we got to have that like in the background and kind of watch that while people came in and, and to be interviewed. So it wasn't like entirely boring, but, um, um, but yeah, if you're like sequestered, so if they weren't as secretive there, it was a smaller production and it was a cool set, but if you're at like a studio, <laughs> they weren't a secretive cause they, they knew he was going to have to shut up about it for eight but years. If you're like at a studio and they put you in like a conference room or something and they're like, wait here, you're like, okay, there's nothing yeah, exactly. to Especially like so like the Aquaman set, the Thor Ragnarok set, they were both in Australia. I went to uh I went to something that I'm that was in Budapest and like the time zone change is fuck you up because it works like it sounds amazing like I'm like yo I got to go to Australia, I got to go to Budapest, I got to go to London. Here's the thing, you're there for literally a day and a half when you go to one of these set visits. So like I, you go down, you fly out from, for Aquaman in particular, I was at San Diego Comic-Con. So (laughs) those are the three and a half busiest days of my career. Hands down. There's nothing busier than San Diego Comic-Con. Sunday afternoon, I fly from San Diego to LA, LA to Australia. That's about 19 hours of traveling. Oh my God. Wait, 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 you're from, you're, you're in Nashville though, right? So that's the East, East coast, right? Well, so, but going from San Diego comic-con, I know, but you were, but how long were you in San Diego though? So I was there, I go from Nashville to San Diego for three days. So I get to San Diego. So that's pretty jet lag. So that's so already right? you're going to get the plague yeah. about so the day the set visit starts. San Diego, <laughs> yeah. San Diego Comic Con. Not I'm this not plague. A, I, the the, the Comic Con plague. I, <laughs> the normal plague, not the 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Comic Con. <laughs> the SpongeBob So, Comic Con. I'm not a person. Like, fortunately, I'm not a person who gets like anxiety and shit. But at Comic Con. Like I'm on that like Friday of I think it was Comic Con 2019. They told me I had like 14 different interviews in one day, (laughs) and some of that stuff like I can't watch all of the things that we do interviews for. Like and and I hate to be the person like and the audience can tell they can tell if you're full of shit when you're doing an interview. You know, you guys are smart. Everybody who's watching this is smart. Everybody who watches anything we do is fucking smart, and they don't want to watch some person who doesn't watch the fucking show do an interview about the show. So at a minimum, I'm like, yo, I need to at least do research. So in yeah. the case of like something, like I'll even call my mom and be like, Ma, I know you watch this show. Tell me what happened. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what happened I'm last year. <laughs> that way you can even bring it up. You can be like, look, my mom loves your yeah. show. Yeah. A yeah, big I mean, fan. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, like, listen, a huge fan, but my mom, bigger fan. Own a friend. So, but like, so, <laughs> so I remember going through Comic-Con, I think the Aquaman set was, was like 2018. So Comic-Con is all that work. And then Sunday morning, picking up, going to Australia. You take off Sunday, 19, 16 hours, 19 hours, whatever it is, go by. You land on like Tuesday. Tuesday, like, yes. Yeah. And then you're there until Thursday morning. And on Wednesday, you're on set. And it's just like, I don't know which way is up. You had 364 <laughs> days that year. I don't know which, what, what's, I don't know what's going on. We were on yeah. set for 18 hours. So it's honestly, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Right. But 
it is it's not as glamorous as people think it is. <laughs> like, I mean, when, when you get home, do you when you get home, do you just fucking like just die? Like you just go to your bed and just go, I'm bro, gonna be I here wish. for the next 16 hours. Comicbook.com says, bitch, get here on Friday. Yeah, yeah you gotta get it. you gotta come back they, in. Hey, you better be here on Friday morning at 9 a.m. Let's go. And I'm like, I just oh. flew in from Australia from Comic Con from whatever else. No, it, but I can't complain. It's it's listen. I sound like I'm bitching. I should no, never. No, no, no. Uh, what I do, I can't ever. I can't ever complain about what I do. Well, it's funny that you say that. Just saying celebrities can't complain about what they do, and that's bullshit. Because like, there are some really cool parts of that job, but there's also a lot of just sitting around yeah. and fucking trailers and waiting. And there's also yeah. a lot of like bullshit assholes who are gonna say shit about you on the internet just because yeah. they're fucking jealous and petty. So. Well, it just it, it oh, just reminds me, like every time I think about it, like I don't I don't ever like picture it in some way, but I always just think back to my entourage days of when I would watch that show, and I'm like, he was on entourage. That's, that's he exactly on entourage. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you were in entourage. Oh yeah, no, I feel like I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that entourage entourage is such bullshit. That makes it look like so much fun. <laughs> I know. I know it does. I don't I ever. Like, I feel pressure. I'm not at all fucking famous. And I feel pressure <laughs> to, like, carry myself a certain, like, just an obligation to you carry myself. Do you use a continental accent away. when you're interviewing? Do I what? Do you use a continental accent when you're interviewing? Do you go, like, carry Graham? Like, the- <laughs> oh. But like, like legit, like there's like, I have, I have so many kids who follow me. They're like 13, yeah. 14 years old. And like, and a lot of them are because of the Marvel stuff. It's a lot of young people who follow Marvel stuff. And I genuinely like, and what I did was I went and I tried to find this in the DC world and like diff, like the boys and just different Elton Mandalorian. And I had the most success finding it in Marvel. I just tried to find kind of like the, the, the biggest fans I could find that I followed them on Twitter, probably like mm-hmm. 30 to 50 accounts Smart. just so I could like stay in touch with what those fandoms are talking about. Yeah. And I kind of like would, would see people, they'd be in my mentions a lot, or I'd, or I'd see them retweeted and I'd be like, all right, that's a good account. And then I started following these people and like a lot of them are young kids and I just feel like a genuine like obligation to carry myself a certain way, to speak up at certain times, to like be the kind of person that those people are looking for. And it's such a weird thing because like, I, I'm not a, like, none of us are fucking perfect people. I like to think I'm a good person who believes in. Actually, like, John is perfect. Well, John, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't ever talk about it, but yes, that's true. Honestly, that went out. Yeah. Yeah. That went without saying a hundred percent. But like, it's just yeah. like a, I don't know. I don't Maybe it's the fucking margaritas talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's no, all about. Like, I've had this conversation with my girlfriend. My girlfriend, I fucking hate this shit. My girlfriend has like over a million followers on Instagram, and yeah. it drives me. Like, she kills it. She's a. G- I give her full credit. She's earned it. She's talented as shit. But I've said like I feel an obligation to our followers, to my followers specifically, who like look at us and say like I would like to do what you do, or I would like to kind of do that, like. If you're 30 years old, you're 40 years old, you're 50 years old, 60 year old, and you're being a dickhead on the internet, fuck you. <laughs> exactly. But if you're like a kid who is yes, like not for somebody to look up to, like that's where I'm the possibility comes in. Teacher, I'm the angel of this group. Yeah, oh, you're cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Scott is a perfect example of this. Scott yeah. wants to keep foster the- a community of positivity. 
You don't even know. Scott's a teacher. Scott's a teacher. He's a teacher. And like when we're like talking shit and doing all this on the panel, he's just sitting there going like, but that's what he said earlier. Yeah. That's why he's having trouble posting this Justice League commentary because he hates yeah. being negative. And yeah. there's nothing you can be but negative if you talk about that movie. Oh. <laughs> That's what the alcohol's for, Brandon. That's what the alcohol <laughs> is going to be for. Definitely is. All right, we got a we got a we got a second part of the question from Carrie that uh, that he asked and I, that I wanted to bring to the whole group. So here it is, right here. My second question is this: with the stuff that Ray Fisher's bring been bringing to light about Walter Hamada and Warner Brothers and the toxic and abusive behavior he's trying to expose and, and bring to light. Why do you think I, I get stuff like that happens in Hollywood all the time, but why do you think that kind of stuff doesn't seem to happen over at Marvel? Like we just never, if there is this kind of stuff happening, we just never hear about it and never derails any other plans. So why do you think the MCU just seems to not suffer from that kind of same kind of stuff that like the DC films uh, seem to from behind the scenes ordeals. Thanks guys. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we were going to like touch bases about it sooner or later. I mean, with the whole Walter Hermana thing and like Ray Fisher dropping that clip tonight with the phone conversation with the uh, invest one of the investigators or the lead investigator for um, the justice league uh, reshoots. But yeah, I mean, you never you never hear anything about anything about this when it comes to the MCU. But it seems like DC is just like controversy, controversy, controversy. Ben, Ben, I think every studio goes through uh, some some type of drama. I, but I think that Marvel has been very good at keeping things on the wraps because mm-hmm. I don't think there is going to be a huge production over 200 million dollar production where there's no back and forth in fighting or even uh actors wanted to get in a better contract or a better scene or better whatever all those arguments they are made on every production so (laughs) the fact that we don't get to hear about it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen does does it happen to the degree that it happens on on warner brothers probably doesn't probably doesn't or it doesn't see the light of day probably they have a better a tight ship over there to give these kind of things on their wraps. And I'm not saying that it doesn't, that it happens. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm saying that every, I think on you know, every production, there's uh, problems in every studio. There's problems. What do you think, Scott? I mean, I'm not sure because I mean, it's not like the MCU. I, I think of uh, like things that keep on popping in my head. Terrence Howard being replaced with, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Don Cheadle or Edgar Wright leaving Ant-Man or uh, Patty Jenkins leaving and Alan Taylor taking over on, you know, Thor the Dark World. Like, there have been, like, these old disagreements, but it just seems like everyone just goes create differences, they part mm-hmm. ways, the next person gets slotted it's in. Like when, it's like when celebrities divorce and it's always, like, you know, reconcilable differences. It's like... <laughs> But my theory has always been because of the way that it was set up at the beginning with Marvel Studios, even before Disney bought it. Kevin Feige is basically has the power and the ability to say. It's like me walking. It's like me with my kids going, this is my house. These are my rules. You're going to play by my rules or you can get, you know, like it's like it's the sense of I mean, 
you know, he doesn't come off like a dick, but but he also has the power and the ability to go, if you don't like it, there's right. the door. There was a pre-existing <laughs> culture that got brought under an umbrella, and that pre-existing culture was like um Disney I that. like the idea of it being kind of like family, like you play by the rules of my house or you Well, I think also the the actors and everybody involved with those productions, they buy into his ideas because he's been very successful at what he's been doing all this this entire time. So anybody nobody will question him uh about being successful <laughs> or what they're trying to achieve. So I don't think there's a, there's a lot of pushback from anybody from the talent or anybody involved with the production. So well, Disney has really good lawyers. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and um, understatement. <laughs> but also, also everybody knows their place. Um, and so, if you look at a lot of, mm. not a lot of, probably all of or most of the issues that like DC and Warner Brothers has, um, is because of a lack of clear hierarchy. And some would claim that it's like a, a bonus, right? Because you get, you know, Marvel's never going to make a Joker, right? They're never going to make a. You know, they don't a, need to BBS, but um, right, exactly. And so, but so as a result, you get a, a system, a, like a production setup where like nobody, like they parted ways with, uh, um, you know, Patty Jenkins or with uh, um, why am I blanking on his name now? Edgar Wright, right? Um, like before things became yeah, like like they know yeah. how they do things and they and they and they kind of stick to their system. It's a, I mean, people the Marvel formula is used both derogatory and people take offense to it, but also it's like there is like the Marvel formula is a success for a reason. Right. And it's right. not just what you see on screen. It's about how things are developed from script to, or from pitch to, to, to credits. Um, and, and as a result, you don't get a situation where Ray Fisher is um, getting the plot that he worked w- with Chris Terrio closely overwritten in the middle of production because he's either never involved in that in the first place, or um, he knows that it's going to be overwritten (laughs) in the process, you know, or, or, um, you know, or or whatever, whatever exactly the process, like people aren't surprised or feel cheated or they don't get to the end of the movie and be like, that's not what we agreed on. Like they know, like the directors know that they're not coming in there to be like the Zack Snyder where it's like their movie, their part, they're buying into a, to a system. Right. Um, And as a result, um, you don't have you don't have the ego the the same ego issue and then um um you I don't heard know. it here first Zack snyder has an ego issue <laughs> oh, no no actually it's funny that you say that because i was actually gonna say i was gonna say this the major difference is is ego that's that's the main thing between the two right so if you look at it right kevin feige when he came in he may have an ego now sure but he he fucking did the work to have that ego right so you had you had jeff johns come in who thought he was the big fucking brain that he thought he, you know what? I know what I'm doing. I've written all these comic books. I've written these characters. I know what I'm doing. These directors don't. So I'm going to take over. I'm going to tell you how to make it right. I'm going to make you do it the way I want to. I don't care if you've already established it. And not only that, but it was, it was, that was, that was a production that was already. Exactly. No, I know. So he's going, so so he's going, I am in charge now. I don't care if you've already done whatever it is. That's like, I'm the boss. That's I'm the like boss. I don't I care. said, hey, John, I want to partner with you and make like a little short movie and it's going to be visionary and all this kind of shit. And then we show up to film and I'm like, by the way, John, I really think you should use this lighting and this. Like, what yeah. the fuck? I'm not. I, I want to talk about it because you do good shit like that. And I don't yeah. fucking do that. 
That's not yeah. what I'm there well, for. Well, that, and that's I mean, what I'm saying. It, so you, had, you had Jeff Johns that was doing that, right? So keep in mind, he is fucking going at that. I, I, I need to make it this way. Well, he fucks up, okay? He, I mean, he, he does. He fucks up. But then you have Walter Amata come in, who is now, he has the ego of, oh, well, I, I did uh, it, and I had, the, I had Annabelle or whatever, and I created these small little horror films that, that gross a lot of money, and I know what I'm doing on the horror side, so I'm going to come in here on DC, and I'm just going to help my buddy Toby, and I'm going to be able to run all this shit with my own ego, and I know what I'm doing, and I'm going to go ahead, and I don't care about Joker. I'm actually trying not to make Joker. I think we should make this, because mm. I think I know what I'm doing, and now all of a sudden, I have this actor that's a green actor, who's never made a film in his life, tell me that Jeff Johns, who is, who, who is the position I, I got, I helped out with is, is doing all this racist shit. Like, no, you're not going to tell me that. I don't care. I don't care if it's true or not. I'm not going to believe you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go after him because my job is on the line. If you tell me that I need to go up to my superiors about that, I don't want to do that. Fuck that. Which is relatively that's ego. Like him, him thinking that he is big enough to squash Ray Fisher's claims. That's a big fucking ego mistake. Like, dude, well, I don't, I mean, also, but I mean, yes, it is. But also that works 99% of the time in that industry. Cause most people aren't willing to lose the, like, that's why that people call it, you know, that's Hollywood. Cause that's kind of, it's people kind of consider the cost of doing business of, Oh, I wasn't treated well, but you know, like Brandon was just talking, I mean, not that it's the same as document set visit or infinity war or whatever, but, um, but, people have these experiences where like that wasn't great. And they're like, well, that's just, you know, look at what I get to do. How, how can I complain about right. the fact that I had to sit around for 18 hours? Um, given it was not sitting around for 18 hours. That was Ray Fisher's problem. But the point is that it's, it's, it's a very similar, like your justification, you know, if you want to continue doing this also, right. then you play ball. Um, because if br- there are a thousand million other people who will gladly do what the fuck you're doing right now. Yeah, Obviously I'm blurring a lot of lines there. I recognize there's a clear difference between, yeah. <laughs> between yeah, yeah. Brandon, <laughs> what were you about to say? Brandon, you were about to jump in. Yeah, with something. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to point out two things. One is that Jose who pointed out in the comments, uh, <laughs> I, I, based on everything that you guys were saying about Kevin Feige, um, that it's kind of Kevin Feige's way or the highway. Like, and the example of that, see that the, Jose was using is at San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> Scott Derrickson took the straight, took the stage yeah. in Hall H, and he said, "Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to be the first scary Marvel movie." And then Kevin Feige, I remember sitting there, I was like yeah. five rows <laughs> back, and he said, "And it's going to be PG thirteen, and you're going to like it." And I was like, "That was so weird." He almost just right. because I know undermine, almost undermine it almost like yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I know that but I know babe, going back to the conversation <laughs> we had earlier my boss is going to tell me if I ever talk to Feige if I ever talk to Derrickson or Benedict Cumberbatch or anybody involved with Doctor Strange the first question is is it rated R so yeah. he I, I was like okay maybe he's just squashing that but it was also kind of like that was a weird way to that was a weird place to put that. <laughs> Yeah. But, and then and then ultimately Derrickson ended up leaving and Sam Raimi came in, which I think is more of a Tobey Maguire thing than anything else. But I don't know. I genuinely don't know. That's just okay. more speculation. He gave us the exclusive. I'm ready. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Exclusive. There you go. But also, <laughs> I genuinely wonder if what Ray Fisher is saying is just a piece of a larger kind of what's going on. Otherwise, like you said, yeah. like you said, how like you use me as the example where I sat on Aquaman for eighteen hours, and I and I know somebody else will do that if I don't. 
or or and that applies to actors and directors and everybody. Mm-hmm. But you look at what happened on Justice League, and Gal Gadot said she went up the proper chains and she had her issues resolved. Ben Affleck just had an interview what two days ago where he said yeah. Justice League was a bunch of suffering, where he said like it was worth the suffering for my kids or whatever. And yeah. So clearly, it seems like Ben didn't have a great time on Justice League either. Oh, well, he wanted to. He wanted to walk off, dude. He planned to walk. And off. of everybody involved with Justice League, who was the newest to this yeah. level of a production, it was Ray Fisher. So, yeah. if anybody were to walk into somebody's office and say, "I have a problem," who would the person up top be the most comfortable saying, "Too right. bad, too"? Yeah. Ray so, Fisher. Yeah. I wasn't there. I can't speak to what happened. I don't know, but but it seems very abundantly clear that Ray believes in what he's saying and therefore there has to be at least a little bit at least at a at a minimum a, well i a mean little bit of validity one, of the, to what he's saying. one of the biggest things so, that uh the clip that he showed today or yes. played for everybody today was the fact that you know when when the article came out that he was not being um you know he was hard to deal with when it came to the investigation didn't he hear somebody from the investigation going, Oh, you, you were awesome. You were this, you were that, you were that. And gave him like almost, you know, he gave him credibility because he's putting his career on the line for all that. And it's like, right before I, 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 I was publishing our article on it. And I, so I went back to look at the original press release and it's crazy because what they said in that press release back in September was they said, Ray refuses to work with the investigator. Yeah. Um, and he, he's not providing any evidence and he, um, and he's not returning calls or whatever. And then you go and listen to the new audio from the investigator and the investigator says, you provided everything you said you were going to. You met with us whenever we asked yeah. to meet with you. Asked to reschedule. You never even tried to reschedule. We and then more. more information on top of that. Right. And you've been a joy to deal with. And that's exactly what we told the company. And I'm like, wow, that's like, like yeah. I almost, you, the you opposite. Know, everything that she said was the fact that it's clipped out. I wonder if he even said like, this was published about me this. and I want to make sure yeah. that the experience <laughs> you had with me. Cause it sounds like that's what, that's what makes me wonder. Like is what he's saying, like a part of something bigger? Like, is this, because I feel like to so many people, it whatever he endured could be something that's trivial to somebody who is just accustomed to working in Hollywood. They have, you know, they they have job after job after job yeah. and they just go through it. Right. right. Well, the thing well, is, though, is that they interviewed eighty people. So but here's the thing, though: really you, you're never, you would never, ever, and I do mean ever. As much as I can give him shit, all I, you know, all I want, you would never go. Yeah, Feige's the same way. You know, he does that. Like, no, dude. He, all he's, all he's really controlling is a rating. Oh, okay. Well, boo-hoo. It's a fucking rating, but he's not fucking demeaning somebody or preventing somebody from taking action against somebody. You know what I mean? Like. If that were yeah. I mean, it's crazy because on the Marvel side, you have not Christian Bale coming back to do another superhero movie. Right. Chris yeah. Evans, Tobey Maguire, and on the DC side, you do- <laughs> have who doesn't seemingly doesn't want to come yeah. back, but is doing the Flash movie, what seems like for closure, so that right. he doesn't get the Ewan McGregor treatment of "Are you ever going to play Obi Wan again?" Right. Uh, <laughs> and then this Ray Fisher situation, which it's it sucks. Like, I mean, if 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 what it's hard to not believe, Ray, it really is like hard to not believe what he's saying. At mm-hmm. least like some of what he's saying is true, if not all of it. So it's uh, it's just like if if even a piece of what he's saying is true, it fucking sucks. Mm. And so like fans suffer, he suffers. The movie, like I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know where we. Well, here, let me ask you a question. So, so when the flash starts and you have to go talk to the Muschettis, this has got to be a question, right? You're going to be bringing this up. Am I correct? This is like, oh, I mean, listen, yeah. If I go to the flash junket, I'm sure yeah. I'm going to get when I send the like when I get that email with the list of people I'm going to interview, and I send that over to my boss, and I say this is it. He's like when I get Andy Muschietti or I don't, whoever else might be able to answer. Even that Ezra, question, if he has a walked off. There's gonna be like they're gonna send me like uh yeah, just I mean if if Affleck like Affleck like was role in this originally what was like a deleted yeah. version of the script because I mean I would go in and I'll ask James Gunn what was Nova's role in Guardians of the Galaxy people didn't want to yeah other than this one's actually more important yeah, yeah. right well but it, it's, it's even crazier with this one though because you got like Affleck who if Affleck is involved in press in any way um. Is gonna be, um, which I'm sh- I'm sure he would be because if if they want to make it a send off like they're claiming they are or whatever happened, even if they aren't, um, and he, he's gonna be asked because he was in he was in Justice League with Ray, and so if they're gonna be like this was supposed to be a, you know, there's gonna be multiple other Justice League movies and there's not, you know, what are your thoughts on that or whatever? Because you know, that the Affleck comments on Ray Fisher headline that's that's a headline like <laughs> that's lots of keywords. Well, whether or not he supports them, like dude. If Ray comes out or if Affleck comes out and supports him or, or even acknowledges that, you know, right. what he's talking about is true. It's the right. same reason I mean, that like the Snyder cut was such a monkey on their back was because um, there was no like DC movie that would happen without like the cast and crew and director being asked, have you seen it? Do you know about it? Do you want, do you think it should be released? <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, especially people involved in it from other movies, you know, Affleck got asked about it several times. Like it was, it's like the only way to stop that from happening was to, to like put it out. And so, you know, this is going to be a problem if this isn't like resolved somehow. Well, that's um, what I was saying. I mean, I even like posted for... a video about it. When, like when, when I, when I was talking about like, okay, when it comes to the, uh, the Snyder, you know, fandom it's like, should we support this movie? And I was like, well, hold on, pump the brakes. This movie has not shot an inch of film yet. It's going to have to resolve all this controversy before right. it shoots. There's no way that it, it doesn't like, and you got so many people involved. You got, I mean, not, not just like Ezra Miller, who was like, you know, besties with Ray Fisher and you can, you know, I mean, come on, he might try to do something too. That's like, Hey, fuck this. I want, I want Ray Fisher in this movie. And it almost seems like, yeah, Ray Fisher should be in the cyborg should be in the flash movie. They're going to be like tapping into the, time travel multiverse and everything well I mean, go back to the comment he made in crisis on infinite earth yes I yes Victor Victor was was right. as he fades out of the speed yes. force i mean like i mean it, it's almost like you have to have cyborg in this movie to make it just you know and even like what uh, people ask me like um are you going to be as excited for it if cyborg's not in it? i'm like i'm not i'm not as hyped that you know, about it, uh, if, if Cyborg's not in it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like we got Keaton, who's loosely loosely attached to it. I mean, you know, he hasn't <laughs> well, confirmed. I, I think the optics I mean, are just really hard to get over. Like, like this movie version of Flashpoint is not going to be yeah, too like, different from like the Marvel yeah. equivalent of Civil War. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's totally stories. not going to be the same. Yeah, yeah. No, no, completely different stories. 100% yeah. different stories. But like in terms of like the characters and the changes made from adapting a comic to a movie, I feel like the comparison will, it's going to be inevitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige has entered the chat. What's what? <laughs> Someone called Kevin Feige in the chat. 
Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I think that uh, brother Len, Len There's always Zell. somebody that does that. See right there. <laughs> like, how do you have Flashpoint if you don't go all in on like Wonder Woman and Aquaman's feud? Right. Yeah, exactly. I know. Exactly. You want to see? You want to see? You want to see the? You want to see her holding up the head of Mira? You want to see? But the thing is, though, is that that's how. So imagine, imagine they go that route, right? That means that Cyborg would have been literally like the Superman of the Flashpoint universe of that world in that story. It's like, dude. But what? But what it sounds like is that what they're not. The only thing that, from what I've gathered, the only thing that sounds like the Flashpoint aspect of this is going to be. Is the time travel to save his mom, and basically that's how they turn the Flash solo movie basically into an origin story because you right. have to find out about Nora getting killed, whether she gets killed by the Reverse Flash or not in this iteration. I don't know, but it's like, but it sounds like you don't get the Flashpoint universe; you just get Barry learning the consequences of <laughs> effing with the timeline. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, but then I, 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 I think he's going to have to say. I think he's. I hopefully it's going to be Batman uh, saving his Nora. Or hopefully it's Flash going back in time and fucking up the timeline to save Nora. But I can very well see them doing a thing where he goes back in time to save Ben Affleck's Batman. Oh, and then electing not to. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I hope that's uh, not the case. But like, would that surprise you at this point? Yeah, I mean, multiverse. Yeah, well, like you said, it's not going to be the same. I mean, Civil War is not going to be the same. Even like Kevin Feige, I, I, I actually like he always it. says. He, he always <laughs> said for Secret oh, Wars, he said for Secret Wars, it's not going to be like the comic book. Secret yeah. Wars is going to be something different, you know. Like you know, and and you know, I I have Civil War, you know, I and I've read that, I've read the book, and it's just like, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. I would love to see an actual version of that. But, I mean, you're not going to get that in this fucking, you know, Infinity War branch of the saga that they were trying to do. You're not going to get Secret Wars the way it was in the comic, even though, like, you know, the news about Chris Evans coming back. It's like, oh, yeah. Hey, is it for that? Hey, so, so Brandon, what do you think of uh, because somebody was asking me, I forgot. uh, I think it was last night I was talking on somebody. uh, But like, so now they did just uh, they moved up. Godzilla vs. Kong in a March. Oh, yeah. Snyder's Cut's going to be in March, right? We have Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's going to be in March. Um, that's a lot of content for the, fucking, for the fucking month of March. Like, how does that, <laughs> you know, is that is that any different than, you know, because this is all streaming now, so it's not like, you know. I mean, I think since it's all streaming, I think you bring that into consideration and they know – we're probably going to watch all of it no matter what. If this, like, in a typical year, like, it, it would be more crowded than that, right? Like, would. March, March is always, like, the, 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 the launch pad for the summer. Look month. at 2016. That was BVS. That was Daredevil Season 2. And I even remember it, it was weird. It was, like, the Supergirl, the first Supergirl Flash crossover in the CW. Yeah. All happened, like, in the same, like, Four yeah. days span. January, like, January is when like die almost like yeah February where it's like oh put the romantic stuff in there because it's February okay I get it right. and then March is like the launching pad for the summer blockbuster season so exactly. I mean March I, under normal circumstances would have been what um like like if 2020 didn't go to shit 2020 
like March would have had like it was almost every Friday in 2021 was a blockbuster. Like it yeah. was like 2020 movies were trying to find a time to land. So I mean, I think Warner Brothers, I think all studios, Warner Brothers included, especially, is just trying to find a way to make any money at this point. Like I think Disney and Warner Brothers are probably at the top of the list of the two studios who are just bleeding cash right now because they spent so much and they just. But see, can't. here's the the beautiful thing about Warner Brothers doing that technically, and if there is a beauty side to that, is that AT and T is fitting the bill, and not Warner Brothers really, because that's. Right, you know I mean, right. Disney Disney is fitting the bill, so it's. I mean, well, I mean to be honest, from my perspective, it's a good thing. Like I'm gonna watch Godzilla vs Kong, and I'm gonna watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. Absolutely, like, but. To them, I think they're just thinking it might be two different audiences. I don't – I genuinely – like if I think if I walked outside of my house, I think if I went downstairs to my roommate who doesn't watch any of this stuff, who works <laughs> at a distillery and just doesn't really – he didn't watch WandaVision today. He's not going to. He never watched <laughs> The Mandalorian. He probably not never watched the original Justice League. He probably – he may have watched Man of Steel. If I walked down there and I said, yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong and Zack Snyder's Justice League are coming out in March, you watching one first, I think the first thing he would say is, what is Zack Snyder's Justice League? I think, <laughs> I, I like. I genuinely think most people out. Yeah. I think we live in a in a bubble where we're surrounded by people who know this stuff. Yeah, Twitter yes. and our comment sections and all that stuff make us think that everybody knows this stuff. Oh. But the average, if we got in an Uber, half the <laughs> don't know what Zack Snyder's Justice. Yeah, that is the perfect analogy right there, dude. Literally, yeah. you get you get into an Uber. No, and no, you're like, I do. I like talk about it. I'm like, you don't know about this, right? Then they don't. Then I tell them about it. Yeah, I've never, or, I've never or, heard of. Yeah, oh my yeah, god. you get somebody who's like, no, I was listening to today's vodka stream. I can't wait for Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> so it's it's one or the other. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I, just, I mean, like, I literally have a mask that says Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I wear it into stores. And I think people look at it and go, like, what the fuck is he wearing on his face? <laughs> I, I had that conversation. I actually had that conversation. I had that conversation this week because, you know, I got to read an advanced copy of Sean's book. Yeah. And uh, it, on my on my billboard in my classroom, I mean, you guys see my Goodreads post on my Twitter account. You know, Brandon, but the other jokers here who follow me (laughs) watching me is like half just watching my goodreads posts and so i i printed a copy of the cover because i post on a billboard like these are the books i read this month and so now i've got the release the snyder cut book posted on my billboard and the librarian who laminated it for me she was like what's this and so i got to be like and i got to be like well one i got interviewed for this book two how much time do you have (laughs) that's why i'm interested into like uh when the marketing really kicks in it's like what obviously that's 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 going to be brought to the tables like how do we reach those people that's why when like yeah we can make fun of collider i've made fun of collider talk shit and made you know even on film chucky live i made it like a a you know that that whole little bit that i did but at the same time it's like they have a different reach than what we have you know it's a whole different reach like Mm -hmm. Ones are excited and talking about, hey, Harry Lennox is going to be Martian Manhunter in this version of Justice League. And people might be like, what the fuck is that? You know, everyone has had that experience where you're like before a Marvel movie, you're in a theater and like there's a crowd of kids in front of you and there's a trailer on for like an X-Men. I mean, back 
before the acquisition, there'd be like a trailer for an X-Men movie or something. And they'd all, the whole row would turn to like the Marvel expert and be like, what's going on? It'd be like, oh, well that's Wolverine. He's going to be in the next Avengers movie. And you're like, okay, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is like, Like, honestly, I just think we give people a lot of credit because of the bubbles that we surround ourselves with. The people we choose to follow know all the same things we do. They might have different opinions, but they have the same knowledge as us. Yeah. Back in that day, Stephen, people didn't know that nope. Fox owned the X Men and that Disney owned the Avengers, Dude, and that they couldn't before, overlap. Before BVS, like, I didn't know. We got covered of like 2011 would be like X Men and Batman are going to be in a movie together, and everyone was like, "Whoa, that's going to be crazy!" And it's like, "Well, hold on, that's, <laughs> that's not how I knew this works." Genuinely think like mainstream audiences, they're much more casual than we give them credit for. They yeah. won't know the difference, and they probably don't know that there's a Zack Snyder's Justice League coming, just like they don't know that Disney bought Fox and the X-Men. Yeah. Well, and and if, they, if they do remember the other Justice League, they're, they don't remember it well enough. Not not because of, like, we all have a perception of it, but there's a lot of people who are going to... It was forgettable because it was forgettable. Or they're going to think that it was a... Um, they're going to think this is a or sequel. Started. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw the first one. I'm excited <laughs> to see what happens next. And they're not going to know because the villain looks different. Right. Or, mm-hmm. even funnier... <laughs> or even funnier is that I, I, a lot of like really casual audiences you'll get will if you told them like oh yeah it was bad so they did a new one and they'd be like oh cool okay whereas like once you get like casual fans they're like that doesn't happen but like people outside of this bubble you'd be like oh no they fixed it because they because it sucked they'd be like oh that's really cool like that's just kind of like the extent of how much they care about that mm-hmm. oh. yeah. We lost Scott. Of course, of course, we lose Scott. But yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Chris Chris Wong mentioned something about going into a Nordstrom's or whatever, and you know, I have I have Wonder Woman tattooed on my arm. So like, I was in a, I went to go buy some liquor at one point, and, and you know, I was I, I handed him my card or whatever, <laughs> and he, you know, he saw the Wonder Woman and he was like, oh, you know, are you, you know, he said he said he mentioned something about Justice League. And I was like, "Hey, you talking about Zack Snyder Justice League?" He was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm excited about watching." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm so glad I'm buying my liquor from you because I can actually, you know, be proud about saying something like because I didn't have anything else on. It was just a regular T-shirt." Well, but I learned a long time ago, and I used to. I, I this is part of the reason I don't wear like superhero T-shirts and stuff normally, or if I do, I try to find something more vague. I mean, even I would consider this vague. Like someone that's not a fan wouldn't like know what it is. Um, and. <laughs> Because I got sick of people would be like, oh, I love Star Wars. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, Star yeah. Wars is cool. And they'd be like, what's your favorite? And then I'd, I'd be like five minutes into a conversation before they'd be like, oh, no. Yeah, I, don't know I mean, like, I saw one of the movies once. Yeah. yeah. And, like, but they'd so leave, they'd start the conversation with like, oh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm like, oh, yeah. Did you watch the Clone Wars? And, like, and then oh, they're like, oh, I don't. I don't know. Whoa, whoa! I seen the new ones yet. No, no, no. I was just being nice. I wasn't even. I don't even know your fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> so now when people are like, "Do you like Star Wars?" I'm like, "That's all right." Yeah. Like, like I don't. Uh, <laughs> every time somebody asks me, like and I just and then they like, say, "What's your name?" And he goes, yeah. uh, I just, I just feel like this. That's why I'm raising my children the way I'm raising them. That they can look at. They, they literally can walk into a store and go. I just like my my mom made. I forgot, Amanda. You got to help me out here. What's the name of that thing? Like you put like on top of curtains, like the little band, valance. like valance. Yeah, my mom made a valance in my boys' I, room okay, yes, I, with the uh, with the logos. Like, and I love the fact that my uh, at four years old, my oldest could go. 
Aquaman, Green Lantern, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, The Flash. I'm like, dude, you just know more than about 95% of the population <laughs> yeah. of the yes. planet. And I am I proud of you. You know more than everybody. <laughs> My four-year-old knows more about Transformers than I do. <laughs> but I mean, even with other people that are like, I'm, I would be broaching. The, I'd be like, dude, are you hitting on me? Like, we're you, really going to have this conversation? Because... I'm I'm ready to go. Like you, you don't fucking tease me with that kind of a conversation yeah. starter. Sorry, like my, my wife. My wife just goes, "Are you ready to put a cord in that jukebox?" <laughs> and, and then I think we're at a family. No, she does. She's just like, and, and then literally she's had like family members of hers like here. Like I've been doing this podcast for five years, and people like are still finding out like today. Oh, you do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, you know it is. I've been doing one every week for the last five years. Thank you very much for picking up on that. I talked about recently, and so and my and favorite thing is it. when you get that Uber driver <laughs> brings Brilliant. like if you're wearing a T-shirt, whether it's Superman or Iron Man or Marvel, DC, anything. When they say, "Oh, you so so," did you see that last movie? You say, "Yeah, yeah," <laughs> and then they say to you, and then they bring up like, "Well." So I heard uh, yeah, he's yeah. doing like a uh, Supergirl movie with Batman, and it's gonna have Deadpool in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that, dude. I love. And you're like, well, and they're like, my friend, my friend. Yeah. He's on the forums. He knows yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. And then you have, about it. Tweets, you, have to, you have to take a moment to yourself and decide. Do I tell them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are they already lost? <laughs> because if I start this conversation, it's a path. You know, I've been watching <laughs> a lot of mountain climbing down oh, there oh, lately, oh. and sometimes you do when someone falls that high, you just have to leave them. <laughs> it's, well, no, it's, no, no, it's, it's not like even that. It's, it's like walking. It's, not, it's, it's like walking into one of those off-brand toy stores in like the mall or somewhere, or like a, a flea market, and you see like the you see the figurines that have like Wolverine and Batman and Iron Man all in one box, and it says Look at the Avengers. You're like, okay. No, it's like oh, the Avengers. Sure, the thing I'm telling you. Yeah. Hey, and it's, that's why people storm the Capitol, right? Because you know they they think that they actually know certain, sh- and they'll they'll tell you bullshit. And you're like, dude, that's fucking bullshit. Like you know it's bullshit, but how do you respond to it? Oh, oh do you really? Because I've done it before. I'm like, well, uh, you know, I I get what you're saying. I a free Uber ride because I told an Uber driver who Megan yeah. killed. <laughs> Like four What's with you and Uber drivers? What's up with that? Guys, I'm telling you, you have not you have not experienced this until you've run a middle school comic book club for seven years, <laughs> and these eleven through thirteen year olds walk in and think that they're going to school you. Oh, I can't. And I just sit there going, "Son, not today. Yeah, <laughs> not today." Well, that's yeah. a, that's the thing, though, right? I mean, because at, at the end of the day, like, sure, like, I, I don't, I mean, it's a passion of mine, like, just talking about all this stuff and and knowing some of the stuff that I know, like, it's cool. But when I hear blatant bullshit, you know, I'm like, <laughs> how do I how do I respond to that? Do I do I con- you, got, you have to you know, in order to go to sleep? Like, you have to. You kind of go, you go. Well, listen, I don't know where you. <laughs> I don't. 
I mean, you kind of laugh, right? Like, I don't know where you heard that, but I can tell you that's that's not true, or you know, that, that's bullshit. It's like, god damn, dude! Yeah, like, you're real close to him, and you say, check your sources. My well, yeah. my favorite was back <laughs> years ago before I um, was even uh, um, getting paid to do any of this stuff. I um, you're getting paid now. I had a, a co-worker who I don't remember how it came up, but it was a Star Wars thing came up and it was like right after the Disney acquisition happened. And, and this was a dude who was like super loud and confident and he knew everything. I'm like, right here, fucker. When, when, er- <laughs> when any topic uh, came up about anything, you know, work related or whatever, he was like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm an expert and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then the Star Wars thing came up and he goes, oh, yeah, well, you know, there's a Mace Windu movie coming out and he's got like a robot arm. And 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 I I remember that moment, like my mind exploded. And I was just I just said, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, this dude is full of shit about everything. He just happened to prove it on the wrong topic. But now I know whenever he talks about anything else, he's doing the same the same (laughs) thing (laughs) with he's doing the same thing when he's talking about uh fucking network technologies as he is when he's talking about <laughs> Star Wars. It's just, I don't know enough to call yes on it. I so. wish you guys knew this case. Hey, Brandon, by the way, I was going to say, you just started your podcast, right? Like your number one episode, right? You yeah, just Phase started. Zero, right? Yeah, Phase yeah, Zero. We, uh, we, we recorded the first episode live today, which was very... Wait, everybody drink! You have to drink now, because you plugged. Yeah, yeah, he plugged. Oh, yeah, he plugged. Plugged. yeah, I forgot to mention the rules. It's like, we drink when we plug. I've been drinking the whole time. Yeah, so. I know. If I could say that somebody looks shit face, it's Brandon. Like, <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> I know he is shit face. Like, I've, I've been on a fucking intermittent fasting diet. I'm trying to get in oh shape. I, have, yeah, uh, yeah. I get it. I get it. This shit, I'm listen. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> listen, all right, all right. Dude. Jose, Y'all gonna get me fucking canceled? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think I'm a good yeah. enough person to get drunk and still not get canceled, but I. I yeah. Well, not with influencers. <laughs> it's like hot ones, but with alcohol instead of just wings. <laughs> I still think I'm a. Pr- I, I think there's nothing that could come out of this dumbass mouth. That could be dumb enough to get me in trouble, but <laughs> but you never know. You never know. It's one thirty in the morning here in Nashville. So yeah, I'm in Birmingham. So I'm like, yeah, same <laughs> oh, yeah, time. You're, oh, you're, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. right down there. I know. Yeah, you're right there. Nashville was. I drove up to Nashville to see a midnight showing of Casino Royale because they weren't doing it in Birmingham. So oh, was it at which theater? The Opry Mills or the Regal Hollywood Twenty Seven or which one? Oh, it was a big one. I don't know. I, I had a friend who used yeah, probably because it was a big one. He was a big James Bond fan, and I just remembered that he was like, "Hey, you want to come to Nashville tonight?" And I was like, "I get off at work at four. I will see you then." What is that? Like an hour and a half? I I've been I think, to Birmingham one time. I went to the Birmingham Bowl. Okay, at at Legion Field. Yeah, it was South Carolina versus UCF. Okay. Four years. Uh, ago. An hour and a half sounds about right because Nashville is like just over the state line in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because you're the only problem is you're 65 the whole way. There is damn yep. nothing to look nope. at on 65. Yeah, there, listen, you drive outside of Nashville, there is nothing in general. You go in any direction. You go north, south, east, west. There is nothing outside of Nashville until you hit Chattanooga. 
Birmingham, Memphis, or I, what? I don't. I don't know what is north of us. Kentucky. Yes, so nothing. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, aka nothing. Just the full state of Kentucky, right? Yeah. Hey, my my sister. I, I drive yeah, through Nashville now when I go call. see my sister because she lives in Lexington. So it's just like I, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. She's Wildcat. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I can respect it. That's fine. That's fine. I'll allow it. I'll allow Brandon, it. Brandon, what was the story that you went earlier about the Uber? I'm sorry that I cut you off, dude. I was just messing with you. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. I talked way too much about Uber drivers. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love, I love the Uber. Yeah. What about, when are you? When are you going to come to Austin, dude? Dude, I love Austin, Texas. You ever been to Terry Black's barbecue? Uh, no, because we don't do those things because, you know, I'm I'm original from Austin, so that's something. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> Bro, I love Austin, Texas. I'm not going to lie to you. I, uh, I've i been there three times now, and uh, I've been to Round Rock. Oh, okay. That's That'll like fucking somewhere. north. Yeah, it's way north. Yeah, it's in the middle of fucking Austin. nowhere. Yeah, yeah, well, it's it's out there, but uh, I stayed in – I, I came out a couple yeah, times. I went to South by twice, and I went to the set of Fear, and I also nice. went to for fun once with my. Family. Well, you know what's, what's bullshit is that this this or last South by Sean O'Connell, me and him were we're supposed to meet up for oh, South Sean by. O'Connell, was like, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Asshole. I know. So we were supposed to we were supposed to meet up for South by, and then it got canceled. So I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, dude. I mean, that would have been like the first what. I had no. I just I'm I'm like just sympathizing because I got that South by invitation like a week mm-hmm. before, and then it was like psych. Yep. Sorry. Well, I, know. I mean, last year we were gonna all go and meet up at Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be like, hey, we're finally all gonna meet in person and blah blah blah, and that didn't happen. Well, that's what's gonna be interesting is if like you've been doing this for you've been doing this for years now, but I feel like it's kind of it's growing over the years and like oh, yeah. how long when did you start this, Dave? Uh, I started. I started like. 10 years ago like this channel started like in january of 2011 but i didn't really take it seriously probably till like 2013 or 14 well, do we know the date of your first video uh my first video is probably january 24th i think the anniversary we pretty specific. yeah we have a party next week i know yes! we have a fucking uh 10 I mean, party. crazy what? Yeah. No. yes dude, dude. Yeah. Oh, if this channel were a child, it would be in like fourth grade, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm like, talking about. about. It would be his own ass. It would be telling Scott how much he knows about comic movies. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was gonna say, so, do you have like, do you have shows lined up for your next like, like interview, like? Because you have the access through comic book, right? So you're going, all right, well, you know what? Uh, let's let's go talk to Alex Garland. Let's go talk to Quentin Tarantino. You know, like, I mean, is that, is it, are those, you're like, yeah, that's who I, I'm going to be. I wish I was that cool. I'm going to be honest. Oh, I wish I was right. that cool. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, I'm just, I just kind of play it like, I mean, Warner Brothers just emailed me. They said they're sending me something. So they didn't tell me which movie. I think it's Mortal Kombat. That oh, was yesterday, and a photo nice. dropped today. So something is coming in the mail soon. Um, I'm guess I have heard a Mortal Kombat trailer is coming very soon. It's so, like I'm guessing Mortal Kombat's going to start to ramp up, but it's just kind of like uh, my schedule. Like it's it's cool when you uh, look at it when it's done <laughs> with, but it kind of yeah. just pops up at the last minute, which becomes a little bit stressful because I would love to be more. <laughs> 
prepared for things. Like, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I am drinking Terramana, Andrew Christie. That's right. Yeah, bingo. There it is. There it is. I, yeah. I'm not even paying me to say it. Rock, pay me. I know. Uh, okay. I'm like, you and Rock are buddies, right? He's like, and he doesn't even give me a free bottle of tequila. The hell is it? I'm wearing his headphones. I'm <laughs> Jesus. What am I doing? Man. I know, man. Oh, man. Like, yeah, he oh. was a buddy buddy to you, and then all of a sudden he handed you all this merchandise. Like, hey, <laughs> no, 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 promote so that, not, please. I have tried every time I see The Rock. I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I see The Rock or Hiram <laughs> Garcia, I'm like, yo. <laughs> that new Under Armour shit looks dope. <laughs> I bet. I, I just bet. Subtly, you're so fucking subtle that they're like, oh, thanks. And they're like, yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> like, go buy that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spread it around. Go tell people to buy it. But, uh, I'll promote but, it for you. And he's like, I've got 30 million Instagram followers. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, who, who are you getting? You got what five people follow you? All right, yeah. full price at Dick's nah. Sporting. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, say, no, like it feels like an insult somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no. you, I would be if I if I was you, I'd be like, dude, we already interviewed him. Like, dude, I just like honestly, I walked into Dick's yeah. the other day. I, I picked up a bunch of things. I started walking out. The guy was like, no number. You got, I was like, yo, I'm friends with this guy. Look at the tweet Look at my Look at my mansion. Look at my I'll send him a picture and say, Rock, this is on the house today. I'm incredibly busy, so why don't you get the hell out of here before I snap your dick off and jam it into your ass? Dude. Like, come on, man! Like, I would, you, you got to be able to like talk to people like that sometimes, right? <laughs> or, or has anybody ever talked to you that way? Like, listen, stop asking that fucking question, okay? I'm not going to answer. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds has anybody ever done that? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, the only interview I've ever walked out of and thought somebody hated me was with Ryan Reynolds. Really? Um, really? What did I, you? I, Look now, this was years ago, but now we're good. Now, like we have exchanged messages on Twitter. Why was it though? After the life junket, it it was in Austin, Texas. Oh Uh, man, it it was life, and I I sucked. I had long, ugly, greasy hair, and I walked (laughs) in. I sat down like I owned the place, and I just had an interview with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal at the same time, and I just walked out like shit. That was terrible, and I thought Ryan Reynolds hated me, and. I don't know. I, apparently, they were just having fun that day, and they were just messing around. But well, uh, him and Jake Gyllenhaal were having a good old time during that. I that is the one interview that I'm like, yo, I hate this interview. I wish we could oh. delete it from the internet. I just, oh man. But uh, he's cool. He we met again. At, I think the only time I saw him after that was a Deadpool two premiere, and uh, I said my boss wanted me to play fuck Mary kill with. <laughs> The whole cast. Yes. Uh, so I did that with. I got to Ryan. So you told him you wanted to fuck him. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and Marianne. The options were, like, were like Colossus, Thanos, and something stupid. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it, but I get like it, it would have been a good social video if everybody answered. I guess. So, he, but Ryan got the question, and he was just like, "I'm going to be honest. I hate that game." And then his public uh, was 
That's all we have time for. And oh, I'm oh, Jesus, dude. Oh, God. Hey, so do you think do you think that, that uh Deadpool 3 is gonna be really rated R? Like, do you think it's gonna be legit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's true. I think that's Thank true. God. I think that'd be so stupid if it's not. I think dude, I know, Feige, but... Feige might have to play by Disney's rules, but he's not dumb. Like, he's gonna make an R rate. Like Deadpool, Deadpool can appear in Avengers character movies and be PG thirteen because he's done that in comics. I think you can yeah. take Deadpool and make him appear in those movies and censor him. And I was gonna say people get mad right. whenever I say this, but like Deadpool getting censored in an Avengers movie would be the funniest shit. Yeah. Yeah. Be meta. If you have a movie called Deadpool, yeah, it has to be rated R, and they know that. And I fully believe well, that's what's well, what about, yeah, what about Blade? Question. I got a question. I got a question though. Do you think that sets the uh, that sets the I don't know. I guess the, uh, the 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 stick up there where it's like, does Blade end up being rated too? Jim. Oh, oh, you're oh, you're killing me. Oh, like, how do you then? How do you then tell like like Scott Derrickson is like sitting at home watching? I bet he's pissed, dude. <laughs> yeah. he's so fucking pissed. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Dude, you know, I, he was like when, when they announced that, he was just like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he on. definitely also wanted to put Nicolas Cage in Doctor Strange too. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. As Doctor Strange. Uh, well, it's the multiverse, right? So just do him as as Superman. <laughs> do Nick oh. Cage Superman <laughs> in Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Oh, he's he be the the Spider Man Noir dude. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If he doesn't play like a live action Spider Noir, I'm. I mean, well, I'm not going to do anything, but I won't be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never knew I needed that so much, but yeah. That's what I'm just saying, dude. Spider Noir, he'd be fucking amazing at it. But I also think, like, but do you go, okay, well, if if um, if Deadpool's rated R, if Blade's rated R, does that mean that we could get some Wolverine-type stuff that's rated R, right? I mean, it comes down to, is Disney Plus willing to put, like, a Marvel Max section? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> I think they have to. If they're going to bring Charlie Cox into Daredevil... Oh my wanna, god! Like you know, if they well, want to I mean, go, look how much only so long before I you think have Sleeping Beauty with. The, there's a lot of things that I've always there. thought Marvel yeah. would never do, but I think that the pandemic has kind of created a bit of a circumstance where Marvel and Disney and, and other studios. I mean, like, look at what WB did. They're just the first. They're they're just the ones that cracked first, right? Mm. Everyone everyone's got to sell content, and and you know what. I know that we have had like a no R rated movie policy, but like, fuck it. We need content that people want to see. Like, right. So. I mean, that, that, that just, that just happened with WandaVision. Like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to precede WandaVision and Black Widow was supposed to precede yep. those. So they can only bleed so much before they have to put a bandaid on it and just bite yep. the bullet and, and rearrange something. I don't believe there were any significant creative changes in that schedule swap, yeah. but it, it it wasn't the original plan. So, I mean, it may, it would make more sense to have those characters rated R. I fully agree with all of you. I, fuck, I don't know if it's going to happen. Really would, but I have to ask this though: like Stephen and everybody, like, did you guys you guys watch WandaVision, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What'd you guys think? Amanda. Yeah, I'm curious what you guys think of that. Like, you guys are, yeah, I'm curious what y'all thought of that. No, I didn't watch Age of Ultron. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, I did watch Age of Ultron. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'll I just answer. I just don't have time. 
it, it, my my answer is probably quick because I don't I I didn't know what to expect to it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I wasn't going. Oh man, I'm, I'm so excited. I actually <laughs> I'm such a, a geek when it comes to this shit. I'm so appreciative that they because they went to the sitcom route and that old school route that they stuck with the one three three format. And the ratio, the, the aspect ratio. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Like, I'm glad y'all y'all stuck with that because mm-hmm. you know if it would have been widescreen. I would have been like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Like, no. I think just in general to see Marvel come, like, my biggest frustration with with Marvel is like they're they're like good enough. Um, I think in order to make something that has broad appeal, you kind of have to draw some lines in some places that that are like, okay, that's good enough. Let's not push it because you don't know. And so as a result on certain projects, you know, there's only so many Guardians of the Galaxy um, out there. So it's not often that you see them like commit to a style or a vibe. And WandaVision has a personality that it does is just lacking in so many. And it's it's interesting, too, because I wouldn't even say it's a creator driven I don't even know who the showrunner is. I mean, yeah, like, I don't, it's somebody. Yeah, it's somebody I've never heard of. So. Or wrote, okay. I'm not very sure. aware of any of that. Um, but but the, but there is a personality to it, which which has been to me well, lacking this, since this is what I noticed. This is the major right? thing that I noticed, and I was like, I was actually impressed because you know I don't know what's. Ha- I only saw the first two episodes. I didn't get any screeners, so I can't see the third one. So I'm not special. Sorry, but. <laughs> You know, for, I'm like, okay, with well, something new, it's, it's something that I can watch, and that's cool. Like, I, it, you know, at the end of the day, what else came on? What else got released today? You know what hey, I mean? Yeah, like, right, 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 right. I feel you. What I, what I, what I really appreciate, and what I was actually shocked about, is that the colors when they showed the colors, oh, dude, yeah. that is the best cinematography I've fucking seen in Marvel. All they, they never even put those colors in movies. Okay, so there was blacks, there was reds, and there were deep reds. Like, dude. I was shocked. I was like, why are they doing that this time? But they didn't do this in Civil War. Yeah, By that logic, good. I think you're going to really dig Eternals. Uh, okay, because I think that's going to look so, like very, very different. But I mean, WandaVision from... Uh, it is tremendously different. So I mm-hmm. think that releasing two episodes today was not a choice based on any schedule or any kind of shit like that. I think releasing two episodes on the first day was a, a lack of confidence in the first episode being able mm. to hook in an audience to get people to come back in week two. I think it's yeah. such a slow burn. And I've seen the three, and I can tell you, like, mm. episode three, I like it a lot. It's not going to do much more to hook you in or make it very clear what's going on like it has a it's a similar format of an episode it's just a different era and it's i like the episode a lot but it i i was genuinely like when i watched those episodes before they came out because i am special i know (laughs) i'm so glad you said that i was so hoping you're gonna fucking say that because if you weren't i was gonna go well you're special so that's why (laughs) genuinely when i watched those episodes i was thinking like i don't know what people who are not like marvel diehards are going to think of this because it's literally a sitcom starring marvel characters yeah. like that's yeah. it's weird and I, for me it was entertaining like I, I i i'm interested to see what happens with vision and wanda and how it leads into strange 2 and spider-man 3 and how it picks up with endgame and all that shit but to the person who to the uber driver who's <laughs> yeah. the endgame who doesn't know that it's leading into strange 2 and all that shit they're going to turn that on and they're going to think it's just another sitcom with a weird robot and a woman yeah. who can move plates with her hands. 
Like, well, I mean, well, I mean, they're really move plates. Well, I was gonna say my my so my daughter. I, I always try to like I like I use her as a gauge because she has no filter, right? She, she's not online. She's not yeah. sitting here going DC versus Marvel. She's just like, well, if it's good, it's good. Like that's all that matters to her. And I I had mentioned to her, I was like, hey, I really want to watch this with you, just kind of get your you know your opinion. She's like, oh, I think I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I, I'm kind of interested. And I'm like, in my head, I'm going, it's so fucking weird to hear because she hasn't like she's not she doesn't know about the multiverse and all the shit that's what's happening. With What's great about it is like they they capture the tropes like mm-hmm. just perfectly, perfectly. I mean, even like with the walking when like one is like walking like this and you wow. know, everything, That's every great. little thing that 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 they 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 capture. But then all of a sudden, there's like there's a deeper mystery. And when people say like, "Oh man, it's a slow burn," I'm like, "Yeah, but it's building up." Did you see what happened at the like during this moment and during that moment? And it's like. Hey, it's very much the thing that, that I didn't get before from Marvel movies, and that's yeah. why I like so far these uh, two episodes. Because, like, you start one of the things that we like to do is these deep dives on this uh, on these TV shows. Where okay, what's going on? Uh, we get in uh, the star, we get in sword, uh, we get in uh, Hydra. Is jumping from one decade to oh, the next. Yeah, so we try to like piece th- this thing together like we'd never did before with Marvel. Oh, movies. there's there was and a bunch of little reserves just for DC movies. So I like the fact that we're doing this with this kind of show. I think I think Disney Plus also kind of I don't know if I want to say cracked the code or like but figured out a a really interesting balance between the serialized versus um um what's the what's the non-serialized <laughs> like the, Sonic. the ncis kind of like captain crunch oh, oh. um um there's a but the, the the where it's not like a an formulaic epi- well it's not formulaic but there, there's a specific the word where it's not it's not a like there's, there's not a clear season arc it's just every episode is kind of a villain of the week style yeah exactly but um <laughs> And so they and so they 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 do that, but also when you watch it all together, there is a there is a clear kind of through line, um, which I think is really cool, kind of for streaming because I think it creates a really easy. Are in, we talking about Lego Frozen, or are we talking about? We're talking about what Disney did. Okay. <laughs> um, but but so like 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 with Mandalorian, you look at like really you could jump anyone into almost any episode of that show. And like, sure. The fans are going to be like, well, no, they've got to know about baby Yoda. And the, but like, but practically speaking, you could jump anyone in any episode and they're and they're in, in the same way that if you're flipping through channels um, on like network TV and you bring up an episode of, of law and order, but they're not going to be like, Oh, I need to know everybody's backstory in order to know what's going on here. <laughs> right. Um, to me, my favorite, I mean, this is like my hands down favorite TV show of all time is lost. And so Mine while I watched those four three episodes of WandaVision, I thought this was a little a little too slow for me. But the I, end I that last shot reminded me so much of that. I thought that the mystery was probably the most kind of intriguing, yes. like little seeds little sprinkled in, peppered yes. in throughout that I felt since lost. And I I I, 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 I don't watch every TV show, so maybe something has come along. along well, did, you, did you did you watch it. Raised by Wolves? I haven't watched Raised by Wolves. Oh, oh dude, you fucked it. up, man. I'm sorry. You <laughs> fucked up. Oh, you no. Because right, here's guys, the thing. No, no, no. no, no, no. Straight up harassed you until you. <laughs> I am going to fucking ask you. I'm going to tweet at you every fucking day. And I hope that you answer or at least get that notification. 
just so you could see it. If not, I'll respond. I don't care. I'm going to be like, hey, raise our wolves. I'll send you a yeah. What is that? It's not. It's on HBO Max. He's right to Tennessee. He's going to bring so, back Austin. Yeah. He's going to duct tape. I'm party in Nashville. We'll get, we'll get drunk first. I'll lure you out, and then I'll fucking just – you're watching this shit. I don't yeah. drink. You don't drink water. The Rock You don't drink – yeah. What does The Rock have to say about that? Okay? <laughs> Anyways, listen. They did – they released <laughs> yeah. – Yeah. They released three episodes. That Look at that. Yeah, they, they opened up Raised by Wolves, and they gave you three episodes, which I think is what they should have done with WandaVision, because you're right. Like – had I not known anything, I would have been like, what, what the fuck am I watching? Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? But I was still intrigued. I still know that they're going to be getting into something. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Uh, ben, did you like WandaVision? I, I, I feel like you loved it, right? I feel like it was I your favorite film. I am sorry because, again, like Brandon said, it has those lost elements. Like, you don't know what's going on. At the same time, like, I got a lot of vibes from the Truman Show. When you saw the helicopter that just fled out of nowhere, I was like, whoa, this is some oh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was an, that was an Iron Man. That was an Iron Man. Iron Man uh, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that. Well, oh, I know. There's a lot. There's, I know Marvel. There's cool Easter eggs. Like, when you like, when the commercials show up, you're like, yeah. You're like looking like, oh, what are they going to yeah. say this time? Oh, well, oh, 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 you're ready oh, win one. because yeah, not watch. every group of people will understand this. I do have to ask that everybody, am I the only one who at the end was like, ooh, they've got a Roadcaster Pro on the no. no, no, I mean, yes, oh. you were, yes, but yes, you were the only one. <laughs> okay, but I, I was, I'm also I'm curious to go, well, because people were Nerd. pointing it out, <laughs> yeah, you fucking geek. Is is the Reaper supposed to be this big overarching villain? That's because like no, here's no. here's the thing. But here's the thing though, right? We keep hearing about Agnes's husband. He's never fucking there, right? But she's yeah. fucking wow. ragging on this dude. She is literally ragging on her. I feel like it's it's Amanda if Steven wasn't here, right? She's just talking <laughs> shit about Steven. And we're all like at, at the end of the day, we're all kind of like what the fuck? You Who is this Steven guy? And it comes out. <laughs> I, see I see some parallels. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Exactly. Like, like, hey, Amanda, well, you have a Catherine Hahn kind of vibe. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I love Catherine Hahn. But you oh, see, man. you see the, the, the Reaper, like little, that helmet in, in the <laughs> intro of the second episode. Oh, like it's that? there. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're not just going to put that in there for no fucking reason, right? I don't. I don't think you would. It was in the opening credits. Yeah, yeah. It was in the opening credits. So, I mean, and it's in the it's re, the Grim Reaper is a part of the Scarlet Witch and the Vision or the Vision and Scarlet Witch comic from like 1985 and like and mm-hmm. the Vision comic by Tom King and he gets killed and then buried yeah. by like the Vision's wife. And then they. Should I don't think he's the main the villain, part. but I think he's kind of probably going to play a part. He's going to be uh, Ralph. <laughs> That's Ralph. Ralph. I think. I, I think. Uh, I think that Dude, that daughter, the woman who cut was, her hand. Like everybody thinks that Agnes, Catherine Hahn is Agatha Harkness. Yeah. I think Dottie, the woman who cut her oh, hand, yeah, Dottie's a yeah. big something, something. She's yeah. actually Agatha Harkness, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, definitely Agatha. I don't know. Either way, but I'm Agnes, right. Agnes was wasn't she wearing like a pin with a Reaper on it, like a Grim Reaper? Yeah, she was wearing like the pin that would be consistent with what Agatha Harkness would be seen wearing. It's just, it just feels too obvious. Like, well, right, but I feel like, you. I feel you. 
but yeah. you also you would have to know about that in order to see it. Like the first time I watched it, I didn't know it. I was like, oh, it flew by me. Like I didn't. Yeah, but I was who is going to watch a who is going to watch a sitcom about a witch and a robot that is that doesn't know about that? Me. Honestly, the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, damn, this is bewitched. I'm in. Oh, yeah. You're not so gonna watch listen, listen, before I look online, you, Ben could have asked me, hey, do you know about the Grim Reaper? I'd have been like, what do you mean? The guy in the fucking, like the devil? Like, you know, the death? What? Yeah, and he would have been like, no, the guy from Wano. I'd have been like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. He'd be like, oh, well, you didn't see Agnes? And I'd be like, who the, what? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? The only reason why I know about it is because I saw it online and people were talking about it, but Dude, like somebody I watched it and I was like, I didn't, I didn't even see that shit. So it's obvious if you know what. I mean, yeah, the biggest thing is like, God damn it, dude, Christopher Nolan. Sorry, dude, you needed your brother. Stop with your tenant hate. Stop it. I'll kick you out. I swear to God. Who has a shirt? He likes it so much. He has a shirt. Jeez. Anyway, yeah. Okay, uh, okay, hold on, hold on. What does what does Baby Callan have to say about WandaVision? (laughs) Spill beer. Look, he's gonna spill (laughs) beer beer Right. Why is he up at this ungodly hour? He just got fed. And daddy had a change and daddy and daddy was a good daddy and let mommy go back to sleep and changed his diaper. Yes. No. Sorry. (laughs) But, so, um, Scott, Scott, did, oh my God! I can't. Did you watch Wandavision, Scott? I have not watched Wandavision uh, yet. Okay, so you're okay. Well, so. Will you? So well, I'll ask you, you about the Roadcaster Pro after you watch it. Then you'll probably <laughs> Tim will know. I know Tim will know if Tim watches it. I'll ask Tim. Like I don't like it's it's different because like yeah, I'm a big DC fan and but I'm also I'm interested to see these other shows because I, I'm all about perspective and all that but i'm curious to know like hardcore dc fans are they gonna watch this because well i already saw a few responses that were like oh it's so terrible it's so like like i don't even i'm basically criticizing it for being what it is which i mean like like any like hardcore Zack snyder fan i mean like and by that i mean when i say hardcore i mean like too hardcore where like (laughs) i like wandavision because it's because it's it's, like from a you know i i I like the vibe and it's its own thing um And meanwhile, there's people who are like, it's not like Batman v Superman, therefore it's bad. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. It's not supposed to be. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, I mean, one of the one of the things that we talked about even at the beginning of the stream with me and Ren is like, like, it's something different that Marvel's doing. It's not okay. You yeah. got the formulas with the yeah, and then even Brandon said it's like yeah, you talk about doing a fucking 180. And I think even mm-hmm. Kevin Feige said that, right? I don't know if he said that. <laughs> I don't know. Ask him, Frosty. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Feige said, <laughs> "I will fuck you up." Um, but <laughs> Jesus, dude. language. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear this shit, dude. He's looking at you like, "What?" Oh man, I totally yeah. <laughs> you can't hear. It's fine, but I love messing with you so much. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah because you got the ear, but you got the earphones on, so he couldn't hear it. He couldn't hear it. But Frank, like, like, dude, tell me, tell me the, you know, what's come out on HBO Max right now today? Like, nothing came out on HBO Max, right? So, 
you know, I I'm like that Anne Hathaway movie Lockdown that I actually want to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, thank you for sending me those. Uh, You're welcome. Photos, guys. Well, right. You're welcome. But, but, though, but either way, though, right? When you think about like, okay, I'm talking about like geek shit, right? I mean, that's a drama, yeah. I guess. It's about the pandemic being locked down. I'm talking about geek shit. Like, what came out? Oh, WandaVision came out. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's that's, not- hey, hey, and and that's why I say like the whole uh, Chris Evans uh, in talks thing day before. Yeah. A little he was like, uh, what do you got yeah, to say about that, Brandon? Deadline. Like, how do they keep getting invited to shit? Because <laughs> they broke that one minute before the WandaVision review embargo lifted, exactly. which was ninety five percent positive. Jeez. And they broke that one minute before the WandaVision virtual premiere event began. So everybody on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and every fucking platform in between was talking about Chris Evans possibly coming back to play Captain America when it was Disney and Marvel Studios' last effort to get like a big WandaVision push for positivity. I literally... If I were Elizabeth well, Olsen, I would get Mary Kate and Ashley to fucking eat somebody's uh, eyes out. You know what he should have done? He should have like, just been about and, and they sat on it podcast. until then, too. And I'm like, oh, am I going to get invited to anything any again? Like, every anytime I break so much as a scoop about, like, I, I said Brett Cullen was in The Joker. And today I said I heard Charlie Cox was on the set of Spider-Man 3. Yeah. I'm like, Warner Brothers? gonna never invite me to anything again is disney never gonna invite me anything again (laughs) deadline does that and just blows up their last minute shit yeah well here's the thing and sebastian stan whoever else they want with the next marvel title which is falcon winter soldier Evans well, and they, and, and Justin Crow posted on Twitter. So he teased it at like midnight the night before, so they knew and like had it ready and just sat on it until a minute before until the that moment. They it's said not that like, it's not like they got it at that time. It was that like was literally some sort of intentional move. Not yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. That's why Evans well, should have just said. That's news to me, and just posted a dick pic. Like, Deadline, I mean, Deadline I mean, is also the one you know I mean? who, like, when um, when Shiraz got fired from. Um, from Forbes, when they covered it, they said um, they they like had a little blurb in there about like Faruqi, who on his Rotten Tomatoes review referred to Snyder's work as masterful, and it's like that has nothing to do with this Ray Porter interview. Oh, you're showing that <laughs> yeah. out. It's the, the Faruqi. I mean, that's you know, I don't see, like why would you? Why, like, I don't see a need to take a a, a shot at any of the Faruqi brothers, bro. Like, those guys yeah. are just dudes who love what well, they're no, doing. But it's it's just weird that you I, see that kind of stuff show up, and then the deadline's got issues crediting. Yeah, so I love seeing that. Like all of the other outlets, like all the digital media outlets, have kind of come together and said, "All right, well, we're not linking a deadline anymore because what writers called saying we don't we don't link yeah. to you." Well, and Scott, I'm sure I'll appreciate this because they're really like judicious with their show notes. But um, I, I threw that in there for you, Scott. I know you appreciate. What I say. They've like got they've got they've got amazing amazing uh, show notes. But um, anytime like a story breaks, if deadline breaks at first, I almost always read it, and I have like three questions about context from the article. I'm like, I don't know you questions about context. No, but I'm like, I'm like, wait, are you saying like they're going like like I don't know? There's something about the way they phrase it or their punctuation or something where I'm like, that doesn't. You're leaving out like I have to wait for THR to publish. And then THR is like gives the date or whatever it is I'm looking for. I'm like, okay, that 
now I understand what we're talking about. Whereas Deadline, it's like, I don't even know how to make a headline to cover that because you, it could be two drastically different things based on the way you wrote it. Like that's, I don't know. I got, I got issues. <laughs> I, we all do. You're not Wait, alone in that. We're, yeah, not we're never working for Deadline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, I think that's a perfect way to end the stream tonight with uh, Steven saying, I have issues. I think that's, 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 that's a perfect way to do it. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, man, this is Brandon's out of uh, whatever he's drinking. Yeah, he's yeah. out of he's out of his tequila too, and, man. And, and, and he was and he was shit faced two hours ago. So <laughs> 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 no, but that's impressive <laughs> to come in and hang into the end there. Now, honestly, yeah, honestly, your liver is the trophy. Uh, it's pretty good. I I'm like that. From like noon tomorrow to like I don't know. I don't even fucking know what time I like. <laughs> wake up. To be up and look like this again in five hours. to Phoenix. Yeah. I, I want to say, I want to say, as somebody that has been on the vodka stream, I, I think I started coming on in around 2019, and I don't know how many I've been on, <laughs> but I've been <laughs> on quite a few. <laughs> and you, my friend. Get the fuck. Wow! No, that no, no. Was no, no, that was what I was going to say. That's not what I was going to no, say. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. Kidding. You, my friend, have been the most fucked up I've ever talked to on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I really appreciate but been, it. Because, but, but he's so, so yeah. coherent. And yeah, that's like, what I mean. Yes. Like, you've been so fucked up, but it's like in a fun way. Like, dude, you could yeah. go out and have a drink and you'd be fun around. You wouldn't yeah, be like... Exactly. This is our cheers. This is our cheers yeah, yeah. bar. Well, so, like, normally, like, normally the guest either back. either dips out at the end of of Dave's session, or if they hang around longer, they're just like barely they're barely sipping. They're barely. Well, oh, dude, that. Remember, remember like, when Mario came on? Sitting there showing you the fucking bottle. He's going. Yeah, funny. <laughs> oh, remember when yeah. Mario came on and he was like, he was literally like. He was like, he had like eyes like this. Like he was sleepier yeah. than baby Callum. He was like, just like, like he was. Oh, yeah, Callum is more awake than he was. Wait, who? Yeah, the baby was way more awake than uh, Mario Robles was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mario yeah. was. That's what, that's oh, yeah. Like, Brandon, Brandon came out. He is he is proud to be fucked up and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> party man. No guest dude, he ever does that. Like, yeah, dude, he's, no guest has ever been like, well, you know what? It's you know, it's kind of getting like we're at four hours. He's going, oh, dude, I ran out of alcohol. Like, I don't have. A- <laughs> <laughs> I don't have some left. Wait, can, I, can I put it on my phone and take you guys with me to the liquor store? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. Uh, no, genuinely, Dave, I appreciate you having me a lot. Of, like, no, I, anytime, dude. I put anytime. out a tweet that said, "Want to have me on your podcast? Let me do it this week." And like a hundred people responded and tagged you in it. And we had our- <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Hey, like, man. What can we I say? Honestly, full disclosure: We were supposed to do this last week, but my yeah. girlfriend was yeah. in town. And I canceled, so that's on me. But I'm glad oh, we were able to. You know what bullshit is that you didn't even say that I was tagged or me and Ben weren't tagged. So fuck that <laughs> our, followers. our followers are fucking dicks, obviously. Yeah. 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 Our followers are yeah. lacking. Uh, oh, shit. Run and hide, Marty. Run and hide. Ben here is a yeah. red sock, man. I can't have that. Did John, you, did, uh, yeah. 
All the comments here thought you and I weren't going to get along. I'm glad we're friends now. Yeah, uh, serious? <laughs> oh no, there was people. There was yeah, there were some people that were like, "Oh man, it's like Marvel DC." I'm like, "What the fuck?" I don't. I, 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 too many people don't know how performative, but also completely serious Garza's persona yeah. is. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Like, I, it's the same. Like, I, I'm all like my Twitter feed. I'm not fucking dumb. I know that my Twitter feed looks like I'm all Marvel all the time, and a large part of my career is Marvel. But like, I'm doing what works, and like, I'm doing what I like doing. Right. I yeah. love DC too. Like, you're yeah. a multifaceted person. <laughs> what? Crazy. Yeah. Oh no, no no! But here's the thing, though. I fucking hate Marvel. <laughs> I, just gotta be I, I, I just don't hate DC. I'm just gonna say that. I, I know. I know. Love DC. Like I want to see DC Jesus. I know, but it, I I only say that. Like, dude, I listen. I fucking love Iron Man. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I love Iron Man. Like, dude, I love Infinity War. Like, dude, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, those are some great films. It's just that. Yeah, that's like two out of twenty that are good. So. <laughs> so, yeah, winter soldier, winter soldier. I know. No, I, I look good. Wow, I wonder why your fans weren't all up in his mention. I know, right? They were like, hey, Brandon, stay the fuck away, dude. You don't that's why nobody tracked us. You fucked no, 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 no. This is my favorite thing about Garza. Um, so every once in a while, I'll get a like John Garza liked showing up in my timeline, and it's nine out of ten times okay, one out of ten times, it's someone who's probably a stripper. She's hot, though, they are fine. Nine out of ten times, that's his best something that should be included in chicken soup for the soul <laughs> well that's because no no because i produce a podcast for two, two of my my girls they're they're pretty famous like do they have and like two, those are two, and yeah, between like two of them they have they have almost two million you. followers and yeah. wealthy yeah, good for you based on yeah. their shoes alone and their oh that's really yeah they so, mm-hmm. uh, what do you want me to do man you want me to tell them no like dude, no, no 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 i'm just saying <laughs> Ten percent of the time, it's it's incredibly good looking, well put together, mm-hmm. high end women, and ninety percent of the time, it's chicken soup for the soul. Mm-hmm. You fucking yeah. do. No, I, I, I remember when you posted. I remember when you posted about a happy birthday to your best friend, and I was like, "What the fuck? That's your best friend? <laughs> yeah, dude. that's not the jeez. That's not, yeah, my best friend well, is know, not and, like that. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, like best friend, like we slept in the same bed together, and it's. Totally fine. Like I didn't. Oh you know, my god! Yeah. Oh my god! He's in the friend zone. <laughs> You're Ryan Reynolds. You're Ryan Reynolds. Dude, here's a, here's the deal. Like I met her the night I went to go see Watchmen. That's how fucking long I've known her. Like, and I went to go see Watchmen with like our best friend, and I and I walked out of a Watchmen. I couldn't believe what I watched. And then I get home, and then I meet her, and I was like, dude, I was just my mind was just fucking gone. I was like. What the fuck did I watch? I'm meeting you and you're hot as shit. Like, what the fuck is going on? So, believe me, dude, it's, but hey, you know what? That's what I'm here for, right? Uh, I'm literally here. Uh, That's what you're here for. I wanted to know. (laughs) (laughs) Kinky Sphincter wanted to know which of Brandon's hot toys are his favorite. (laughs) Kinky. Kinky Sphincter. Kinky Sphincter, yeah. (laughs) 
What a name. I know. Kitty <laughs> Sphincter. <laughs> oh, man. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Yeah. Which I is your which one? Out, but listen to Kitty Sphincter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you spent $5 to find this out. You earned it. Uh, <laughs> you earned it. That sounds just like an OnlyFans comment right there, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. a, uh, you earned this. <laughs> You're in this big boy. Subscribe. Hey, babe, how's your morning? Um, <laughs> Rocket and Groot. I'm a film junkie. The Rocket and Groot is my favorite for sure. The I bought it at, uh, at Fan Fest Nashville. <laughs> I'm trying to answer this question. <laughs> oh, no, I'm making this easy. Rocket and Groot, it's, uh, it's like a kinky swing. It's like it's it's like twelve inches tall, big tree with a is it thick girth? Yeah, is it thick? Yeah, thick with two C's. Ugh, veiny. <laughs> veins in it. Oh, you yeah. All right. Oh man, what a you what spend a, another dollar to find out. That's a that's a good episode right there. I know. Yeah. Oh wow, what a way. I mean, Oh man, I'm just glad that that baby Callum cannot hear anything we're saying right now. That's all that matters. <laughs> but he's a great supporter of the stream. There you go. I love his, his almost mohawk, by the way. I know it is mohawkish. Yeah, Dave, thank you for having me on here. This was an absolute blast. Dude. Uh, oh, this was a blast, dude. Hey, the doors open at any time, man. Fun I've had in 2021. And oh yeah, that was It'll be hard to top. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, go ahead and promote yourself. Go ahead and uh, do all that. We go around the horn, promote ourselves. I know we have to drink. It is five upcoming drinks then. But yeah. uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, at Brandon Davis BD. And I genuinely hope uh, if if any of you give a shit about Marvel, uh, that <laughs> I hope to say zero podcast, which is very Marvel-oriented. We will talk about all the DC stuff, but it is Marvel at its core, so... Uh, that's that's my plug. Phase Zero is my new project, and I hope you'll tune in and have a good time listening. It sounds will, awesome, will it be will it be DCECW or? <laughs> I just kidding. I'm just all right, go ahead, Garza. <laughs> so, if you wanted to, you can find me on my on my shenanigans on Twitter, right there, Sir John Aaron. <clears throat> but also with my co-host right below me, Ben Everts, uh, on Real Emotion, Real Anarchy. Uh, right for our site, do whatever, um, and listen to my girls' podcast, The Magic Hour, since we're going to talk about it. They're hot. I'm sorry. They like to talk about, you know, organic shit. You know, <laughs> what are they called? Uh, the uh, ayahuasca fucking, I don't know, something like that. I know that's something like that. <laughs> They talk about shit like that, and I don't know, whatever. Right. Anyways. And then we got uh, we got Garza's, I guess, bottom. Um, but I mean, I'm so sorry. Ben, never, it's sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. No, <laughs> obviously. Bottom half. Bottom. <laughs> wow. Uh, because he pointed down at you, I just I I, I had. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. Off. That was a sexual comment. I get <laughs> oh, I got yeah. canceled. I mean, I've been canceled so many times. It's fine. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Ben. Uh, you can go find me. Go ahead, Sweetheart. You can find me with this guy over here every Wednesday at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays and on Sundays at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And we got the Colberts. 
Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the unmute. I am. I'm Stephen Colbert. You can find me at SM Colbert. Um, I've got. Uh, I've got like a handful of half finished pieces. They'll show up on Screen Rant sooner than later, hopefully. Um, and uh, I also do Batman v Superman by the minutes with um, Andrew Dice. Uh, we just published a couple episodes, episodes yeah. of um, at the at the Capitol, and the next episode we have to record is um, when the Capitol explodes. So we're gonna figure out how we're gonna do Finally. that one, and <laughs> might be a, a slow roll on on addressing addressing that. Um, but you can find that as well as uh, Justice League by the minute um, at uh, SnyderMinute.com. There it is. And real quick, before before Scott goes. Dave. No, no, no Amanda. No, no, no. It's fine. It's just his wife, right, John? You were just, just his wife. You didn't, I didn't even see you because you like Tenet. So I, I, <laughs> I no, no, no. Before this, Dave, did you get those drops I asked you for? Oh, I did not. I know. I, I failed. Damn it, dude. I failed. <laughs> I, failed. I would have dropped them right now, and I totally failed. I will get I them now this weekend. Oh. Right. Next week. I know. I know what drops you're talking about. I will Amanda, get them. Amanda, please. By all means, I feel like an asshole because I stopped you. Yeah, <laughs> so, Amanda had the best video of all time. <laughs> I did one of those. It's fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's fine. Um, hi. Um, I'm Amanda and you can find me on Twitter at pie sugar pie, but with threes instead of ease, it's a thing. You'll see it. Um, and also on women of the watchtower, uh, tomorrow at 7 PM Eastern, as we make a sticky toffee cake across the Atlantic motherfucking ocean, um, with Fatma and Donita and myself. Um, and the next day on Sunday, join Women of the Watchtower for Wonder Friends. Um, a lot of you in the chat are going to be there. It's going to be fucking awesome. And you can meet some of the people behind the PFPs in our fandom. Thanks. There it is. Nice. And, uh, okay, Baby Callum, does he have anything to say? No, nah, probably not. Does he? No? <laughs> no coughing? No? Nope. No, nothing. All right. Go ahead, Scott. Bring us home as you do per usual. Uh, well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can listen to my podcast, DC Film Squadcast, wherever podcasts are found. Remember that this week will be the epic you've been waiting for, mm. the Justice League commentary track, live, drinking, and explicit. We will also have video available at our Patreon at patreon.com slash squadcastmedia. We're also on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, and you can find the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. Yeah, that's why he that's yes. why he that's right there. All right, well, cheers everybody. Thanks for joining cheers. in. And this was a, a lot of fun, of course. And uh yeah, happy well, happy Saturday morning to uh, everybody. All right. We See love you, you film junkie. Bye. And yeah, uh, as per usual, we'll end it. Even though people hate this guy, it's still a funny, it's still a funny drop. And also, I'm excited to watch the Snyder cut because Joss Whedon sucks. Fucking hard bat. Everybody got that?